Painkiller Already, episode 406 with our guest, Asterios. Kyle? Yeah, a few sponsors tonight. Robin Hood, not the movie, trust me. Just check the link if you're curious. Uh, Casper Mattresses, Smart Mouth, Movement Watches, Netgear Nighthawk Router, and uh, now a quick word. Uh, ever, ever wish you didn't need to buy batteries, coils, a tank, and a bottle just to get started vaping? Abay, the new vape system from the creators of Zamplebox, changes all of that. Abay's hardware blends simplicity with top shelf quality. Abay features a super compact battery, high capacity uh, pods that are more than twice the capacity of jewel pods, and that feature ceramic coils so that you n- you won't ever get a burnt hit. Abay features a perfectly curated lineup of five delicious flavors, so you're sure to find one that's perfect for you. Uh, for a limited time, you can get uh, a free eBay kit and $10 off uh, each pack of pods on your first order when you sign up for monthly auto ship delivery with three or more packs of pods. Plus, all eBay auto ship orders get free shipping. Just use the code PKA at checkout when you visit eBay.com. That's eBay.com. Uh, and also YouTube Music. YouTube Music is a new app that combines everything you expect from a streaming service with the magic of YouTube to make uh, to bring everything to life. With YouTube Music Premium, you'll get ad-free music that plays with the screen off or while using other apps, finally. And uh, get music whenever you want, even if you're offline. Download the new YouTube Music app today and start a free 30-day trial. Then just pay $9.99 per month. Terms and restrictions apply. That's it. Nicely done. Nice. Check all of them out. You won't regret it. And tonight we have a very special guest, friend of the Dick Show, Asterios Kokonos. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for having me. Hello. <laughs> okay, I have a quick question. Do you have any listeners who don't vape? Is this a 100%? Do you think there's like one guy who's maybe on the jewel? Do you consider jewel vaping? Discuss. <laughs> what? <laughs> Discuss. I like the CNN talking head approach. Well, <laughs> frankly, I'll use my 15 seconds to say that first of all, I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, no, hold on, Taylor. Are you not going to let me? <laughs> Why wouldn't I want a yeah, jewel no, I, so bad? I, I, I got... don't know what it is. You I need an eBay. Yeah, you what? need an A-Bay. It's, the, it's, it's better than a Jewel. You, okay. you, you smoke nicotine salts out of it instead of, like, vaporing nicotine juice. salts. Now, I don't know what that means, but I've heard it, so it must It's exist. like bath salts, but with nicotine. Does it turn that's you into a face-eating zombie? You salt anything, that's good. What wakes you up if you're in a coma? Smelling salts. What? I can uh, tell you love salt because your water retention's on point. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> uh, before we started recording, with Taylor, with Taylor or Kyle, who said, Asterios, no, uh, you really look like you're on the downturn. And yes, I was like, uh, oh, great. Out of the two turns you could make, I get the worst turn, the downturn. I'm on the upturn, baby. What? See, now, one, we are, we're already recording. And, and, God uh, damn and, it. And two... When on downturn, I was meaning weight. Like, your oh, weight was beginning to you've go You've had down. five minutes to think about this. <laughs> Don't start with me. That's not what I look like. Well, I if you want me to tell you you're like a fat I'm person, on. I will. Well, ah, God damn it. I can't win with this. This must be a wide-angle lens. <laughs> uh, it is. It looks like I'm looking at you through a fisheye. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or like a this panoramic what, view, like you get out of the rings. Damn it. Yeah, you How much longer is it this interview? <laughs> oh, God! Three hours, 56 <laughs> no, minutes. what? <laughs> so you ah. did, uh, you did, uh, like it, I remember when you first went on Biggest Problem in the Universe, the old podcast <laughs> with Dick and Maddox, and, and when friends. they, 
Dick your, and Maddox. Your friend, <laughs> Dick, and former friend, Maddox. And I remember when they first introduced you in, like, the first couple episodes you were on, and they would say your name, like, and here we have Asterios Coconos. Like, it, the, the fa- like, I'd never heard a name like that so much that it, like, bothered me, and I didn't get it, and I didn't know if it was real or not. But it turns out yeah. you're just a sneaky Greek. Is that yeah, Greek? look, yeah. that was a huge mistake. Here's what I should have said. My name is Cyphertron, the comedian. Yeah. I'm talking to a guy who goes by a fake name Dick. I'm talking to this guy who goes by a fake name Maddox. <laughs> and then Sean's not giving his last name. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll give my entire name. That'll have no ramifications on my life. I should have been like, I'm the blue cylinder. Like, just some bullshit, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, I'm and then the worst part is, like, it, mm-hmm. if people do try to look you up, it's not like they're going to find some other Asterios coconuts, no. right? Oh, I'm that's the, him. That's him. I'm the only game in town, and it's a losing game. <laughs> That'd be a funny, like, thing in CSI. They're like... Well, you know, he has a very vague description, but the woman said his name was Asterio. She's very sure. All right, let me check the database. Oh, there's only one. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> has it actually had any real life yeah. impact? Like, is, is it has your online you got, life you got, trickled you into your... Sued. You got, well, yes, I, get, I got a, an online enemy of mine got me fired from my day job. So that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, Maddox did that. Can you can you oh, explain yes, that a bit? Because right? uh, Dick never got into how that, like, how you ended up getting fired from it. Oh, well... I mean, uh, long story short, uh, Maddox invented a a fictitious reporter persona (laughs) named Heather S., who worked for Cond Nast. Um, uh, Their address was 4 Tim's Square. Um, Do you guys, have you seen the fake email he wrote? No. No, I haven't. Oh, do me a favor. Just Google Asterios Medium Maddox. And the very first, there's like a shitload of court documents that I have online because the stuff I say sounds incredible. So I have to constantly be like, well, here's him. Like, for example, uh, we have him signing uh, an affidavit under oath stating that he got in touch with my day job. He wrote them a fake email under the name Heather S. He signed and agreed that he had done that. And the, the fake email was full of like really horrific allegations. That HR had to investigate. It was terrible. This what is kind of allegations? Uh, what are we terrible. talking here? Well, read the email yourself. Take a look. It's right there. I'm reading I'll the court transcript. Let me read the floor for a second. And the, it's like, this is the court transcript. So yes. it indicates, linked to Mr. Kokono, Kokono's tweet, which is the third statement down, that is his podcasting name is Maddox. He indicated that Maddox is a cuck. Fuck off, cuck. Released an entire album of cuck songs out of spite. What I is a cuck, your honor? <laughs> I just released it. Let's say, it was called let's say a carols. fool, okay? Why can't I call someone a fool? This is the court. Uh, it's beyond fool, your honor. It puts his entire manhood into question and says <laughs> that he technically encourages or becomes a voyeur for his girlfriend engaged in, engaged in safe sexual activity with other men. That is the meaning of cuck. I like the he transcripts. He hired a lawyer to go into the New York State Supreme Court and argue that me calling him a cuck threatened his manhood. <laughs> I'll just threaten your manhood right now. You don't have a manhood. You're not a man. You're like a weird creep. There, take me to court again. Is that against the law to threaten someone's manhood? I Apparently so. <laughs> In New York, it, you would I think that would so. be just fine. Oh, my God. You can't call somebody. That's so funny that, like, he politicized that in a way that if he had just ignored it, it would have gone away. Or if he had, like, kind of accepted it, 
in a way. It would have gone away. Instead, I remember he made a YouTube video like two years ago after this all came out where he's like, there's, I'm being 100% genuine. He's like, there's nothing wrong with being a cuck. Like, yes. like, you can go watch this video. He's like, these people don't even know what cuck means. It's like a fed, and it's like, no, people know what it means. That's why they're trying to insult you with it, because it's clearly working, because you just made a video about it, and you clearly don't like this. Like, he could have handled it in a way where he could still probably be successful today, but he didn't. When you call someone a dummy, you're not saying that they lack the ability to speak. It's like, it's just a simple pejorative. Uh, oh, here, I have I have some evidence right over here that I think might interest you. <laughs> you got props? He has props? I, I love this guy. Props. You guys got props? I, I don't have any props. Not until Halloween. All right. Sorry, I can't hear what you said. <laughs> so, so this guy goes to court. He says, hey, calling Miss Maddox guy says the term cuck is like defamatorily offensive just like the worst thing you could call somebody and our and, and my opinion is it's like it just means like jerk or, or asshole or dweeb it's just an it's a insult. meme at this point yeah exactly it's just a dumb thing we kind of means liberal it, more people well, say it ironically like at this point than unironically yeah. that's how like out of vogue it is but the thing is if you look at the cover of the new york daily news <laughs> Uh, Thursday, January 4th, 2018, you'll notice that these two are engaged in a cuck fight. <laughs> this is President Trump and uh, Steve Bannon. They're not in a, they're not, he's not sleeping with his wife or this or that. It's just a cuck fight. It just means they're jerks. You know, I, I wish you brought, did you bring that in with you to be of like, Ron, I spent $80 on that. <laughs> that was court evidence. You spent, you went to Kinko's for $80 I, and yes, we're like, I need you to blow up this cuck fight. Board. Full color. <laughs> Look at the quality of this. This, guy's this is great. half an inch thick foam board. <laughs> Look, it's bigger than me. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for that eighty dollars, I'd be guilty as charged. Thank God. <laughs> Is that how it went? You held it up, and they're like, "Well, case closed." No, clearly. Otherwise, you'd be out twenty million. That was a good investment. They would they would call that like the cuck defense. They'd go next to the Chewbacca defense, uh, the shaggy the defense. The yeah, the shaggy defense. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's how did. I, I think I remember when you, Dick, and Maddox kind of explained briefly your guys' backstory as kind of friends, is that you've known Maddox longer than Dick, right? Like, you were friends with him before? Yeah, well, I, I got to know them when I got to know a lot of different people at a, uh, at a show called the Tournament of Nerds. It, uh, it was like a live show that ran every month. It just celebrated its 10th anniversary, and it's a show out in L.A., and so I met them as just fellow comedians in this show, and then we all just started to hang out and get tacos and get drinks and play video games. And it just kind of became like that. Hmm. Like, were you, were you, I know you're still good buddies with Dick. When did you kind of realize that it was tanking with Maddox? Like, what was the thing? Because as a listener oh. of the show, like, there were points where I was like, this has gone from banter to clearly a lot of angst between Dick and Maddox. Like, where, I know you were involved in that. When, when did you see that downturn coming? Oh, immediately? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, it's like between episodes 76 and 77, that thing happens where, and a lot of people don't know this, like, 
the whole reason we're in the whole reason I'm in court, spending eighty dollars on a foam core thing, spending twenty nine thousand dollars on my legal defense. Like the reason all I'm losing my job, like the I got sued like three hundred days ago. The reason all this is happening and the biggest problem broke up is because Dick and Maddox went to a wedding where Dick ended up going home with Maddox's like ex-girlfriend of three years. So Maddox has a girl. They break up. Three years later, Dick starts dating the girl. Maddox tries to blow Dick up in the court of public opinion and absolutely succeeds. And then uh, Maddox starts shit with me. Maddox starts shit with everybody. It just be, it all blossoms from this like one little moment where like uh, where someone hooked up with their friend's ex girlfriend of three years. That's and it was what pretty ex, right? Like it wasn't three like three goddamn years. Oh, I didn't understand. I thought three years was how long they dated. Three years is the gap. Three yeah. years is the yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not very good at talking. I'm not uh, very good at filling is... in the blanks. So oh, thank God, <laughs> yeah. two idiots talking. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, so uh, Maddox dates a girl. They break up. Maddox gets another girlfriend who also sued me. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, the, yeah, it's, it's just fucking terrible. And then uh, years later, Dick starts dating Maddox's ex. Maddox sees it as, like, a betrayal and this. And Maddox starts getting all high horsey and asking us not to, like, talk or work or hang out with Dick. And like, all this bullshit's happening. And uh, it's just terrible. Yeah. And that's why... Everything else happened. Like Maddox started a big crazy fight because he got butt hurt that someone was dating his ex girlfriend. Didn't he like include? Maybe it was just like an anecdote he told to you guys, or like in one of those uh, unredacted episodes, or maybe it was a court thing where like one of his points of like how much I bring to the show was like I bring the snacks, guys. Every week you show up and I have <laughs> snacks and pretzel sticks here. And yes. Dick was like, I don't even eat the snacks. <laughs> and he didn't. Dick never ate the snacks. <laughs> I was the only one that ate the snacks. I like to have an inside man tell. here. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm coming down there for free. I'm performing. By the way, these aren't fantastic snacks. These are like <laughs> Trader Joe's level bullshit snacks. So he's putting like these little bowls. It's like, well, now we have to refill the bowl. What if you got a big bowl for the snacks, which aren't even very good? So, um, yeah, Maddox, Maddox definitely. You should have refuted that. Your Honor, it was not even a large snack bowl. It took no (laughs) effort to fill these bowls. Just a simple scoop in place, Your Honor. And he not once refilled them. They were like airplane quality snacks. Like they weren't, and I don't mean the ones that you pay for. I mean just free airplane quality snack. It just, whatever. Yeah, this guy just, what happened was he didn't want to admit to himself that he was upset that he was still in love with his ex. He didn't want to admit that to himself. So he started looking for every other single So he did the natural problem. thing and sued you for $20 million. That's yeah. because clearly it's my <laughs> fault. It's like it, it, a $20 million lawsuit is like the ultimate <laughs> psychological projection. Like it is – he sued 10 different parties for 16 causes of action. A trial which cost me thirty grand, cost Dick Wellmore – Lord knows how much it cost my ex-employer because he sued my ex-employer. You spent thirty grand Jesus. on your defense. Yeah, you can if you go to Patreon.com/slash/stereos. I <laughs> have uploaded the I've uploaded the bills for free, so you can take a look at the at the total <laughs> legal expenses. You can take a look at my current legal debt. Like, 
What's happening is insane. Yeah. This is insane. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird because I remember reading his site in like 2002 or 2004 or whatever and being like, this guy's hilarious. Like he's the last person I would have expected to do that. Yeah, but it's but the way you got to think about it is why would you tell everybody that you were manly unless you didn't feel that way? You know what I mean? Like that's that was his whole character was like I'm a big manly man, pirate, lumberjack. I drink hot sauce. It's like yeah. well, actual manly people don't need to put on a facade. Uh, they they just act manly and then uh, I don't know go home with the prom queen. I forget what they say in the Rock, and I don't want to be corrected on it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and that's true because I remember the like there was a, a debate between Dick and Maddox about exercise, and oh, Dick was like, "Yeah, I lift weights all the time. I work <laughs> out. I'm pretty fit. Like I'm way stronger than you, Maddox." And Maddox was like, "I ride my bike around town all the time. I could beat you in a race." And Dick's like, "This isn't about racing, Maddox. I'm much stronger. Do you lift weights?" Maddox is like, "It doesn't matter. It, 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 biking is its own form." And it was like, "God, this this guy's never picked up a dumbbell, has he?" No, of course not. But the thing is, <laughs> you might hear that and you might think like, oh, this guy's joking. He's just playing like a nebbishy character. And then when that guy sues you for $20 million because you released <laughs> an album full of Christmas carols where you called him a cuck <laughs> hundreds of times, uh, royalty-free Christmas songs that you stole from a Christian website, an album that debuted at number seven on the Billboard comedy charts, Charted for three weeks and outsold Adele in Luxembourg. <laughs> I love it. Very specific. Potential. Cockpit Carol's debuts at number ten. Adele's new album one, number eleven. Overall iTunes charts. It's in the Library of Congress. <laughs> because if you chart on Billboard, they email you and they're like, "You got to send us a high quality." I had to create like a flack audio version of a thing called Cuckmas Carols so that it could survive long past we're all dead underground. And so I guess Matt got upset. He sued me, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. Get I mean, like, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. Like, uh, oh, you're talking about the Streisand effect. Yes, yes, the Streisand effect. Well, guess who taught me about the Streisand effect? Maddox, this fucking idiot says that a long time ago, Barbara Streisand sued to get a picture of her house off the internet, but it created so much media coverage that the picture of her house went everywhere, and now everyone knows what her house looks like. So the bottom line is, like, don't try to cover up your bullshit, because it'll only make people dig into it more. That's the same shit happened to Maddox. He, he sued me. He sued my employer. He sued the lawyer at my employer. He sued Dick. He sued Dick's business partners. He sued Dick's business. He sued a 22-year-old kid out in Nebraska named Tab Burt, who did a parody character named Mad Cucks. He He sued Patreon, and he sued the customer service representative at Patreon, who was unlucky enough to be the guy that had to field Maddox's emails. He sues all of us for 16 causes of action, like, Reliance and trademark infringement and defamation and intentional infliction of butthurt. Just like a bunch of... And then, of course, after he sues me and my employer, my employer's lawyer, four days later in Ad Week, the largest advertising periodical there is, there's an article that's like, Asterios Coconos made a violent and harassing 
uh, a violent and harassing album. It's called Cuckmas Carols. It's, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Listen to the album. But it's not for look. Well, look at this. <laughs> oh, look at this. Another trip to Kinko's. Hold on. <laughs> Let me find it. Oh, here it is. Look, this is a porg that's me. His name is Porg Stereos Porkinos. <laughs> How is this violent and hateful? You know how many porgs I have around me right now? This is Chunk. <laughs> this is Dr. Pepper. What the? What, what? This how is caffeine. Wait, these are porgs? And this is Flappy. Pork. I'm a family man, PKA. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I would never. <laughs> ever create violent, hateful content. You know what? I'm the funny- a man. <laughs> you never explained like how you made Cuxmas carols. Like you did it over the course of like one night, didn't you? Where you're yes. like, I'm gonna be yeah. up all night recording Cuxmas carols because it's got to beat Adele in Luxembourg. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, that did happen. Yeah, that did happen. I was, uh, I just, I was, uh, I shit posted on Reddit. I was like. Because Maddox was was bragging about his album being number one in iTunes comedy. And number two was like, Bill Engvall's There's Your Sign from 1993. (laughs) Like, it's like no one, why would you buy stand-up on iTunes? Like, it's just, it was like Weird Al's Running With Scissors was number three. Just ancient albums. And he's bragging about it. And so I say, I bet we we can write an album today that beats him on iTunes tomorrow. <laughs> and my girlfriend had the idea of a thing called Cuckabus Carols, and she was like, you could do a song called Rudolph the Red-Pilled Reindeer. You could do uh, Frosty the Alleged Rape Apologist. Just like these, <laughs> And she's pitching me all these songs. She's pitching me like fully formed songs, and I'm just like, can you just write this down so we could do it and so uh and so we do it and it and it uh it beat him immediately on the ice <laughs> chart um, this is amazing and he, got, and he got real 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 butthurt did it make a the lot of money of, did you make um, a lot of money on this you know yes you did no. yes you did uh-huh, because here's what happened <laughs> go on you want to know how stupid i am here's how stupid i am <laughs> uh, so i'm getting these these reports and it's like you moved 4,000 units and like oh that's fantastic 4,000 units so I start cutting out royalty checks to everyone else involved and then I realize that that's not 4,000 albums it's 4,000 songs or 1,000 albums because it was a four track EP so (laughs) I spent a lot more money than I will ever make on that (laughs) album because I way overpaid the other creators and then I said well I'm not going to ask for it back like that would be a real dick move. To, like, no, it's like you've already spent the money. We're all poor. I know you didn't save this money, <laughs> so I lost a lot of money on it. And then I lost thirty thousand dollars being sued because of the album. So this album has put me in the hole for like thirty-four thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, it was really funny though. <laughs> you got that going you on. Can't look. You know, you can't, a a, you can't put a price on beating a. You can't put a price on beating Adele in Luxembourg in comedy or something. <laughs> the best part is the judge is laughing at these lyrics, and there's no better laugh than the laugh of the man who's about to decide your fate in the world. <laughs> like, 
at one point the lawyer starts reading the lyrics and I'll pretend the lyrics are on these as those poor the, the bad guy lawyer is just like cuck 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 Maddox is a cuck there is no punchline here cuck 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 Oh, and the judge is fucking losing his shit. Um, and my favorite part is, like, clearly this whole case is bullshit. If you're listening, I think you can figure out by now that, like, no one should be sued because they made an album calling a public figure a cuck. That would be like if Trump sued SNL for Baldwin or if Taylor Swift sued Mad Magazine because someone called her Taylor uh, Grift. I don't know, the, the thief Taylor Swift. I don't know. But anyway... The bad guy lawyer, well, obviously he knows this case is bullshit. He takes it anyway. The judge almost threw the lawyer in jail right in front of us. Really? Really? Tell me more. Yes, if you scroll down in that Medium article, you can read the transcript. I would love it if one of you guys read the transcript because I won't do it justice. Uh, where is it? And I'll read it. I think it's down towards the, the, like the last quarter of the article. So do you regret making the album now? If you could go back. Oh God, like, no! I would have. If the only thing I would change would be to not overpay people, okay. so that I could maybe have made a dollar on this, or at least break even with your legal fees. Yeah, I'll look. I'll look. I've been damaged. Look, I got legal fees and damages. I got lost wages and damages. Reputational damage. My back hurts. I got damages up the ass. But including inside of it, it's a terrible, it's a war zone back there. But what I was saying is, no, because you, you can't take your money with you, but you can take the fact that you know that, like, a guy got real butthurt. Like, that's a, that's a good life. You know what I mean? You trolled him well. You, you know you, for sure that you got under his skin. Yeah. You can't. It's, it's like... you. He can't ever take it back that he sued me because I made fun of him. Like, that's the ultimate freak out. Like, you know when you're at a party and someone freaks out and everyone's like, oh, that's weird. He did that on the global stage. It's, it's really incredible to watch. I like how your picture in this Medium article, it's a picture of you on Fox's old late show, The Daily Habit. And your only thing on the Chiron is a Stereos Coconuts monkey enthusiast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's no qualifiers. Yes. <laughs> My God. Are, and are you a monkey if enthusiast? If that's the kind of picture that you pull to take an example of, it should be pretty clear to any judge that you're fucking around. Yes. My God. And, and Maddox sued us, sued us all in New York. He doesn't even live in New York. The guy lives out in L.A. Um, the, and at one point the judge said, the judge threatened to take Maddox's lawyer out of there, uh, quote, in cuffs, comma, in prison. Like, the judge directly threatened to put Maddox's lawyer in jail for contempt because that's how shitty this case was. Do you think that Maddox's lawyer pressured him into all this in order to seal, like, a semi-big payday for himself? Like, kept kind of pushing him to, like, yeah, you should do this, sue even more, like, make my legal bills pile up. Oh, yeah, you're going to win, like... Do you think there was any of that, like he was feeding Maddox's delusion that this would pan out well for him? I, uh, I have a theory. I have, no, I have nothing to prove this, and I don't have any facts to prove this, but here's what I think happened. Because this guy that sued, that held Maddox sued, his name is Kevin Landau. Kevin Landau has also sued multiple gigantic brands. He sued NBC Universal uh, uh, and Univision. He sued former Paramount CEO Brad Gray. He sued Playboy. I think what this guy does is he he finds somebody 
who can sue a giant corporation and says, I'll take a small retainer up front, and if I win, I get a huge percentage. Because the people he's suing are incredibly deep pockets. Uh, Maddox and this guy sued my ex-employer in order to get me fired. And um, they're a giant advertising agency, um, global. Um, he also sued Patreon. Patreon has like a market capital of like hundreds of millions of dollars. I think what they were hoping for was that one of these guys would just exercise their liability insurance and pay them all to go away. Hmm. Did, um, so you That's lost really your job. Did it turn out to be, yeah. uh, you know, gift in disguise? It, 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 are you glad you lost the job? Are you better off now for it? Oh, no. I have to pay $500 <laughs> in health insurance. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm in my place. I broke in here to do this. What the fuck are you? This is expensive. I have Cobra now, and not the fun kind of Cobra, like Cobra Commander, the bad kind of Cobra, where you have to pay five fifty a month so for health insurance that you hope you never have to use. My God, I used to. I had a. Oh, oh, I had. I had it all. The only benefit to it is. And actually, if you guys do me one more favor, if you can Google Asterios Medium Fired, you can see chat transcripts of Maddox talking about how he intends to get me fired. Um, And one of them, Maddox goes like, Asterios will definitely lose his job if I drop this thing he called the bomb. And uh, uh, someone said to him, wow, this is really weird. And Maddox said... Randy might lose his job, which I definitely don't want. Asterios would definitely lose his job. So what then? You think these people will leave me alone after I've taken away their jobs? Or will things get worse? I don't know. Things are about to get a lot worse, Maddox. A lot fucking worse. Because we are taking him and his co-plaintiff and his lawyer into the judge's chambers and we're attempting to do something called sanctioning them. Which is when, if you commit something... If you, like, perjure yourself or fabricate evidence or do something truly horrible in a court of law, you could be sanctioned, which could include financial damages or other kind of damages. So soon uh, we will be in a sanctions conference where we can hopefully get some justice out of this situation, where I can get my 30 grand back for this bullshit lawsuit, my lost wages. I don't know, Maddox's TV, that would be nice. His TV is huge. <laughs> so are you going to ask just for his I TV? I have a tiny TV. Well, no, you know what you should ask that? for? You should what? ask for his, his bike. Yes! I won't! Oh! <laughs> I would sell tickets to smash it with a hammer. That's brilliant. Oh, I could make so much money off that thing. And then I sell the busted up thing as like a work of art. I call it like the destroyed career. Oh, thank you so much. Look, you guys are invited to the premiere. Of the bike smashing? I, I think there's only a premiere in that show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a one-act show. Yeah, Nobody it's... comes out and smashes something bigger afterward. It's a one-off. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's up and down in one night. It's a pop-up. It's an installation. Like a spiteful Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you actually have a reasonable case against the guy. He stole have, your job from you. Like, I you, you legitimately are going to win, I would think. I have the world. If you guys look through that article, you can see. Because here's the thing. You can sue someone if you think they've wronged you, even if you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But what you can't sue someone for is an ulterior purpose. You can't sue someone accusing them of stealing money from you 
if you didn't have any probable cause and if you were only doing it to ruin their name or to get them in trouble at work or to get them if you misuse the legal system it's a civil tort called malicious prosecution and that's what these guys have done if you look through that article you could see all the evidence of it i i, I don't want to blather on about it I'd rather you guys talk about it yeah i'm looking through it right now this is really interesting shit it says here it's not 30 are, grand it's only 29,429 have you been exaggerating oh, but at the end of the month, I get another bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be way more than thirty grand in the it's end. It's going to be way resolve. more. <laughs> so, have you like been in a spiral of sorts of like, holy shit, he stole my job. I'm stuck on shitty healthcare now. Like, I'm I've got my Patreon. I, I checked your Patreon. It's doing doing well. Well, it's uh, not PKA good. <laughs> and uh, certainly okay. not Dick Masterson good. Oh my God! All you, oh, forget it. Oh, I feel like we wouldn't even be invited to the same party, me and any of you guys. I'm doing okay on Patreon, thank God. But it's like, uh, yeah, shit is tough. Um, like, sanctions, I, I would love to counter sue this guy for malicious prosecution. Uh, we believe that uh, uh, by impersonating a reporter named Heather S., it's possible that Madison had a crime called criminal impersonation, um, which is when you pretend to be an organization uh, for personal benefit. I don't know all that, but look, my lawyer says he might have done it, and I believe my lawyer. And uh, so, um, yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking rough. I'm doing my best. I'm doing a podcast about it. I'm doing live streams about it. Um, I'm trying to talk about it just because. What's your podcast called just for anybody who wants to check it out? Oh, sure. If you Google something called the Asterios Coconos Podcast Factory. You couldn't you come could up with something it. harder to spell? Which one? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he I cornered that SEO market. You he did, did. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I need a better effort. I'm so glad I talked to you guys. <laughs> I mean, Dick's one of your good friends, and he knows SEO very well. Oh, he does. <laughs> I should have just called it, like, funnypod.com. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah. good luck not finding my podcast, everybody. <laughs> well, your name like is on the screen, your... so they'll find you, That's this like... group. Yeah, they need to find your Patreon, help you out with those fucking legal fees. That sounds yeah, rough. That would be nice. We got a GoFundMe called the Stereos Coconuts Legal Offense Fund. If you Google, <laughs> legal offense fund. If you Google Stereos, because I want to go on offense. We're finally on offense. We're going after them for sanctions. If that doesn't work, we reserve our right to go after them in a full-on countersuit. But I need the money it takes to charge up my lawyer. They love it when you pay them. They're big fans of it. When I pay them, they'll send me like a thank you email. And if I don't pay them, they'll send me an email that's like, oh, you, you must have forgot to pay us. So they, they like it. Trust me. And you know if you don't pay them, they'll see you. That's the lawyer. Oh. I've got the worst paying attorney story. I've told it before, but I, I, it was, I owned this little business. We'd get in chargebacks. People would – it was you're buying virtual goods. So what they do is they'd use it for a couple, you know, six, 12 months and then tell me they wanted their money back, which you can't do, right? Can't buy a Taylor no. Swift song and then say, I'm tired of it. Never mind. I want to unbuy it. Like, that's not how yes. virtual goods work. So no. anyway, they did this to me so often that we had to hire an attorney. And it ended up being, I think the one of the bills was $14,000. And I got it and I paid it. And that was that. They, were, they get back to me nine months later and they say, Woody, look, I know we sent you a bill for fourteen grand. If you pay us like half that, then we'll, we'll just call it good. And I'm like, oh, 
No, I paid it already. <laughs> and Oh no. And, yeah, and they're like, Oh yeah. Alright, never mind, never mind. And that was it. That that like fuck, I could have paid seven. But there we are. Fuck That's me. what Trump does all the time. <laughs> just just like he buys a bunch of pianos from you and then he's like, oh, I can actually only afford to pay you for half of them. Sorry. By the way, he did do that. But I still Google. want thirty all thirty pianos. I want all well, of them. He's already got the pianos. That's how, that's how, <laughs> that's how he does it. That's what you gotta do. Google. Come get him. I can name two Google times he did that. You want these fucking yes. pianos? He did that to the cabinet maker that built all the stands for his yep. slot machines. Yeah. And then afterwards, he's like, ah, I'll tell you what, I'll pay you half. Let's talk about your next group of cabinets. And the and guy's like, he's a great president. Mean- Perhaps the greatest president we've ever had. It's accomplished more in his in in this first co- uh, couple <laughs> years of his term than almost any administration ever, and that's a joke for all of you faggots who don't who don't understand what I'm doing right now. He's Kyle. You think you think he hasn't achieved as much as Washington? <laughs> you know what? The fact that you would even say that he hasn't achieved as much in his first two years as George Washington, the man who turned down a kingship. You know, like, like no one will ever be able to say that sentence it's like oh yeah did, were you offered a kingship do you turn it down oh you, you didn't you didn't then fuck off george washington wins number like one no president absolutely yeah, number one ranked first president. and the first yeah, one look look when i hear that stuff about trump i don't think like oh he is a bad guy we shouldn't vote for him i think art of the deal baby that's who we want running our economy that's who we want making deals with other countries the guy who will buy quote unquote 50 pianos from from china and then be like you know what i'm only gonna pay for half Oh, we, we sent you all the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, but I'm only going to pay for half. Oh, you send them back. No deal. <laughs> <laughs> but we make all the cabinet for you. And what about that? It doesn't even begin on the piano. <laughs> like, how do you not want that guy making deals with other countries? Of course you want the guy who lies and steals. It just but makes hey, sense. look, if he can hornswoggle someone else, great. If that if this guy gives me one good uh, what is what's that movie the the uh, what's the movie with Paul Newman where they're scamming people the hustler right no the oh, color no. of money uh, no has the entertainer as the theme song uh, that's Robert Redford right and it's Robert called Redford! um uh, the shit Robert Redford it's maybe? a con man movie. The Sting. The Sting. Yes! That is it, yes. Look, if he the Stings Russia or North Korea, you give me one good to Sting and I'll vote for you again. But, like, uh, right now I'm afraid we're getting stung and we're not doing the Stinging. I want to Sting, not get stung. There's a reason we don't call him Stung. We call him Sting. You want to have sex like Sting, (laughs) not like Stung. You guys know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Uh, Of course. (laughs) I like your perspective there. (laughs) <laughs> you want to be sting not you, you've gone like you're so ready for the offensive go fund me that you want to go offensive in all corners of life trump got, be look, offensive everybody offensive time to fight back look you got to admit it definitely works when trump's like remember if someone whose kid died in the war says you're bad call them a dirty whore and say they're fired like trump <laughs> he never stops he like he like the famous phrase is uh that Roy Cohn taught him was uh, if someone punches you, you punch them back a hundred times harder. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Roy Cohn was an Angels in America. You guys remember that? Six hours long. 
Tony Kushner, more like Tony smoking the Kushner. Cut this thing down to two hours, okay? You guys know what I'm talking about. No, I'm inferring. You guys know what I'm. Don't start with me. It won you know the I'm... Thurber Prize. I have no idea prize. what you're talking about, but I like your energy. Did you drama desk nominee? Oh, don't know what that God. is. <laughs> drama we're, desk we're not, nominee. I think you should make that credential <laughs> That's the level of theory you guys are at. <laughs> That's right. No, yeah, I know. We're more plugged in to to this kind of thing. Like, you, yeah, you need your education. You know yes, what? I'm your guys' forward? opinions are about as dead as Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Hello. I don't know anybody <laughs> over here. Don't make me wait for Godot all day. Come on, guys. I don't know what Rosencranston Rosenberg means. No. That's, actually, they were my lawyers. They were fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, no, my attorney's name is Jordan Greenberg. I love him. He's my favorite yeah. man. So pretty. Charges $400 an hour, which is... Well, that well he, he is Jewish, which means he's very, very... I I was, I, that's where I was going. Black guy? No. Wait, what was that? I couldn't hear you guys over my okay. own protesting. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about sports. You know what I'm looking forward to is like mm. if that North Korea shit actually gets fixed, oh. I'm looking forward to all the dope documentaries we're going to get about it. Like, like of course, they're going to be like biased in a way, of course, but like it's going to be neat to see what's really going on behind the scenes there when it's finally cracked. Like, if they even let us do that then. But that, I'm looking I, forward to that. I will tell you what. Clinton couldn't get it done. Bush couldn't get it done. Obama couldn't get it done. Uh, fucking, if Trump can get this done, if Trump can find a way to denuclearize Korea, like, well, then I guess we all kind of got to eat shit, us liberals, because, like, he made the world safer. It's just I want to see if he can do this is the ultimate deal. Because that's more than you can say a lot of presidents did. You could be like, hey, they used to have a bunch of missiles, and now they don't. So uh, who's good? Me. Still wouldn't uh, still wouldn't beat Washington, I say. No. Wow, well, yeah, that's a high bar. Yeah, but th that will be interesting, like, to see what's really going on behind the scenes there. Hopefully he mm -hmm. solves it, or the next president, or whoever fucking solves it. Like, didn't uh, South Korea, North Korea put a bid in together to do the Olympics in, like, yes. 10 years or something like that? Like. It's funny because you know they're going to be like meeting. They're going to be like, so we do it in Pyongyang? They're like, no, it's kind of a shithole. We do it in Seoul. <laughs> like, like of course to point they're going to do it in Seoul. They're not going to do it in North real Korea. Real quick, uh, we, all of us Asians don't sound like Pat Morita. Just half of us, okay? <laughs> the other half of us sound like Margaret Cho's mother. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> oh, God. I don't Margaret know if Cho's you're Asian. I'm Chinese. My Chinese name. Wait, I'm not going to say my Chinese name out loud. But I am Chinese. Yes. Wait. Wow. I thought your name Look was... Look at the eyes. Do we gain power over you if you if we know your name? Is that how it works? It's just a lot of my password. Not a vampire. Chinese name. Look at my eyes. I mean, I'm a quarter Chinese oh, okay. over here. I got the red envelopes of Christmas. I did the whole thing. Giant eyebrows from my giant eyebrowed grandpa. Look I bet at you're a hairy things. guy. It's... So you got I all the hairiness hair on of a top Greek. of my shoulder. Right? I know, I know Why you. Here? I know you. We need to average out our eyebrows, you and I, Asterios. Like, check this out. My eyebrows, they only go halfway. 
See? You but you look so nice. Look at you. <laughs> you look nice. I, I would oh, like to meet you in the middle in Eyebrowville. Oh, so nice. It doesn't like so you got the the quarter Chinese eyes and yes. the hairiness of a Greek. Like where like it seems like it went all or nothing for you as far as traits. I also have Portuguese cheekbones. Are I'm there Greek. bones under there? Yes, big ones. <laughs> I'm very big face bones. No, oh, I'm I have Greek cheeks too. Can't judge there. I'm Greek, Chinese, Portuguese, and West Indian. It's all fucked up. It, it was a, it was God's cruelest mistake. Like <laughs> you could have you could have been Pajit a coconut. I caught on that then. I'll take him. Look, look. I have arched eyebrows. The only bad guys have arched eyebrows. More <laughs> enigmatic people. And then if you're enigmatic, you might as well just, just 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 say ugly. Just say ugly. He was enigmatic, a striking figure. Okay, I get it over here. It's what is it? It's Doctor Spock and then the bad guy from Johnny Quest. That's the arched eyebrows. <laughs> I'm not into it. I don't want it. You get the wax. They come in sharper. It's I've done it. <laughs> How are you not always exhausted? Screaming. I am always exhausted. I'm sweating talking to you. <laughs> he is. Those of you who are audio only, he's got some pretty serious pit stains over it's here. It's happening. It's all happening. <laughs> uh. I can't get over the bad guy from Johnny Quest. <laughs> <That's hilarious>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that you've got that gallon of water. It, you, you, everything about what you've got going on right now, and everything I know about you, leads me to believe that you broke into someone someone's house and you're drinking out of your hobo jug right now, and <laughs> that somewhere there's a middle aged. I imagine yeah. there's a middle aged woman somewhere tied to a radiator, though, and it's her house. Uh, well, how do you know she's not into that? I mean, I didn't ask, but she could. Some girls like these things. <laughs> and when some girls say no, they're really wanting to push you to yes. And Asterios knows this. That's you true. have to have a say. Look, you have to have a safe word. That's what you got to do. Wait, what are your guys' safe words? Oh, my God. I need This to is know. funny, actually. Everybody has one, right? Yes. Okay, let's go through and say our safe words. Okay. All right. right. I guess I'll lead. Uh, does everybody have one first? I don't, yes, have, I don't have a safe word. No. I fuck like a man. There is no no, right? You do what you need to, woman. All right, Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh. <laughs> What's your but safe if word, all right? If, you're, if, you're tied, if she's tied down, or in Kyle's case, tied down and spinning from some chandelier of sorts, she needs a safe <laughs> word just in case. So uh, I, uh, I use kiwi. Because nobody will ever say that during sex. So you use what? Like ball gag. So, you know, there, there's no. <laughs> there's not what like a pattern faster? of taps that she can give you. Like, well, not, not with, a, not with her hands tied like that. No, there's a safe word. No, I've never employed a, uh, a safe word. Like if there's something that's a, that's a little painful or something or that somebody might not be into. No, usually works or stop. I don't like or that. Or it hurts. Or yeah. not no, no both stop, at the no same time. No, doesn't work because it just doesn't. Like you no, need a it, real it, word for it. It, it does work because if she says no, that's got to be that's got to mean no in this climate, in this current climate that we're in. 
No has to mean no. There can there, there can't be any more rape fantasies. That's that's over, ladies. You lo- you lost that. Yeah. <laughs> that happened early on in my relationship. Asterius, if you don't know, I've been married like 22, 25 years, something like that. But like early on, she would do this like playful no, no, no. And I'd stop. And, and she didn't want me to stop. But I was like, nah, that's not a game we play. No. You say yes, and we keep going. That's how we do this. It's like uh, on the new episode of It's Always Sunny, Dennis is doing this whole whole, whole thing, and he's showing screenshots from his cell phone that women have sent him. I am giving you my consent. That was wonderful sex. And, and, and everybody, and, and Dee's like, those women would never text something like that. And he's like, their phones did. <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> so you really don't have like just a regular safe word kyle like banana to like cut through the not like you need a word that doesn't go with sex so that it slices through you know like, i'm gonna be honest there's never been call for a safe word like like you know we're, we're doing things that we both enjoy I, I, i'm not into like beating women or anything like that and uh and so it's just never been an, an, an issue you know i, I it's rare well, it doesn't have to be for beating a woman well what would what, what in what scenario are you being given a safe word like if you're fucking her or something and she complains about it hurting or something and uh-huh. she uses a different word to tell you when it's actually you know stop give me a break or something yeah, like i think that, i'm you know? better at fucking than you i don't i i usually try not to like penetrate through the cervix you know i just, just sometimes I, that just I, happens but well, uh, no. you know, I, I think I think you have a are lot. Are you of, attacking uh, us for having sex that's so crazy that we need a word to shut it down? Is that how you're attacking us? I think that's you gotta get out. in. You gotta get. You it's gotta be high energy. You need Kyle, a code. Is, you need a password for this sex. <laughs> this is the first time. This is the first the time ever. Kyle is orgy. <laughs> orgy. Kyle, this is the first time you've ever been the most puritanical one of us, which is it's a fun little name and a little moment in history. It, it, it's just never come up, never been necessary. Like, like no works just fine. And, and I really I'm do mean that. I'm kind of with Taylor on this the I don't have, have a safe no. word, and I'm feeling so vanilla over here. I, I, I like, like, do I need vanilla, to... Vanilla, s- that'd be a fine safe word. <laughs> yeah, that's a great safe word, because you're not going to say that normally. Chocolate, you might say. Don't. Dude, don't use that. But vanilla, that's good. Yeah. Well, no. aren't, aren't I've just made vanilla. a decision. You've witnessed the making of a decision. That's my new safe word. Vanilla? Yeah. Well, I just no. need to tell her, <laughs> and then we need to do something <laughs> freaky. Asterios, what's yours? What's your safe word? Oh, my safe word is, I'm fine with this. Keep going. It's <laughs> a very confusing safe word. It's, look, it leads to, it's a safe you got to figure some stuff. It's not the easiest safe word, but we do, you know. You record that part on video when you're doing something awful, and she says, "I'm enjoying this. Keep going." Then you cut, and then, then you really. Yeah, start your safe cutting. word gives me mixed signals. If I heard that, that I don't know that I'd stop. <laughs> All right, babe. The safe word is, "Don't you dare stop fucking me." <laughs> See, there you go. That's good. I have that a question for Woody. Yeah. Woody, you like a fit woman? I've noticed that from flat these little... tummy. Everything else works. It's all you care about. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it could literally be just a poster board with a face on it, and, and that's your that's ideal for you. Flat tell, tummy's all that matters. Tell me more about this poster board. What if your wife, inexplicably, uh-huh. no medication, no excuse, no depression, nothing like that, gained 25, 30 pounds, and it did not sit on her well. We're talking about a beer belly scenario, mm. and it, it, it all went to her belly, 
and her face. Nowhere else. She didn't get like bigger anywhere that you might enjoy. You right. know, beer belly. Well, she looks like Jeb Bush's <laughs> wife. Yes, she looks like Jeb Bush's wife. I I need a visual on this. I'll get you. I'll, Kyle, you can keep asking. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab you one. Um, <laughs> go on. <laughs> what do I do about this? What do you do about this now? Now and 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 just to be clear, you've already gently mentioned it to her. You've been like, "Honey, um, you know, I think. What if we work out together? What if we go on a diet together? You know, you've done the the common things that men have to do in that scenario. The polite ways of getting mm-hmm. your wife tuned back in. You've you made it was a my go to actually. No, yeah. didn't work. Uh, the didn't step work. beyond that that you didn't mention was you know like some sort of appetite suppressant medication type thing like the size like, pills in her you're food. gonna control your wife's <laughs> weight with drugs and pills well you know well, you as a team a we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna over here <laughs> you know, if like, you didn't like it she'd say vanilla recorded right now right <clears throat> here's what you say let me help you out you go it doesn't matter how much weight she gains that's just more of her to love what are you doing? Oh no, that's not even step two. Step one <laughs> is the is the medication. Step two, roll her over, right? If all of this is in her face and her belly, then she must look fine from behind, right? Right? Uh-huh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Put pillows on the side to cover up to... the spillage of the belly. Yeah. It's not like she's gonna be on her stomach all day, every day, every time you see her. Like you're not gonna oh. if she has anything you're to like, say about like, it. Honey, turn around real quick. All right, we're good. <laughs> uh, like, like... Yeah, but you know, I, I suppose point, that's how I cut her loose. I you know, think I'm locked in at this point. That uh, when you walk into the kitchen and see her, you could like yell for Jackie, like as "Honey, there's a home invader in the house. There's a big fat woman in our kitchen. Jackie, Jackie, get down here. Honey, Rose, I bars downstairs. Oh, 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 hey, honey, hey, hey oh, oh, uh, we're being robbed by Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, <laughs> she's stealing all the food. That's yeah, awful. Then, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I I guess I just suck it up as step two. But step one and two are definitely some sort of group diet, medication. Yeah, that's you know. that's our only choice, men, is to do the group thing. And I think it's the polite thing in a relationship, period. I think that's what most women do in that scenario when they're their gentleman is 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 getting a little chunky. They hey, how about we join a gym together? How about we start kayaking or biking or swimming? You know, they they try to make it a group thing and then you know, join the team, as it were. Also, but, I, I would argue that in a marriage situation, you know, where you live together and you've been partners for a long time, that a lot of weight gain and loss happens as a couple anyway. Like, do you really see a lot of mismatches in their 40s? Or do you see two people who grew fluffy together? You know, like, I, I think that second scenario is more to common. To be fair, though, I'm, I'm describing a scenario where, like, she's fine right now. I saw her the other day. Trim and fit. Looking great. Uh-huh. But... Next week, she's put on 10 pounds. The week after that, 10 fucking more. Which means she had That's to... That's right. She oh, ran yeah. over a gypsy from the movie Thinner. And now every <laughs> week, she's gaining 10 pounds. Yep. How do you fix things with the gypsy? This is, a, this is a, someone that you know, someone in your universe, or a hypothetical? Well, this is a hypothetical. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's, who's, who's gained a bunch of inexplicable weight or anything like that. I don't, I don't, no, I've I mean, never seen... Wanna... You always want to do the couple's thing, I would think, no matter any situation, because it's like you always have a like a partner then, you know, like if you have an accountability buddy, as they would say on South Park, like yeah. even if it's like another dude that you go to the gym with, like it, it's always going to help. Yeah, for like, sure. Way easier to do it as a, as a team than on your own. Yep. yep. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Like, so just talk in there. I, I thought you were, well, I mean. You thought I'd just drop her like a hot potato. Okay, uh, let me ask another question that's probably extremely relevant. She can hear you right now, can't she? I don't think so. Just just give me a wink if you'd cut if you'd cut her loose right away. No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. He winked with both his I eyes. I winked nonstop that's, with both I, my I eyes. Okay. So that you would like accidentally wink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got busted for winking at some dude's wife last weekend. So if people don't know, I have like a mild Tourette's. And shit, like, like it's just, uh, uh, sometimes it's like a little facial tick or whatever, but more. Or a wink. Yeah. Most common, it's some sort of wink. And uh, they, did I just do it? Anyway, yeah. They, they, uh, I, I was at that SIV paragliding thing, and there was a couple there. And I guess, like, they pointed out the wink. And and I'm like, no, no, like, that wasn't a, that wasn't an intentional thing. They were really cool. You got along. busted for the wink? It, 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 oh, it's it's unavoidable. so bad when you're like. Well, I have mild Tourette's. And yeah. Like, oh, oh, I didn't honey, stop there. We're hot again. I, I, I said, you? you know, I have like a, a mild version of Tourette's. So in effect, you're abusing a disabled person. How do you feel about that? <laughs> this is what I actually Look, said. Does the Tourette's make you do the gun fingers as you wake? Yes. Now like, and then. Also the <laughs> <laughs> I need to add those. Pistol fingers. Sometimes I wink at people. Sometimes I pistol fingers. Occasionally I pull my cock out and leave it there. Like, these are all tips, people. When I walk around erect, it's not because I want to. When I poked into the back of you at Starbucks last week, it's not because I wanted to do it. It's a disease. Dude, <laughs> I have a video. What if they had been down? That would have been rather flattering for you, don't you think? Like, like what if you? That would have been hilarious if you'd given her the wink, and then she, they both come over and been like, hey. Uh, we couldn't both help you help but notice you uh giving Maud here the uh the fuck eye. And, it would have been uh, super flattering because that couple was out of my league. They were oh. yeah. They were young and athletic and the whole nine. Mm. Uh this is a video of a guy. And they're into paramotor. Uh, yeah, paragliding. Now, that might know, be the scenario where people. cut Jackie loose if we're being honest, right? <laughs> like if you had a paramotoring 25-year-old athletic lady. I mean, they made and she's gained the weight inexplicably. Now imagine this scenario. Mm, this is a perfect storm, right? Maybe uh, Jackie, you know, something happens to her. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, accidents happen. Well, not now. I ruined it. Jackie, would you uh, check to see the blades are tied under there? Yeah, just crawl under. <laughs> Hydraulics fail. That's why you don't crawl under farm equipment. The Dixie Chopper. The Dixie Chopper. All right, so I've got your uh, your video open, Woody. What any backstory needed for this? It, it appears that a young kid uh, played music on the subway, and these guys are going to straighten him out. Can we watch it together? Mm -hmm. So what we right, do we'll here, what it looks like. Asterios, is we queue up at zero. I'll say three, two, one, play, and we watch it in sync. You got it. Is everyone queued up? Yes. Three, three two, one, play. Right, it looks a little aggressive on the start. <laughs> there, the guy's like got him in a headlock on the red subway bench and he's leaning on him. Over music? Over music? But he was playing his music too loud. Yeah. I really hates techno. How do we feel about this? 
I um, encourage it. I, I wish I'd seen or heard you know, the music playing, right? Because to me, it matters what he was playing, the volume he was playing it at, and what device he was using, right? But I'm imagining a 1995 boom box that, that has 57 D cells in it, and he was like playing like some Moby or something, something really fucking obnoxious. And nah, in that I case, choose to believe that. I'm yeah. choosing that to case, believe a Bluetooth speaker. That's that's my own personal bias. That's what I think we got going on here. And uh, I think I'm a little more okay with violent responses to nonviolent offenses than most yeah, people. Uh, I remember I I've noticed that. I don't recall. Boy, we come together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall the topic, but I remember Taylor was like, "You never do this. That guy wasn't physical. You don't hit someone." I think it was based on like an uh, argument and words and stuff. And I was like, no, 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 I'm okay with that. I'm okay. You can't just say anything and know there'll never be a physical consequence. And all you have to do is That's not fair. care and you can just run forever. I disagree with that philosophy. I think that if you say enough, then you should take a, you know, a punch to the noggin or something. My friend, if you want to get that 30 grand back fast, start insulting this man. <laughs> get him to yeah, pop apparently, you one. Apparently he like has cop level escalation. It's just like I'm always looking to pre- I'm always looking to take things from the verbal to the physical. I'm always looking for that line. I, I just feel like it should be there, right? Like otherwise you could just say and do anything other than hit yeah. someone. It's almost the like a free of- country then. Ah! Well, I, I I don't the know. The threat of random violence should always be there. Oh wait, it already is all the time. Right, but like, oh what if God. someone gets up for you? What if they talk in your face and put your finger in there and insult your parents and your children and such? And and then what? You just always look the other way. At some point, should, you get yeah. to trans transfer from victim to winner, right? We should. And we should, this uh, guy, yeah. this guy in the thing. The, the other person was playing music on the subway. Clearly something you should get your ass for. And people are punishing him for winning, right? He's so much bigger and stronger than his opponent that now he's a bad guy. I disagree. I think Isn't you're allowed to one? win. You're allowed to be bigger and stronger than your opponent. There's no penalty. There's no five-minute majors. Nothing. You're bigger and stronger than some guy who's an asshole. Do it. That only applies when someone attacks you, though, Woody, physically. Like, like you, you can't be the one to escalate, it, it, ever. You can't be the one who takes, who goes, no, no, I, I like oh, contraire, my, my good friend Kyle. You can be the one to be the escalate. That way people know escalating has its, has its downsides. It has its risks. This is like the whole pussy pass denied thing is almost based on this. Like women who go too far. Well, but, but at some point, you are allowed to win. You are allowed to be bigger and stronger than the other guy. You, if someone plays music on a subway, they should know. They're taking their straight nose into their hands there. or you know, whatever Who's the penalty for is. Their straight nose yes. into their hand. I like that. <laughs> See, well, well, we can't have the complete you know, pussy reality of never confronting people, but we can't have the, the woody reality of beating people to death for minor infractions. We need to have a regulated response of non-physical rude behavior with physical ramifications. So, so let's, let's say if someone is playing their music so loud that people 30 feet away can hear on public transportation, you can give that person one open-handed slap. <laughs> I would even give him a warning. What if you say, hey, man, like, I, I can't even keep my thoughts straight. Your music is really loud for everyone here. And he says, fuck off, bearded person. Right? Yeah. You can't. Sir, from Article 7, subsection 2 of acceptable public violence, I will administer an open-handed slap to you if you don't turn off that goddamn dubstep. <laughs> And I like the goes, way you're you know thinking. What? Under the law, 
you're correct. Let me turn that down. I've been a rude person. I'm like, well, you're also obligated to apologize to everyone who's heard your music. And then they get up and they apologize, and then they sit back down, and it doesn't. Ha- and if they don't, they everyone on in that 30 foot radius gets an open handed slap. Nothing more than that. We can't let this devolve into violent anarchy. One slap. So what's the difference between? Uh, look, now obviously we have some very strong opinions here. Now. <laughs> Is there Very a strong any, and real opinion? Yes, yes, I'll read everything. Anything between, is there anything between uh, playing a music too loud and a two-on-one assault? Like, is there, like, <laughs> something in the middle? Yes, they, I don't they know. also deserve an open-handed slap for, yeah. for initiating an assault. Because they, they broke the law. They went okay. into a headlock when they were only allowed an open-handed slap. If four Are you people aware, attacked Woody? those two, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> Woody, did you follow? The, did you follow the whole Machine Gun Kelly Eminem thing at all? And in, in the, the in the fight that broke out, the uh, physical. I, no, not, not the physical. All. The last I so, heard, no. uh, okay, Eminem so of course was they better songs. Yeah, yeah, you know. It, it, then so Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> what? The guy who played the WrestleMania theme at WrestleMania 30. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> they not went back Machine and forth. Gun of course. Kelly. Then this fan of, I suppose, Eminem found Machine Gun Kelly somewhere to bar or something and with his cell phone rolling, went up and called him a pussy and basically started trying to, like, basically berated him, you know, call, just call him lots of names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's trying, of course, to bait Machine Gun Kelly into hitting him and then he's going to get sued civilly. So Machine Gun Kelly did the smart thing if you're a celebrity. Yeah. But you can't get punked. He had his boys beat the shit out of him. I like this the move. Yeah. You see, I like this the move. Beating the fuck up, like one eye swollen shut, his head's all <laughs> swollen, black and blue, and he wasn't a small guy. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was it was some real justice Wait, served. Eminem? Yes, Eminem. No, 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 no. I, I just oh, oh uh, okay. the guy played Eminem's song to Machine Gun Kelly, who had his henchmen beat him up, Thank and you, that brother. is brilliant. That is great. That is the way it should go because you can't just walk up to Machine Gun Kelly and dishonor him. No, the no. Machine Gun Kelly, a <laughs> no. guy I heard about a week ago. Yeah. Ten days. <laughs> Ten days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't just go up to him and disrespect him and diss him and, and act like he's your bitch because why? You think he can't hurt you because he has too much money? Because he's too successful? There are no penalties for being too successful. You're allowed to be successful. So have your henchmen take care of this. And uh, brilliant Machine Gun Kelly, I tip my, my fedora to you. You guys are talking about this guy like he's a poor innocent victim. His name is Machine Gun. <laughs> hey, so you, you're asking for trouble if you go out and you say your name is Machine Gun. And what did you say? He has henchmen? Yes. You guys don't have henchmen. That's a bad guy thing. <laughs> My God. And he just winked at me. He's so <laughs> <laughs> God, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Yeah, I like that too. I didn't catch the henchman comment. You didn't say posse. You said and he's sick, like he's the penguin. He sicked his henchman on him. <laughs> Why not just say goons? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Blackwater associates on I, I don't think you should be able to go up and punk people like that and just be like, aha, uh-huh, I can't touch me. You know, provided your feelings aren't easily hurt, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hire henchmen, clearly. I mean, I. It, it would be easier if everyone had a henchman, right? Just one person. Not if well, you're an actually, asshole. That would, be, that would be total chaos. It'd be like Pokemon, where you'd be like, henchman, defend me. And they'd be like, henchman, defend me. Like, use right hook. 
<laughs> oh no, I have a fire henchman and you have a water henchman. See, this is the best argument for importing refugees I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. Everyone okay. gets a henchman. <laughs> I got a question. Yeah. I got a question. Mm. Now, tell me if you uh, if someone walks up to you and says this, is it okay to fight them? What if they walk to you? What if they walk up to you and they go, "Hey, fuck you, pal." Yes. You, uh, clearly. You, you, clearly, you okay, should hit good. them. Go on. Yes, of course, but what if they actually did this? They said, hey, fuck, you pal? What if their son is a fuck and they want to know if you are friends with their son? Fuck! Because when you're a crazy person, like it sounds like the three of you might be, you might see everything as a reason to fight, which is why we don't escalate things. See, Woody is resisting the, the, the urge to punch his computer right now to try and get I it. I don't live in your computer! I don't! You hurt yeah, but you're probably not too far away. Woody could hop on his paramotor, zoot over there. Oh my god. So, I mean, we've got one moralizer here who doesn't think it's okay to open-hand slap people on buses because they're playing music too. Oh my god, he's a Bernie Sanders voter. If people leave their garbage in the middle of a food court and you notice it, and the trash can's so close, and they're walking away, leaving it there. Is it not appropriate to pick that up and throw it at the person who left it there? I would say yes. Here's a and you're also built making jobs for the Honduran who cleans up. Now, what if someone throws litter out of their car, and you're one of those people that puts the litter back in the car? Is that inappropriate? In favor. I saw that with a, a biker with a cigarette, right? Where like yeah. he. I've seen a couple examples of that. It up, yeah, it's back. a thing. I'm totally fine with that littering. Uh, we do not stand for li- you do deserve a slap if you litter i'll tell there you no what bug to listen to this in podcast. the 70s littering was way more common like if you were eating Much in your cool. car that was how you disposed of it you put it in the street <laughs> like the 70s it was like that i uh I, I did this like i was with a buddy of mine in high school mm-hmm. and or maybe it was like summer after the first year i don't remember but we were at his his parents house having a really big rager like a huge party and his parents were out of town ton of people there and the next morning as people are like trickling out he's like oh, i gotta get rid of all this evidence and i'm like just throw it in the garbage can like they're not gonna check the garbage like the dumpster and you're, you're fine he's like no no i got i so he put all these glass bottles in like uh just like one of those flex bags of hefty that can stuff an enormous amount of volume into it you can put a and dead body was, in those yeah bags. You, you could uh, 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 i testify one. And you, you put all of those, he put all these glass bottles in there, and he was driving out of there. I was in this, because he's like, hey, you want to go out with me? Like, I'll get us breakfast after we throw this away. And I was like, yeah, fucking sure. I'm hungry, hungover. And so I'm sitting in his passenger seat. His good buddy is sitting in the back seat, and he's driving. And his buddy has this big bag next to him full of glass bottles. And we're on a main road, a very <laughs> popular road. And... I'm like, so we're just going to go to, like, Taco Bell and throw these out? Like, I still think it's kind of dumb that you're doing this. And he's like, Adam, here's fine. (laughs) We're going 50 miles an hour down a popular road. There aren't, it's really early, so there aren't a ton of people behind us or anything. But this road gets really busy. And this guy pushes and shoves this whole bag of glass Bud Light and Budweiser bottles out of the window and it's loud enough because like it's going 50 miles an hour so it's tumbling it immediately tears open and there are the entire road is coated shattered glass and i'm like dude what the fuck what the the fuck are you doing are you we could have thrown it away at taco bell 
Like, well, why? He's like, I don't want anybody to know. And I'm like, now they're definitely going to know. <laughs> but there's 500 beer bottles there shattered in the middle of the road. Probably a couple receipts with your name on it, you <laughs> idiot. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? And, and then, like, probably 10 minutes later, he's like, yeah, Taylor, that was a bad idea. And I'm like, yes, yes, it was. And so uh, I don't think he ever got in trouble, but he did uh, He did do that. He didn't care for it. I would have given him an open-handed slap if he wasn't driving the vehicle. Real horrible human being. Let me, uh, let me slip in. An advertisement here. Tell everybody about Robinhood. This episode of PK is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, uh, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. And they make it so easy with their simple and intuitive, easy-to-digest app design. Now with, more, now with most other brokerages you could sign up with, you'd, um, you're going to ch- they're going to charge you up to $10 for every single trade. But the great thing about using Robinhood is that they don't charge any commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all of the profits. Whether you're a seasoned day trader or you haven't begun investing at all, you'll want to take advantage of this great offer right now because Robinhood is giving our listeners uh, free stock like uh, our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you begin building your portfolio. So go sign up at painkiller.com, uh, excuse me, painkiller.robinhood.com. That's painkiller.robinhood.com. There's a link down below. Uh, yeah. I believe Chiz personally uses Robinhood as, well as, uh, as one of his brokerages, and they're great because you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies on there now as well as stocks. All right. And uh, Casper Mattresses. This episode of PK is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. Their breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the shape of your body, and the Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Casper also offers a wide array of other products like pillows and sheets to ensure an overall better sleep experience, all designed, developed, and assembled in the USA. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So start sleeping better today and get $50 toward any, any uh, toward select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash PKA and using code PKA at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash PKA, promo code PKA at checkout for 50 bucks toward select mattresses. Links down below. Very cool. Check them out. I sleep on my Casper every mm-hmm. night. It's fantastic. It's where I do all my sleeping and most of my fucking. Mm, mm. Speaking of fucking, I, uh, I ran across this little article. Where is this going? <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, apparently, um, this uh, person is in a bit of trouble. Uh, cross-dre- this cro- the title reads, Crossdresser made sex tapes with, with 150 men after tricking them, posing as a bored housewife. Brian, uh, this 32-year-old guy named Brian from Florida, pled guilty to two counts of uh, interception of oral communication. I don't know what, I thought that was going somewhere else, but uh, he was arrested back in July for making unlawful recordings of sex acts for a porn site. Basically had this porn site called straightboys.net, which promised videos of gay men conning straight men into sex. Uh, the pictures on, of, online on Craigslist um, would show him in a wig, makeup, nails, uh, stockings and heels to trick these men. And if you scroll down, all these pictures are safe for work. Uh, it's just a person in lingerie. They're watching. Um, yeah. Um, not 
super convincing, but also yeah, not the fooled. worst you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. Do you see the boobs? You see those guns? Boys don't yeah, have I, that. I was thinking that he was gonna uh, be like tr- like tricking people who didn't know that he was a man, but no, they they knew that. No, no, it's he he tricked them by filming it. Like they knew that he was a crossdresser, right? Uh, like no. how could you not when his penis comes out? I think that he was blowing them. Mm. Ah, only blowing them. When the men asked for assurances that there were no cameras, he assured them that she's married to someone in the army and she would never photograph or video them, according to law enforcement document. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that the idea was that like you know she kept up the charade, the charade and. And, and and had sex of some kind with these men. Maybe we should go to the website. Weren't yeah, they still up? He would I'm not going pretend- to go to straightboys.net. And, <laughs> oh, uh, hey. Boys has a Z in it. Give me, yeah, give me the out there if you want to check a second. it out. He would then yeah. pretend to be a housewife married to someone in the Army as he lived near a Homestead Reserve Air Base. Men would arrive at his home where he would woo them before having sex with them blindfolded on hidden camera. So I promise there's no cameras. What is blindfold on? What does having sex with them mean in this context? Well, if he blindfolds them, he could get away with it, right? Like, like he could probably sit. He could probably put it in his butt and just pretend like, yeah, you know, we're having some anal sex here, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. But how could he hide his penis if they're having anal sex? Well, don't touch me there. I'm what on my period. What position are you Maybe in in this the, scenario? Oh. Uh, reverse cowgirl. They're sitting on the couch. Oh, yeah, that's, that would be the best yeah. one. I, I don't know about, I, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, I don't think you can tell the difference between a, uh, his, his butthole and a, and, a, and a young lady's butthole. Not with your penis. You know, I, I'm curious about the voice thing. Because his voice had to have given him away, right? Hi. I'm... See, if, some, if a woman came to me and did that exact <laughs> voice, Kyle, I'd go, no, 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 no. No, this is deception, ma'am. I would yeah. like to hear Asterios' female voice. Uh, oh, wait, what would my female voice be? It would be like, Hi, my name is Kyle <laughs> Lee. My name's Kyle Lee, <laughs> girl's name. No, I blow it. <laughs> so you, you just have that vocal fry, like a little I, bit California, I, like vocal I fry, a little bit quieter, plausible deniability. If you go, Oh, fresh, my name's the stereos, the girl version. Now it's 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 suspicious. Vocal fry, you can fry your way in there. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't have a cock. <laughs> exactly. Not Man, good. Seven eleven. I shave my shoulders just how you like it. That's Scroll fine, down. ma'am. This is a jack in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Roll down to the bottom and you get to see what this gentleman looks like without the whole get up. No, Not he, an attractive man. There's a few more no. pictures. Not an there's some. Man. There are some attractive pictures of this person. I, like, uh, I, I mean, I think we're all looking at different articles, <laughs> or at least I am. I have uh, 20 of them up right now, and I'm going to save them <laughs> for later. But, uh, I mean, the interesting thing here is, what is it? Uh, it uh, oh, where's the line? The line is 80. What? Where did it go? God damn it. Here we go. Uh, oh. Uh, she made 150 sex tapes. 80 of the men say they were unaware, which means that uh, 70 of them were totally cool with being blown on tape by a bored housewife, <laughs> which is, I mean, that's a trade-off, but if you're hard up, I don't know. I, are you in, te- your, in your current situation, you know, you're hard up, 
life's been been giving you a rough deal recently, and there's a nice gentleman who's willing to blow you if you just keep questions to a minimum. Do you let this gentleman come on over and, and service you? Just get Look, some pressure off. We've all been there. Look at this per look at this person. Yeah. Look at them. You uh -huh. tell me that look, this could be a woman. You don't know. It's got I a sepia filter on it. That's not reality. <laughs> plausible <laughs> deniability. What dimension was she in when she took that? Yeah, you just have your drunkenness. You need to put away your gallon of water and get your gallon of gin or whatever to get you ready for that. It's I'm telling you, when you're fucked up, the whole world looks like it's sepia toned. Everything's a flashback. <laughs> this guy has a crooked nose. If you look at the guy picture towards the bottom. Yeah. My theory is he played music on a Bluetooth speaker in a subway. Ah, and so That's he got his penalty. nose broken yeah. and had to turn to covertly blowing men for no profit <laughs> to get his life back on track. No profit? Oh, oh no, no, his straightboys.net. Oh, yeah, his website. Uh, you yeah. underestimate how popular that is amongst us. Uh, Did anybody go to straightboys.net? Uh, I didn't get anything. It, it looked like it was vacant. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm not, I'll take your word for it. Let me let me let me do a little perusing on the internet though. I'll see what I can find. He is vibing transvestite. Oh is shit! That a, is that a popular genre? Tricking straight men into having sex with a crossdresser? I don't know about that's pretty specific, but I think the idea of a straight guy going curved, whatever not straight is, for the first time is a kink. Is a popular kink. I would think that it'd be more. Oh, popular is this him? With, like a willingness to do it, right? Not a. Oh no! A oh, link it. Link it. it. It's. What do you got? Is it on straightboys.net? No, I'm. I'm just. I, I just googled like straightboys.net all split up so that I could get like. The reuploads. You know, if it were the reuploads, I. I'm not sure if this is him. It's. He's getting mouthfucked pretty extreme. Oh. And he's not dressed up. I'm trying to find one where he's dressed up. And oh, it's, so it's just him. Yeah, I think that's him. Doesn't even have his wig on? No, he just looks like a dude. But the guy's blindfolded, so at that point, just cool things, cool your head off. The guy looks like he's wearing swimming goggles. Yes, they were. They were also. They would sometimes wear blindfolds, and sometimes they wear. They would. They would wear blackout goggles. And why haven't oh, you Facebook shared this link yet? Up. Why haven't because you shared it? Porn. Oh I, no! <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you, you know? Porn. <laughs> we don't look at porn all the time on this show and mock it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's also gay porn, and, and it's it's pretty graphic. Well, I mean, we're not going to show gay graphic porn, but we can, you know, well, goof on the... this situation. Oh, this my. is. I wonder how close. I wonder if there's nothing. How many people figured it page. out? Like because Kyle, let's say you're hard up for a blowy, you show up and this this uh, cross dresser is there, you notice immediately that it's a man, but you think, if I don't really acknowledge that in my brain, it's not real. Like there had to be quite a few guys who knew what was going on. He's fucking this one in the ass. I think this guy knew exactly what was going on. There's is his like uh, is his penis visible? Um, he's dressed as a man. I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to find where he's actually dressed as a woman because so. Oh, you're just looking up gay sex. <laughs> like, we're, we're looking for for this. It's uh, this, this guy. <laughs> it's him. It's him. But he, I, I've seen like like so far. I've seen him blow like literally, literally twenty men. <laughs> you, you, 
Don't but say he's not what's funny is Kyle's abandoned the show and just started watching gay porn. He's not sharing links. <laughs> he's not talking about. He's like, okay, hold on, I'll boys. Start, I mean, I can start linking it. <laughs> God, to th- this one, he's just dressed like there a man he... in his work jeans, blowing someone. And I tell you what, five, six more minutes of this, and I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. I think that's what you wanted. Oh, okay, I... yeah. So they're wearing goggles. I get blackout goggles. Now I understand the concept. And like Kyle said, oh wait, is that the same dude? I think. Yeah, look at the nose. It, when you get to like See, the thing is the rest of his face is shaped so much differently when he's got a cock in his mouth that Oh, don't don't pinch his nipples. That that's really gay. Uh, yeah, we're on the same video. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys all just watching gay sex? Yeah, well, it's not yeah. every week we do this. Just look for a flimsy pretense to watch gay sex. <laughs> well, but that it's not always. Doing with our Thursday <laughs> night. <laughs> See, but serious, it's not. It's I, not I, always my... gay sex. Oh. Sometimes we watch people into scat or people mm-hmm. into pissing oh, on each yes. other. People who fuck animals. Like, yeah. This is actually pretty tame. <laughs> We've done so many <laughs> midgets, it's become cliche at this point on the show. Yeah. We made a genocide list of people we wish weren't around anymore. Like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about circumcision. Uh, we did. Right back around on that. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, where, where do you come down on circumcision, Asterios? Um... I don't want it to happen again. I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> One and done. Yeah. Huh. Um, so Melvin Gillard, we know Melvin Gillard, fan of the show, victim of Joe Lozon, uh, MMA fighter. Apparently, he beat his girlfriend. He was- oh, God. It's a shock. Black guy that well, was she playing her music loudly in public? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there could be two sides to this story. Um, yeah, I called it black guy with the blonde hair. Yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, yeah. He let me um, share the article a bit. For people who don't know him, this is what he looks like. And uh, he was a good MMA fighter. Actually, he was one fight away from a cha- from a title shot until until he ran into Joe Lozon, and then that all got sidetracked. But uh, two separate offenses. I'm not. I have to read up again. It's been a while. There's since a video I- here. Oh, yeah, that was a different one. So one wasn't his girlfriend. Do you want to watch the video together? It's pretty horrible quality, if I'm being honest. You can't tell who's who. Well, there's an error on mine that says where he is shortly before it happens. Right. So they're they're seeing it on my screen. And, uh, yeah, he just just one punches a guy. Two guys. Two punches, two knockouts. Makes sense. He is a trained killer. Yeah. Oh, and now a girl is attacking him. Oh, big big mistake. I, I hate that move. I hate that move. He just knocked out two men. And she's like, well, I will come here invulnerably because I'm a girl. And I wish he'd uh, leg kick her. This guy's a fucking cunt. He's a trained fighter, and he just sucker punched two people. Not a fan of that, Taylor? Of, you, of being a trained fighter right and sucker Woody's punching wheelhouse. someone? This guy's a fucking cunt. But to be fair, Woody... He, they might have had loud music playing, so I will not pass judgment. <laughs> but I also think, like, maybe not an open-handed slap, but if people have their hair dyed that ridiculous yellow color, they deserve, like, you can, like, thump them with your middle finger in the forehead once, just <laughs> as, like, a social thing. Just, like, get it together. I, I will say, like, these are real sucker punches. That guy yeah. had no, the, I'm, I just watched the first guy get knocked out. He had no idea that was coming. The second one, yeah, the second one, put his hands up to defend himself, but didn't really know what he was doing there way out here. So he just threw a hook and 
just took him out too. That's when you have to like put your hand on him and be like, get away! Get away! Shoot him up! Shoot him up! Yeah, you're in my neighborhood now, pal. Yeah, <laughs> that's clearly two fingers. Ah, I call it my two finger uh, fucking. Uh, Run! So the, <laughs> the first girl he beat up, um, so he was cheating on his wife, and he and Uh-oh. his girlfriend had an argument about when he was going to leave his wife to be with the girlfriend. And uh, I think the answer to that is always never. They're just lying to their side chicks, typically. And um, uh, so they got into a fight, and shockingly, he won. He won. Yeah. Hey, hey. You don't, you don't fault him for winning a fight, okay? This is what I'm saying, right? Uh, did she I mean, hit she first? knew going into that that he's a 155-pound fucking killer, right? You know, mm-hmm, probably, mm-hmm. probably top 20 in the world at what he does at his size. You better, you better be careful what you say to this man. So they began arguing, and here's where she went wrong. She raised her volume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't do that and expect. I don't like that. Expect him not to grab her around the neck with one arm, put it under her chin, and cut off her breathing, and then shake her from side to side and strangle her. I didn't Obviously. know it was because he wanted to keep his woman quiet. So I'm, <laughs> I'm really reevaluating, you know, because we've all wanted to shut him up. Yeah. Right? Who hasn't wanted to shut up a, a loud woman before? If he had just gone with an open handed slap, I think I might be on his team. Maybe I, she was spreading lies about him. Or truths. Either maybe way. Maybe she sued him for $20 million for writing a, a cuck-themed Christmas uh, album. She asked him when he was going to leave his wife, so he did the natural thing. He grabbed her by the neck and lifted her off her feet and strangled her and shook her around. I think there should I've be I've seen Woody do that to a person for far less. Mm-hmm. For cross-eyed free. looks. Now that guy was cross-eyed. Who knew? I've done worse okay. to get a parking space. You mess so. around with pets and animals. You mess so around pets, pets and animals. You're getting guillotined. You're coming <laughs> off the ground, buddy. You Do know, you guys think there should be harsher punishments legally for like trained fighters who do this kind of shit in public as no. compared to like a normal no. person? No, no I'm not I taking a stance on it. No. I'm just curious. What I, I, I'm curious. I, I think I, I think an assault is an assault. Just like, uh, like for the same reason, I don't like like hate crime legislation. Mm-hmm. It, it, all crimes are hate crimes, and and I I feel like. If this guy's gonna beat you up, he shouldn't be punished because he's good at it, right? You know, where do we draw the line? Like, like, I'm not afraid of a fucking blue belt in karate. I'm gonna laugh at that, right? Like, uh-huh. like, like, oh, oh that, that's 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 some bullshit. That's first of all, it's a, kind of a bullshit martial art unless you're doing like point karate or something and fighting at tournaments. Like, 99% of the people who Howard Stern is some kind of a brown belt in fucking karate. You took it for years and years. Are you worried about Howard Stern's karate skills? No, of course not. He's not gonna fucking roundhouse kick you or anything. No, I I don't want to hear it. So where does the where do you start classifying these people as martial artists or trained fighters or whatever? Like like maybe you could say he makes if if someone's a professional he literally makes his living in the ring. Yeah, that's what I mean. Here's where mine is. I I don't think it's that he's a professional fighter, but I do think that different aggressions could have different penalties, right? So if for example a guy shoves you in the chest, that should be. Some sort of misdemeanor, nothing, right? If he open hand slaps you, then then we ratchet it up a bit. If he flat out knocks you out with one punch, like Gillard, Gil, yeah, Gillard, I'm saying it right, does, then that's a higher punishment still. So it's not that they're pro fighters; it's just how effective they were in the assault. Okay. Well, I mean, you guys I guess- have some really ghoulish topics on this show. <laughs> I just want to bring that up. 
You're like, first up first, two people attack a stranger on the train. <laughs> Next, someone tricks 150 people into having secretly videotaped sex. And now watch this. Another person got hurt. Let's dissect it. <laughs> what are you guys going to talk about next? Female genital mutilation? Like, that was last week. That was last week. We had strong opinions on female genital mutilation. Most of us are against it. Oh, my God. Jesus I'm, I'm for a very Who the hell specific... picked the story? The fucking Crypt Keeper? What are you doing? Dude, I can't believe I you weren't here I am for a very week. specific kind of female genital mutilation. Oh, <laughs> Now I gotta hear hot takes on this. <laughs> well, first of other, all, three other cis dude. Oh no! First of all, if the labia are too big, oh, you gotta get out God, the shears. Take, all right? I'm, I'm taking a break from what this. Was... Oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> too much. Oh, she... What? Just tell me what he's. Tell me what he's done. I really thought you'd roll with these punches, Asterios. Oh, you got a deep. <laughs> You gotta de-hood the clit, Spirit. Ah! <laughs> Why? That's sensitive. What's your problem? Because it seems like it'd be easier to bring her to orgasm if the hood yeah. wasn't there, right? Yeah. Right? It would take less talent. Pod. What you gotta do now with the, the two hands and the spreading and the... Right? That, that, there's a lot of technique. Right? I don't think I picked this up until I was in my 30s. Back me up, Asterios. Make one compelling argument against female oh. genital <laughs> Oh my! I, I defy you. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! I laid out a lot of strong points about how he likes the pussy to look. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you missed last week because last week we literally looked at pictures of rapists and molesters, and just by the picture, their age and name, we guessed and played a game of what they did, and we got it right. One time, I literally said, "This guy diddled a five-year-old girl." Same here. Diddled a five-year-old girl. The, the just crime. The, the description of the crime used the word diddle. Diddling. <laughs> I nailed well, how windowless was the this band we were talking about? How many? How windowless? Because <laughs> it's like, was it so windowless there wasn't even a windshield? Just like a bo like a metal box on wheels? Like when uh, like when Frank tints the inside of the windows and it's always <laughs> sunny. But he's like, I don't want anybody to see inside. We can't see outside, Frank. You know, he's just doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can never not watch this, those scenes with Danny DeVito and not crack up. Like he's so <laughs> good. He's so he's, good. This, this season has been absolute dog shit. But the most recent episode, oh, which is about is... sexual harassment, is fucking great. It goes right up there. It's like a top, I don't know, twenty-five, thirty of all-time episodes. It really is good. It's got Mac grabbing D by the pussy and like lifting her feet off the ground. Uh, for, like uh, Frank is is worried because the statute of limitations apparently is there are states talking about removing it for certain kinds of sexual assault. And he, at first, he's like, "Oh, I'm fine. They don't have anything on me past '92." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Actually, Frank, they're talking about removing that statute of limitations." Oh, I gotta call my lawyer. And he's, <laughs> he's like, he's like sweating it out. He, he's like, "No, no, just just look up the abortion records. You'll find her." <laughs> no, she wasn't Chinese. You know, I don't go Asian. Well, maybe Ty. I don't know. Oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah, definitely her. I got her good. <laughs> it's all this fucked up shit. It's great. It's it's all it's all about sexual harassment, uh, and each each of them get like put in their place. And uh, and Dennis is fucking diabolically scary. You know, he's 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 like, well, that's what he when he's talking about their phones sent the consent consent. You know, maybe yeah. they did. Their phones did. Yeah. yeah. 
Very I need to watch episode. that episode. I haven't watched any of this season yet. I've garbage. It's fucking been garbage so I've far. I've heard that, and it's really disappointing. The same way that South Park has kind of gotten a little shitty the last couple of years. Like, oh. but it's different because South Park they got shittier because they started doing a whole season story arc when South Park used to do one-off hilarious shit, and that's better. That's what South Park needs to be doing. I don't fucking want to follow PC Principal around because he's not funny for more than four minutes. I'm sorry. He's not. He's a one-note character. I don't want to watch that guy all season. Like, make it yeah. funnier. Like, Sonny, I haven't watched any of this season, but they are getting to that point in the show where it's inevitably going to get shittier. You know? No, no. Like, like, it's almost like they're trying to make it bad. The first episode was awful. The second episode was just, eh, it, it wasn't good. The third episode is literally the worst episode they've ever made. What's the topic like, on that they redo the gang, like, tries to outdrink Boggs on the airplane, but it's just the women. It's just Dee and Artemis and the waitress and Mac's mom on Why an airplane. Why would they do that? There's not even drinking. most of the characters. I want to I pitch this thought and tell me if it's possible. Because I, I feel like this is true with a lot of other shows. We say this show lost it. This show's not good anymore. But the truth is, the show's as good as it ever was. But oh, unless no. they keep doing better every year, we now see it as a loss. No, they they hired five five lady writers, and uh, oh, they did that. Yeah. That always ruins shows. Why would they do that? It's I, I'm telling you, Woody. Like 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 mm -hmm. I'm I'm not imagining this. Like I can go back to like a lot of fans don't like the gang cracks the Liberty Bell, right? They do this flashback to the 1700s where the gang is funny. It's all I like that one, right? Okay. Like like I enjoy it. This and you bring that up where, to say you're open for different ideas, right? Oh yeah, yeah totally. They can break the mold. I like the one where it's just Frank having amnesia and it, a lot of it is like first person view from his mm -hmm. eyes and he's staggering around town. And I it like doesn't the really one where they did me. the Black Wizard of Oz thing. I forget the name of that. but I didn't love that one, but it's it's still better than, than the first three episodes they did this year. I'm telling you, they were it's the garbage. Okay. They were See, it, real any, bad. The fourth one's good show, though. The most recent one is excellent. Very good. Like it seems like the weather vein of a show dying is when you see things like Oh, this year we're gonna make our writing staff. We're gonna hire seven women on our writing staff, and it's like, oh, so, so you're just gonna shoehorn people in then, right? Like you're, so you're going away from the creators of the show writing it, like, right? Like that, that's how it always goes when they introduce new writers for the fuck of it, and they obviously don't maintain the show the same way. Well, are we sure that the problem is that they hired women writers and not that it's uh? Doesn't have to be women, four. just new writers. Well, I mean, but you guys—that's where but, I am. But, but listen, what I, I think it's the what women. What I'd say is, uh, it's season fourteen of this show. Like they're now all like multi-millionaires. Like it's also possible. Like, well, their hearts might not be in it. I mean, a female comedy writer wrote the wrote the album that got me sued. So I know they cost <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> that's true. That's irrefutable. The, the the argument I bring up all the time is how I met your mother. I liked How I Met Your Mother all the way to the last season. But a lot of people feel like that show fell off. And I think the truth is the show stayed good. But unless it just keeps getting, keeps getting better every year, people think it got worse. Yeah, there, there were like exam? 13 seasons of How mm -hmm. I Met... They, I mean, like the Drew Carey show, it's, it's like if you look at the last episode, like it's pretty good. But there were like 11 seasons. It's like it's so... I think the only show that went long and didn't get bad is King of the Hill. I mean, look at The Simpsons. It's like the first seven seasons are the greatest thing ever. Actually, I mean, seasons three, four, five, and six are amazing, and then you watch it now, and you feel like you're going to die. Seven and like, eight are pretty uh, good. They have good episodes in them, mm -hmm. but, like, they're not, like, it's five and six. Like, like there five are some is seasons, the prime. 
Yeah, where like every episode is good. Like mm. even Marge's fear of flying like is a really good episode. Isn't Dina that Hill episode of uh, um, uh, Cape, isn't the Cape Fear episode in season five? Ooh, where, yeah, like they're nice. they're floating down and like the scene that like will be in, in, you know imprinted on my memory forever is when Bart's trying to go to sleep and Homer bursts in with a knife and he's like, <sighs> Bart, would you like a brownie before you go to bed? You know, he's just running <laughs> over there with a knife. He's like, "Geez, Homer!" Like, oh, that was <laughs> that's such a. The Simpsons, and like, comes back Simpsons the has been the Simpsons has been so so bad for so long Yo. that people have forgotten how good that show was. Like, it used to be incredible. It was hilarious. It's been bad like five times as long as it's been good. <laughs> but wait, I would you know argue I mean? people the show's forgot. Older than I am, by people forgot how much it sucked. Like in the very beginning, when Homer was like ultra mean, oh, yeah. not loving dad. Season and one stuff, is bad. Season yeah. one, I, I forget when Homer's character really turned. But he was initially like not much of a character. He was, certainly wasn't the center of it. It was all about Bart, and he just choked him, and he didn't have many lines, and and you know it got better. The Simpsons. I liked the choking. The choking was the punchline. Choking um, is good. <laughs> That's why I have a safe word. I was going to make I that same joke. The season of South Park. Have, have any of you seen the teaser for the new season It's uh, of South no. Park? They just show a scene. I We could watch it. It's like 30 seconds. Yeah, I'd love to. I, I don't know what the plot is this season. Man, I hope they go back to one-offs. I don't think they will, but I hope they do. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's literally 38 seconds here. Filled with music or not? No, no music. Awesome. Sorry, I'm slow to queue up. All right, I'm ready when everybody else is. Good to go. Three, three, two, one, play. Stanley, well, do you want to tell your father about what happened at school today? Um, oh, oh, I flunked my math quiz. No, the other thing! What other thing? What happened at school today? Oh, the school shooting? Yes, the school shooting! Oh, yeah, some kid shot up the school. Oh, yeah, some kid shot up the school. shot up the school? Was it you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you get shot? No. Oh. Well, what's this about failing a math quiz? <laughs> wow! <laughs> That'll be fun. That's hilarious. I, I have high hopes. I, I, I agree with Taylor completely that they need, it needs to be episodic storylines that are just one-off, and, and, and it, it sort of allows them to be free to go really kooky and crazy. And then if Donald Trump gets elected president, it doesn't ruin a whole fucking season of the show, which is what happened. At least one season. Now, like, fucking Mr. Garrett's off, or Mr. Garrison's off, like, in the White House with a with a blonde wig on, he's. I need him in that classroom, putting shit yeah. up Mr. Slave's asshole and being inappropriate with the kids. I got like I got tired of Mr. Garrison as the president, after like one episode of it. One episode. Like it's like okay, well that was funny. Now it's not like now put him back being the pervy gay teacher with Mr. Slave, in in the fourth grade classroom. Like that. yeah, why would you not do that? It, I I don't know. Sometimes I think that that old stuff would. It's been right. Remember when he had that weird motorcycle and you you powered it by sticking the dildo up your ass yeah, to yeah, drive yeah. it, and, and then <laughs> and then in the end you found out like you didn't have to do that. Like it, 
I don't know. <laughs> yes. He's like, so he's like, what was it? Like, he's got it. You, like, people, the whole show are like getting into their orb, like, <laughs> like trying to put it in their ass. And he's like, and you control the front part with your mouth on this piece and your hands over here going like this. And they're like, Yo, uh, could we do this without having it in our ass? And he's like, well, I suppose. Like, <laughs> I suppose we'd have a wheel if someone wanted. Like, <laughs> it was great. Oh, they, that, that, like, all the best episodes of South Park are one off. Like, go back to season, I think it was five again. Maybe five is the magic number for these cartoon shows. That was when Scott Tennerman Must Die came out. Oh, that's my that favorite episode, episode of all time. He feeds fucking uh, Scott Tennerman's parents to him as Chili. And then, uh, who is it? Radiohead shows up, and it's really Radiohead. And they're like, We heard there was a cool guy here. Looks like it's just a crybaby. Oh, mm-hmm. look at the crybaby crying. Like, it was, <laughs> and they're just ripping. Like, it was. It was so means and they they like even referenced that when they did the crossover episode with the simpsons like making fun of how the simpsons aren't like we're so milk toast yeah. where bart's like yeah well one time i cut the head off a statue it's like oh really that's cool one time one time this kid pissed me off so i killed his parents cut him up and fed him to him and chili <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh shit yeah all right dude you handle this one yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's a dark fucking show. That is my favorite episode of all time. Scott Tenorman must die. It's excellent. Scott, you know, they're, they're fucking sell. Cartman's buying pubic hair. There's a couple of murders. It's there's cannibalism. It's 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 the, it's an amazing revenge. And then everybody's like, Jesus, Cartman's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe we shouldn't fuck with him anymore. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. fuck with Cartman anymore. Yeah. Like he, he tried to tra- train a pony to bite penises. <laughs> <laughs> has there has there ever been an example of a show that late got better? Like, is there any example out there ever of a show that got better laid on? Because I can't think of a one. Seinfeld was strong all the way through, if you ask me. Now, I didn't like the season finale, of course, but... It got but early it because the other actors were trying to get paid, right? Yeah, that's what happened. They they really? wanted... Yeah, if I understand the story right, Jason Alexander and Julie Louis-Dreyfus, maybe? Um, they They... We're like, hey, we want to get some of the residuals on this. We want to get paid. And Seinfeld was like, nope, fuck off. And they're like, well, you know, we're going to do this, et cetera. And uh, so they got paid like a million bucks an episode, but got no ownership. And then that was the last year and they cut it. So that, I think that's how that went I did down. not know that. Yeah. I think it was I, Jerry's decision. I know that. Um, right. I mean, but like, like based on the idea Larry. that, you know, once other people started making money, you know, better yet, like once it... It was less profitable for him. He's like, fuck it, I'm out. You know, I am I'm glad gonna... that Seinfeld stopped when it did because it never had a downturn. Like, people get a little pissy about the series finale, but even parts of that were hilarious. Okay. Yeah. When, uh, when John Panette, God rest his soul, is out there, you know, being the fat guy and they're all just making fun of him, that's hilarious. When Babu is the prime witness called to the stand, he's like, you're a very bad man, Jerry. Very bad. And he does this big finger wag. Like, even that episode was good. I, I don't know if it was the money though, Woody, because like NBC were literally offering Jerry one hundred million dollars to do one more season. Oh, I just read about it last week. So I was going off of that. Yeah, I, I don't know. They, they, it was the number one show on television. They were killing it. Like there was plenty of money to go around. It would seem, you think? And like, like they, I think they were offering Jerry a hundred million, not for the show. I think Jerry was a hundred million to do one more, one more fucking season, which is insane. Must be fucking nice. To, for a hundred million, not to be enough incentive. Guy's a billionaire now, right? I think he's got like I, I think I think he, he, he like and Larry David are the ones who get the uh, yeah. 
who get the uh, syndication money. So yeah. they're just always making money. Hulu just, paid something big, and and if I recall, he hit nine hundred million, which let's call it nine hundred. And the DVDs million. as well, like 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 it those probably box just sets. keeps going up. I imagine he makes money faster than he spends it. For sure, yeah. for sure. He doesn't seem, and he's working still. Like you know, he's he's still fucking. I think he I think he did a a, a special for um for Netflix. Or he's got one coming fun, out or something. Though. Like that's the best part. Like we, well, his people, they like to put it away. You did a. <laughs> did you ever do stand up stereos? Stay or did, quiet was that there. Not your, <laughs> we're, Stereos, we, your uh, mic. We, we, we lost be, your lost your audio. audio. Maybe you muted. Oh, duh, sorry. Uh, where is my guy? There we go. Uh, yeah, I like stand up a lot. I prefer podcasts, though. I prefer. Or no, did like, you? You did stand up. Oh yeah, for years. Okay. Uh, but uh, I prefer just like talking and bullshitting. Uh, it's a lot more fun and I think more engaging. But um, but yeah, Seinfeld was amazing. I heard that they offered like everyone from Seinfeld five million dollars an episode to do one more season, like all of them. And and I guess Jerry's the one that didn't want to do it. But I mean, that's how much they wanted to hang on to this show. What like it was such a, and it's still making money today. In syndic- it's yeah. like still on in syndication. And there's episodes that are like 25 years old of Seinfeld that they're still on. The, some people yeah. were really upset. Like, who's George Costanza's dad? What's that actor's name? Uh, Jerry uh, Stiller. Yep. Yeah, thank you, Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller was super upset because his role in the show was growing, right? People, he was getting popular. Yeah. He was becoming a, a. He was hilarious. He was hilarious. He was doing great, and then Seinfeld's like, "Fuck it, I'm out." And he's like, "No, no, like this was the, the this is the peak of my career. This is my chance. This is like I could have financial security for life if you just do one more season. That would mean everything to Jerry Stiller." And he, you know, Seinfeld's like, "Nope, fuck it, I'm done." Yeah, because I was pretty late when they did the uh, <laughs> Serenity Now yeah. episode. And I like it when actors hilarious. and actresses really value, like um, Tina Fey, right? She had a show, and 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, a big part of her like sense of responsibility involved employing all those people. This is a business that will go under, right? Like every show does. And she took that as a, a big part of her responsibility. Parks and Rec 2 with Amy Poehler. Kyle, you, you, you know, the king, the king of that, what you just said about the, the person running the show or the, or the, you know, the, the character or whatever, who's the crux of the show, continuing on to support their, uh, their underlings is Howard Stern. It's Howard Stern. He, um, there was a few years ago where um, Sal Governale, who's a contributor on the show, showed up late to work. And it just happened to be that it was the day when, when uh, Stern was going to let everybody know what was going on with the new contract negotiations. Like the, so Sal comes in, and they tell him that that's it. They're done. Show's over. Show's ending like tomorrow. He starts crying, talking about how am I going to pay for my kid's college? How am I going to support my boys? What about my boys? Oh. <laughs> and like they let him cry for all. but 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 he knows and he mentions it occasionally that like i guess i'm just gonna keep doing this forever so these knuckleheads have a fucking job right because they're unemployable (laughs) like so many of them so many of them are fucking unemployable at this point because i've had them fucking using their cocks to finger paint each other's faces and like pissing on people in public and, you know, my guy who might have had some journalistic credentials, I send him off to, like, badger celebrities so nobody will ever work with him again, you know? He's kind of ruined everybody else's career 
And, you, you know, guys like Gary Delabate and, uh, and John Hyen, they'll go on and do, like, their own podcast, their own radio show on Sirius, I'm sure. But, like, the lower-end guys like Sal Governale and, and, and Richard and, and some of those guys, like Ronnie Munt, like, like, like they, they got nowhere to go. They got nowhere to go. Yeah, Gary Delabate in particular, you know, he books guests and runs a show. And, like, he's – Howard acts like he's completely incompetent, but he doesn't seem to be to me. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't have any credentials uh, coming into the job. They, it's funny to like listen to the, the clips from like I don't know, twenty five years ago or something when Gary calls in for the first time. Like all of his employees are like call in people. <laughs> Sal is like that. He was Sal the stockbroker who would call in and be kind of funny on the phone. And now he's sort of essential to the show. He's he's in the back doing prank phone calls, or he'll come in and contribute and tell stories and. You know, they they did this this gag once where they all to where he took a uh, DNA test, and his he he kept getting he's Italian but he looks Arabic, and he and he doesn't like that especially in like the post 9-11 era, mm-hmm. and so like like he he's like yeah I went to this Indian place to get coffee and they're like it is on us my friend, <laughs> and he's like why why is it on you and he's like you're you're Indian no he's like no I'm Italian I'll pay you know, <laughs> oh my god he's like it and so. They get his DNA results back. They didn't even do the fucking DNA test. They didn't do Excellent. it. They lie to him and tell him he's 28% fucking Arabic and ah. not a crop of Italian. And he's having a meltdown because he's an Arab now. They're like, what are you going to tell your wife, dude? What are you going to tell your wife? Your children. Think of Your children aren't Italian. They're your Arab. children are Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> what will you do? You know? <laughs> he's so racist. That's hilarious. He's- He's the one where they had this chick called Miss Howard Stern, who's really just like, I, and I don't, I don't, I don't use this term misogynistically or lightly, a dumb whore. Uh, this this blonde chick who is literally functionally retarded. Like like I'm telling you, look up Miss Howard Stern, listen to her talk for two minutes. You know, listeners out there, tell me, she's all there. She ain't. She's retarded. Now wait wait hold on. This this dumb whore. Which, I'll clarify, I do use misogynistically. <laughs> uh, she is an actual uh, impaired person, or not, like, or just so dumb that it's like, oh, what a ditz. Or I was on the actu- other side. Is she actually a whore? Yes, both of those things. Uh, I would, it, like, like they, they, um, first of all, she's definitely a whore, and I'll get to the whoriness in a moment. She was a stripper who, who and, 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 you know, she's sort of like a sugar baby type situation. She fucks lots of guys, and she gets wasted and fucks guys and stuff, and, um, but she's dumb as a bag of rocks. She was homeschooled by like her grandma down here in Georgia. So it's like three strikes, right? She's fucking home homeschooled blonde Georgia. No chance, right? I was homeschooled for two years. That's a little inside joke for me. As it kind of <laughs> and so, inside joke for me. She, she, like, like, they were asking. I'll watch like, this back and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know like simple stuff, like basic mathematics, like. Like 13 times 3 is, or like 14 minus 4 is, like, 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 like really simple mm. stuff, like, like, like really a moron. Well, anyway, long story short, she's been Miss Howard Stern for years. They just never did another contest. And mm. they just, because she's so ridiculous, they just keep bringing her in. <laughs> and over the years, she gets older and older. And she started at like 20, and now she's like 27 or something. And it's Worn not that she out. Aged. Yeah, but she parties hard, so she really did age a little. But she gets she women gets do go crazy. rotten at twenty six. That's known. That's true. Fact. Uh, inside and out, and so she starts getting all this plastic surgery, and it's bad plastic surgery, like huge tits and big crazy lips and stuff like that. Well, long story short, she gets wasted, 
and she gets knocked up. Well, the gentleman who knocked her up was an African-American. Well, Sal Governale on the, they have a wrap-up show, which is kind of like our PKN. Uh, he, he's like, well, that's what you get when, you, when, you're, when you're running around getting wasted and being slutty. You end up with a black baby. And they're like, whoa, oh, shit, that's the most racist thing you've ever said. And he's like, what? That's not racist. I'm just saying, you know, you get drunk and you're slutty and it was a black baby. He literally didn't see why it was racist. So it was a Did joke. he go into a thing where he's like, well, is she a whore? <laughs> yes. Yes. Is she an idiot? Then I present to you the evidence of a black child. Like, did he go into it that way? <laughs> yeah. So, like, so as a joke, Howard has an actress, a comedian, a female comedian, pretend like she's serious XM HR. And she calls Sal, and she's like, the higher-ups are talking about, that get, you know, they want you off the show. So Howard's trying to step in, but he doesn't have a lot of power here. We need a recorded apology, an audio apology from you for this. And so he starts doing take after take of this audio apology, where it's like half apology and half still sticking to his gun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, uh, I didn't want to offend anyone. You know, I apologize for noticing patterns. And, uh, also, Jesus. I apologize. But, yeah. I was just saying that you know when you when you get inebriated and you know you're you you are not making the best decisions. You, you you fuck a black guy, you know, and that's what happens, you know. <laughs> and they're just like, no, this is worse. You're making it worse. <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was great. They they, they do some really fun. That is pranks. good radio. On the staff there, it's it's good shit. I love Solid that content. It's such good. It's kind of garbage now, unless you like interview shows. It's not. It's not my cup of tea anymore. I saw him interview a, a guy from SNL. I don't know their names, but he's Ariana Grande's boyfriend. Yeah, uh, Howard's obsessed oh, with that guy. Really? Oh, uh, Pete Davidson. Does, Pete Davidson. Yeah. Okay. Don't people call him a butthole eyes? <laughs> no one. What? <laughs> Just you. That's, That's, I was unaware of this. <laughs> Over there. Oh, I will be right back. I apologize. I'm gonna go Google I'm, search butthole eyes. I'm about to. I knew I saw that somewhere. I knew it, and it only shows pictures of her, uh, her boyfriend, whoever. Uh, Holy whatever shit! Whatever you said his name was, Pete Davidson. Yeah, yep, there he is. It's it's literally... on Barstool Sports. Does Pete Davidson have butthole eyes? Now this is pressing journalism. What does that mean? Crohn's disease think... does not cause butthole eyes. It's because he's got like brown, like like his eyelids are brown. I think that's the that's the deal. That like oh, like like right. They are. He he, he kind of has a um a darkness there. And he's got butthole eyes. Oh, he's got Crohn's disease. Who cares? That doesn't cause that. That's oh. what the article was saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, let me Google. Does Crohn's disease cause <laughs> butthole eyes? <laughs> You're totally gonna get an article about this dude. But anyway, they were talking about the Reverend that groped her. <laughs> they were talking about the reverend that groped her and he was like yeah man like it wasn't a big deal to us like we didn't even know what happened until afterwards and they yeah. thought that it was totally innocent i thought that it couldn't possibly innocent but he's like actually ariana's really short and that guy's really tall and he just kind of grabbed her under the armpit instead of by the waist like you'd expect because of the mismatch in their height and uh to hear him lay it out there and like forgive the guy made me buy into it Ah, he's gonna. He, what? I, Howard's obsessed with that guy. He's been talking about him for months because how I feel like Howard really envies like what that guy's got going on. He's like, look at this guy. He's young. He's on SNL. He's got that girl. She's worth and she's worth like some ungodly amount of money now. Like, let's call it three hundred million dollars or something like that. 
He's like, he's like, I would quit all that comedy bullshit. My whole job would be making that girl laugh and come. That's all he needs to be worried about. Because uh, I think they've got their names tattooed on each other, and they're the, maybe they're engaged or something like that. Like, like he's he's always got an interesting take on shit like that. Uh, he's a little younger than her. Interesting. She's well, pretty hot. I mean, she is incredibly famous and loaded. So yeah. fucking, you know, Pete Davidson. If you're, I know you're a big PKA listener. Yeah, man. Don't let don't let the butthole eyes comments get you down because at the end of the day. You've got Ariana Grande, and she's really famous and rich. And yeah, you're, you're, and she could probably help you get a surgery to fix those butthole eyes. Yeah, you could get like an eye bleaching. Yeah, instead of anal bleaching, probably use the same chemical. Frankly, yeah, Pete you should go. You should go to a spa and ask them to butthole bleach your eyes, and yeah. all of this will go away. So I, I I didn't realize I was reading about him, but um, have you heard the term big dick energy? No. Uh, that sounds familiar, but I don't know. Like, I feel like you just made that up, but okay, let's let, let me hear more. I can't tell if it's funny sounding and I'm acting like I've heard of it or if I actually have. <laughs> you tell me what it means. So big dick energy, it got sort of out there because he and Ariana Grande are kind of a mismatch, right? Like we're all talking about his butthole eyes. No one's looking at him as the next like Hollywood lead, but she's gorgeous, right? You know, she's yeah. 10. And he seems to be completely comfortable with this notion that they are a match. And he has what they're calling big dick energy, where he's just sort of self-confident and out there rocking it. And like, yeah, this is a couple. What's weird about that? And I, I, I like the idea of this big dick energy. Who's the really hot chick? Um, Kiersey Bell, maybe? Something like that? She, um, she was like a bad guy in the movie adaptation of Veronica Mars. Chips. Veronica, I don't think you're talking about Kirsten Bell. It is Kirsten Bell, I think. And her husband has big dick energy, too, because he's what? Like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And she's really I don't think he is. I think he's someone else. But anyway, yeah, her husband and her are a total mismatch, too. She's like, oh, come on. That's he's a famous actor, though. Really? What's he, oh, that, what's that's, he known for? Bell. I've oh. seen him so many movies. This guy's known for Idiocracy, Hit and Run, Without a Paddle, Parenthood and Chips. So. Pretty terrible films. <laughs> yeah. Idiocracy, actually, I really liked. But, um, uh, yeah, and then they're just a mismatch, too. But he seems to be completely comfortable. Like, yeah, this is what I fuck. Why wouldn't I? Big dick energy. It's something I've grown to admire in guys now. Like, like when they just have sort of an unwarranted self-confidence. Beautiful. I love it. Hmm. Or you just well, find I mean, a girl like, with low self-esteem, and then you continue to tear that down. Some guys have that skill. Huh. That's Taylor. true. Taylor told me that. <laughs> that. That's also true. Asterios, yeah. have you heard of Big Dick Energy? Sorry, I was just taking a big dick dump. <laughs> yes, I've heard, of, I've heard of Big Dick Energy. I've been told I have it. I've nice. been told I don't have a big dick, but I've been told I have the energy of one. And I'll take it. Yeah, Big Dick Energy is awesome. Everyone should work on their own big dick aura. That's just called confidence, right? You know, that's that's just called going in, hey, going in with with, with confidence. Tomato, and, no, tomato. not anymore. Confidence is a boring word. Big dick energy <laughs> is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I this. I like this. the way it pops. You don't, you don't, Kyle. You know what? You're exhibiting a profound lack of big dick energy right <sighs> now <sighs> by not hopping on board with this trend. This is a very flaccid response. <laughs> 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 it, it's absolutely a flaccid response. Thank you, Asterios. We okay. we need you to harden up. 
Exactly. Firm up your position on this. Yeah. Stand I want a tall, Kyle. Feigny response. Yes. <laughs> Uncut. Uncut. No, I know. I know that you prefer cut. Absolutely, as do most. Kyle likes his cocks like he likes his pussies, clean of excess skin. Absolutely, I like the entire body, uh, you know, with with as little excess skin as possible, right? Like, like what other areas of the human body could we trim, right? I don't Scrotums. Think we, need, we need that. That has a purpose. It's hanging onto our testicles. Well, but we could like contour it, make it a little sexier. How? I don't know. I was hoping you'd roll with me on this. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm taking literally right now. Like maybe you, you like crop it down, make it so instead of your balls hanging like next to each other, you just simplify it, get them in a line, like slim the ball stack. One on top of each other. I'm thinking One of how I design a better penis, right? Instead that. of a cylinder, why not like roll the top and the bottom and get a little hourglass curve in it? Would you rather have one big ball, if we're being honest? I think that'd be, well, you know, you bring up an interesting point. <laughs> that then you, that could you're kind of putting all your eggs in one basket there. I watched a porno the other day where the guy stuck his balls in the chick's asshole. Like I've seen that one. Both balls in her asshole. It was great. <laughs> and he like grabs his cock and pulls up to like pull on the balls. You know, that's their handle, and they yeah, pop out of her asshole. And then he sticks his dick in there. It was hilarious. I was like, God, that, I think that would hurt to wedge, eat, like, maybe I get one ball in, but when I'm trying to wedge the second ball into oh, the asshole. Kyle, don't be naive. What was happening there is he was plowing her ass prior, and she was politely <laughs> gaping to allow his balls to dip in, and then she contracted a bit. Not welcome too tight, to the though. show. She's a courteous woman. Thanks for having he, me. He pulls, <laughs> pulls her testicles out of her taut ass, taut. and then he continues to fuck. Yeah. That's clearly what happened. You, you, he didn't sit there and try and mush your balls into an asshole the way you would shove your, you know, waffle stomp your poop down a drain in the shower. Yeah. You know, you yeah. wouldn't do it that way. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, I just took the whole, that, that fucking drain lid off, just poop straight down, the, straight down there. I save so much on toilet paper. You just go straight. I, uh, I'd never used Drano before in my whole life, but I had a clog from shaving and not Wiping up my hairs and just letting it eat One shave from you is like fucking shearing a goddamn sheep. Yeah, I have my beard so short right now, and yeah, it's still so much fucking I was talking about your shoulders. Oh, well, my shoulders, yeah, those are long, lengthy hairs. I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't say I'm a serious level, but I'm close. But no one is. Drano and dra <laughs> that stuff is, like, cool. Like, you can, like, watch it fill up in the sink, and as it's leaking down in there, you can almost, like, see the it burning away everything. And that really solidifies... Why it kills you if you drink it. Yeah, we used to gas rats with that. We'd mix, uh, what was it? Drano with Drano? You don't need much. <laughs> no, nah, aluminum foil or something like that and like oh, put it shit. down the rat hole and it would, uh, it would gas them. You could also make those, uh, I, I, YouTube's got a whole thing about describing how to make certain devices, but you know what I'm talking about, right? With the toilet bowl cleaner and that other yeah. thing and the bottles. Are you making a pipe bomb to kill rats? What is no. The euphemism? No, don't That's use That's actually our, our, our $20 a month Patreon level. If you want mom <laughs> making instructions, $20 a month. What are your reward tiers on, uh, on Patreon, Asterios? Oh, well, let's, I'll give you, let's start with the funniest one. For $15, mm -hmm. 
I give you a telephone spite consultation. Because I... Hold on, let me get it. <laughs> you got so much shit. In the immediate vicinity. <laughs> I'm the president of a business called Spite Incorporated. These yeah. are our official books. Let me show you our stock. Where is it? Boop, boop, boop. Yes. We have stock certificates from Spite Incorporated. <laughs> and so what I do is I teach people to be more spiteful. So, for example, <laughs> a guy called me up and he was like, my neighbor has a crazy party shed and I'm tired of my neighbor throwing shed parties. And I said, what are the weaknesses of the shed? Like, if this was the Death Star, he goes, there's no foundation. It's just built into the ground. So I said, do this. Buy a bunch of seed bombs, which are clumps of dirt with seeds in them, and then just roll them under the shed. Buy, like, oak trees and, like, maple trees and roll them under the shed, and eventually Mother Nature will destroy the shed for you. And what are they going to accuse you of? Rolling a couple of seeds? It's not <laughs> your fault if Mother Nature uh, goes their way. That's the kind of advice you get for just $15 with a pledge <laughs> to patreon.com slash stereos. And so you talk, you said to throw seed. How does this destroy the shed? Well, plants grow trees under it, eventually. Uh. The trees grow through because there's no foundation. So it makes everything crooked. Now he's got to spend tens of fifteens of thousand dollars on a cement foundation. Maybe he doesn't have permits for this thing. <laughs> Maybe it's not worth it. And he just says, fuck the shed. So it's like a like a 10 year plan until these plants like grow big enough to shatter it and then you're home free yes but the thing is they'll never suspect you because what because who would be crazy enough <laughs> to roll tree seeds under that's what you tell officer you really think i created seed clumps roll them <laughs> under in cover of night and would occasionally roll fertilizer bombs under there <laughs> until 10 years later trees destroyed its party shit that's ridiculous your honor Ridiculously effective $15. You get a spike consultation over the phone. Patreon.com slash stereos. For a $15 spike consultation. I need to think of somewhere in my life I need some spite. Mm-hmm. That would that yeah. would be helpful. I, I join. I need to think of a situation. What have you given other any other good sure. spite advice? I'll I'll tell you some actual good spite advice I gave. So a guy calls me up and he says, my boss took credit for a program I wrote that saved the company $100,000. Mm. He said, my boss is to credit. And, and he's like, and I'm like, well, we both agree. You can't just go to your boss's boss and rat out your boss because you're going to look like a narc. You, you know, like, so here's what I said. Here's what you do. I said, you throw a meeting with your boss and their bosses. And you say, I just need 10 minutes of everybody's time, and I have a way to make our company an unlimited revenue stream with existing products we already have. What do you have to lose? Give me 10 minutes. They go, okay. I said, now here's your presentation. It's a six-slide presentation. You say, well, as you all remember, I created this software uh, about a year ago that helped optimize this. I say what we do is we merchandise and license this software to other hospitals, other this, other that, so they can save money with the software I wrote. 
It's like getting two squeezes out of the same orange. Then your boss's bosses go, wait, you wrote that software? Your boss said he did. And you go, no, I wrote it. Here's the documents. Here's the emails. Here's this and here's that. Well, I didn't know you were taking credit for my, oh, well, this is embarrassing. (laughs) You think past the sale, you can never fail. Spite Incorporated. <laughs> that's great. That's really good advice. I like that one. Partic- that's Thank much you. better than seed bombs under a party shed. They're both good advice. Do you sound like a crazy person? Do you sound as crazy as you do right now when you're giving this advice to them over the phone, or do you put on an air of uh, professionalism? Um, I, I well, look, I'm someone who owns. An official corporate seal for Spite Incorporated. <laughs> Do I sound like a crazy person to you? I have to have <laughs> biannual meetings and we have to keep minutes. I'm an S-Corp with the IRS. <laughs> registered S-Corp. Where is it? Oh, I, my favorite thing. Oh, well, I, I have 200 God knows what's in that stock. binder. <laughs> love my binder so much. I, yeah, I have to keep minutes and I have bylaws. Oh, it's so great. I have a thing that says, like, official seal from the New York Secretary of State to the president of Spider Incorporated in Stereos Coconuts. It's a hell of a life, boys. <laughs> I, let, me, uh, let me do an advertisement yeah, on that note now that we've <clears throat> gotten to that thing that you just did there. Bad breath is gross. It's embarrassing, and it's a problem that impacts everyone at some point in their lives. Fortunately, it isn't your fault. Smart Mouth Mouthwash knows the real cause of bad breath and how just two rinses a day can solve it for good. But first, what is bad breath? Bad breath is a natural uh, consequence of bacteria living in your mouth. Natural occurring oral bacteria consume protein in your mouth and give off sulfur gas as waste. So when you smell that rotten egg bad breath odor, you're actually smelling sulfur gas. Using alcohol to just kill germs or trying to cover the odor with a minty mask won't solve the problem. To solve a real problem, you need real science. Smart Mouth uses a clinically proven patented two-liquid system. When uh, poured, the clear sulfur-eliminating solution combines with the green zinc ion solution and activates. The activated zinc ions seek out and bind to bacteria in the mouth, stopping them from being able to consume protein or release sulfur gas for 12 hours per rinse. No sulfur gas means no bad breath. Find Smart Mouth in the oral health aisle at your favorite supermarket, pharmacy, grocery store, or online at Amazon. And now for a limited time, go on over to smartmouth.com slash PKA and get a free $3 off coupon for any Smart Mouth rinse. That's smartmouth.com slash PKA to save. Smartmouth.com slash PKA. Link down below. Yes, check them out. We may have terrible opinions, but none of us ever have bad breath. That's right. Mm. You could have went with terrible breath in that little thing. You could have, you could have worked it. But you don't have good opinions. Damn it. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, you just go work on your seed balls over there while I tell everyone about movement watches. You guys have heard me talk about movement. You know those two college dropouts that started their own watch company? This company has grown like crazy, and now with almost 2 million watches sold in over 160 countries, they continue to revolutionize fashion on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. I don't know if you've uh, checked out the site lately, but they've doubled the number of watch styles and are still expanding. Movement watches are all about looking good and keeping it simple. Movement watches don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with text messages. It just tells time. And it looks good doing it. Smart, uh, movement watches start at just $95. At a department store, you're looking at four, 500 bucks for something like that. Movement figured out that by selling online, 
They were able to cut out that middleman and all the retail markup, providing the best possible price. Classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT, that's movement.com slash PKA. See why movement keeps growing and uh, check out their expanding selection. Uh, go to movement.com slash PKA and join the movement. I've noticed yeah. the watches in general are coming back. Like, I feel like that's a thing. I, I see more people. Left. I, no, they, they did leave for a while. Yeah, but everyone like, was I, like, oh, I, what I he's right. To, I, yeah, they, all, all honest, I, I, I felt like five years ago or so, everyone was like, I just look at my phone for time. And now, now people are back to the watch. I am too. A lot of people are going, never mind. Yeah, I, li- I, I like watches. I've always liked watches. Uh, I've got a few watches. Uh, the ones that Jeremy didn't steal. I'm almost positive he stole my watches. Bastard. I'm pretty. You whenever some there's some five roll, roll seed balls too. under his house Did he foundation, take those? he didn't get the very expensive watch or the mildly expensive watch. But I'm pretty sure he took a uh, like a $450 watch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a Luminox. Uh, Luminox makes these like military watches, mm. um, uh, but they're but they're really nice. And uh, I had like a $500 one. It just it doesn't just go missing. That's not the sort of thing that I just misplace. And I had a kind of a nice Movado that was like eight hundred dollars. That's also missing. Um, but the two nicer watches, those are those are in a drawer uh, somewhere. Um, but I'm pretty sure whenever I like do like an inventory of things that you know you don't touch every day, mm-hmm. uh, and I see something's gone, I'm like, I bet Jeremy stole that. Pretty sure Jeremy stole that. I had some shooting glasses. Uh, I don't remember the company, but one of the higher end companies. And they're like the claim to fame on these shooting glasses certainly wasn't their style because I never wore them because I, I thought they they looked bad. They looked like the old school Oakleys, and that like you look like um, PC principal when you fucking wear them. So they're just lame, and I I, I always knew they were lame. And uh, but their thing is they could stop a twenty two bullet. Mm. Like someone could shoot you in the eyeball with a fucking twenty two, and they bing and just fucking or bounce lots off. Lots of bullets I, if they're ricochets. Sure. And I always thought, and like, so when, if I was doing something really dangerous, I was like, protect my peepers here and, mm-hmm. and, and throw these bad boys on. And uh, I remember my cousin was like, did you give Jeremy some of those glasses that you had, those, those really cool ones that, that stopped bullets? And I was like, no, nah, I only had the one pair. The, the, they just sent me the one pair and, and a little money, you know? And, and he, he's like, he was at Walmart the other day and he was bragging all about how they stopped bullets and he was wearing them. And I was like, that motherfucker. <laughs> such a thief he had a weird way of stealing though it'd be like hey you know can i can i borrow your 1911 yeah all right i'll give it back if you remember you gave it to me yeah yeah you gotta remember you gotta remember that and you gotta hunt him down he won't Uh give it up like like, i I won't retell all the stories but like he's gotten he would borrow stuff from my cousin that was brand new like my cousin just had bought a camping tent he hasn't he, he, he hadn't been camping yet it was still like perfectly in that like that, that, that like big, packing. Uh, yeah, yeah, the factory packaging that, that you never get it back into, right? And it was like a six-man tent or something like that. Scott has not gone camping with it yet. And Jeremy's like, all right, Jeremy has rotten teeth and a speech impediment. That <laughs> it, 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 and hey, man, how about let me borrow that? Jeremy is one of Kyle's henchmen, mysterious. He is absolutely one of my henchmen. I'm going to say, this guy sounds like he's more trouble than he's worth. Beefy, Why though. are you hanging out with a literal he's, thief over here? He carries things well. He's a, Kyle's got a very oh. short bench. He's like the Sunny Crew. <laughs> 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 he's like, <laughs> Look, 
This guy is beefy as fuck, and he is willing to do some fucked up shit for a dollar, all right? I had this guy holding a zombie target one time with with a pound of explosives in it on the end of a stick, and not a long stick. Like, like he's just... And, like, in a video, there's a part where I'm like, yeah, we had a good day today. I shot, you know, this and that, and I shot four zombies. And then I go, wait a minute, one, two, three. I only shot three zombies. And that's Jeremy's cue to stick to, like, he's hiding behind a rock, like Wile E. Coyote, to, like, raise a zombie. <laughs> and I'm like, aha, there it is. And I flick and shoot the thing out of his hands, and it explodes because there's a pound of explosives in it. He's just holding the thing on a stick about this long. Like 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 a three foot stick or something like that. You can't pay for that kind of loyalty. This guy's no, day job, if I recall, watches. was to hold two five gallon buckets. Right, and he worked at a place where there were like hundreds of thousands of chickens. So you get you know hundred thousand chickens. Some chickens die, and he would just walk through the chickens and grab the dead ones and load up these like buckets, and they're heavy. Right, it gets to be like thirty pounds an arm full of dead chickens all day. All day. He's doing farmer's walks all day, which is a workout that will make you incredibly strong. Jeremy was very beefy, uh, very strong. He still is, I guess. You know, he's a a hardworking guy, not the smartest uh, knife in the drawer. Get out. But, uh, you know, willing (laughs) to do some shit. You know, you tell him to do something, he'd do it. And a little bit of peer pressure, and he'd go to the next fucking level. Like, like if, if there's something where that's, like, really dangerous and it's like, oh, I don't want to do that, man. Every, we all jump in. Ah, you pussy. Remember that time that Joe did this and Pete did that and Scott did this? Those are real, man. He, next thing you know, he's, all right, well, all right, I've got the bomb. <laughs> where do you want me to put it? <laughs> I, I, st- I know we've told this story before, but I loved it. We, Jeremy was driving. And for reasons I don't understand, he was very sensitive about his driving. That coupled with the fact that he wasn't very good at it led to a lot of teasing. <laughs> you know, he, he oh, was God, missing okay. turns. And if he misses a turn, like if, if you missed a, a block, right, you'd probably go to the next block and figure out how to get back on that street, right? They're all kind of squarish. You get it. He wasn't that guy. He'd go for seven <laughs> miles until someone else you know, solved this riddle for him. So we're laughing and giggling at his expense. Now, Jeremy would whoop my ass. But it just so happens that my my friend Joe is a professional fighter in the UFC is with us. So I'm like, like pussy passing it here, right? I'm laughing at him. I'm cracking jokes. Totally fearless because I know shit goes down. I got Joe. I got Joe here. (laughs) And and Jeremy knows that Joe is there. There was never any trouble. So, Jeremy, uh, we were in the suburbs of Chicago, and it was a little bit more metropolitan than Jeremy was accustomed to driving, and he was having a hard time. And I joined in on the teasing, I suppose, <laughs> but Woody was quite mean to him. And, and you could see, like, Jeremy started, he's one of these guys that instead of, like, getting mad back at oh, you, no. like, he just starts pouting. He starts boiling. And, and no! He starts pouting. He's over there. Hmm. Like, like, he's just, he Somebody won't talk to us drive. now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I don't like it. Well, you fucking drive, and it's like, no, you're a, you're the driver. You're the driver. Right? You're, you're fucking. You know, you're on a paid vacation here. Fucking drive the fucking car. That way, you know. I'm, wait, I'm not wait, cold. paid vacation. That's what? basically. Did that's, you guys hire him as like a, your vacation slave? You think Henchman worked for free? That's what he did for me. He was my vacation. But Jeremy would travel the country with me I and and do and, and do all kinds of <laughs> manual labor in return. I paid for everything he needed and took him on a crazy fucking adventure, right? You know, he's in a five-star hotel 
you know, or, or the next day he's, you know, like getting to meet some supermodels or the next day he's getting to like drive a, a race car or something, you know, or fly in a helicopter. And, you know, hey, that, that's that's what he does. But Wait, in return, is this job available? Because <laughs> because I can uh, I can, can do this. And not, yeah. Uh, well, I guess I won't be a human target for your human explosives target practice. <laughs> Well, that's not going to do them because that's what I'm looking for. You don't yeah, sound yeah. qualified oh, to be a henchman. That's pretty good. The first time that Dick came on the show, I remember we were talking about FPS Russia, like the, the videos on that channel and like the not like the, all the crazy shit and everything. And Yo. Dick unironically like responded like, oh, yeah, that, that guy was crazy or something. And I remember I said, like, you, you realize that, that Kyle is FPS Russia, right? <laughs> and Dick was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, later on Twitter, he admitted, like, I got called out so hard, I had no idea that guy Kyle was FPS Russia. And I played it off going, yeah, knowing that what I said previously didn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was fucking hilarious. You had no idea you were FPS Russia. Yeah, Jeremy was perfect for that that little position that I that I had him in, you know. It, it, he'd fight, and, it, you know, it could be a boring day sometimes regardless of what you might see on uh, on, on the screen. And he would always liven that up by being a dumbass, by just being a dumbass. We're at this place in Houston where, like, we're we're with the owners of this massive gun store there. And it's sort of this partnership where one guy's the financier and the other guy is the day-to-day management. And both of these guys have taken us out on this incredible adventure where they have this special permission to hunt pigs in neighborhoods of Houston with night vision goggles and machine guns at night. Any means necessary is what the sheriff has written on this form. How hard is it to kill these pigs that they need night vision? What are these super pigs or something? You don't get ahead in life setting up fair fights, Asterios. (laughs) So what we do is we drive around. The the lights are all cut off in our trucks. We're in two vehicles and and we're we're quiet, right? We don't want to scare the pigs away. We're trying to sneak up and see, oh, yeah, they're in that field. Let's pull to the side of the road step off the side of the road and shoot them really quick and quietly. (laughs) So when you close car doors, you you don't slam them, right? You sort of do that thing where you push the car door closed and then give it a little little quick shove to like clickety-click. Well, the day-to-day management guy who's running this gun store, and he's kind of our like go-to guy for supplying us with the machine gun that we're using that day, and he's driving us around. He's standing there with his hand on his truck, Jeremy slams the truck door on this guy's four fucking fingers. And it doesn't just slam on them. It slams and latches all the way. Oh, and, God. And it's in such an awkward angle that he can't get his other hand over to open the door because of where he was standing when it happened. And he's just like, arr, 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 until somebody lets him the fuck out. And when they, and it's dark, so I can't tell how bad it is. And I'm thinking like, I've slammed my hand in a door before. It's not that bad. Chill out. He's a, <laughs> oh, no. he's a guy, and I'm thinking this guy's being a pussy. So Make we like cringe. Oh. We drive down the road to like where there's street lamps and stuff, and we all like park our trucks beside each other. And we're having a conversation through the windows, and he goes, "Yeah, it's pretty bad." He holds his hand up, and it looks like some something out of a fucking scary movie. It looks like the ha- the, uh, the 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 fucking mascot from Hamburger Helper or something like that. Up <laughs> <laughs> triple size. He's like, "Yeah." I think at least one's broken, and they're like, "Ah, oh, you want to call it a night?" He's like, "No, no, let's 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 keep going." You know, he doesn't want to ruin everybody's fun, and that's Jeremy. 
Jeremy would always find a way to step in shit and fuck the night up for everyone. Let's just just injure people, ruin things, break equipment, you know, all, all kinds of shit. Je we were doing a thing one time where I had bought this $1,300 car to blow up for this video, and it was uh, to promote a movie, and, and the deadline was tomorrow. Okay. And, and they had paid me a very large amount of money, enough to buy a house to, to make this one video. And so this video's got to get done today. I've got a camera crew I've flown in from Canada. I've got uh, guys I've brought in from Atlanta to do a certain kind of filming. I've got a mechanic on hand in case something goes wrong. I've got a weapons expert that I brought in in case something goes wrong. Jeremy is hot-dogging in this $1,300 car I've bought, and, I, and I'm, I'm like, whoa, whoa, Jeremy, don't do that. If something goes wrong with that car, I'm fucked. That's the third segment of this video. I got nothing else if you fuck this up. <laughs> he goes and does it again, like when it's shoot time, and what, what happened was this car had been sitting for a long time, and there was like trash in the gasoline, in the, in the gas tank. That gets swished around when he's doing donuts. It goes in the fuel filter, stops it up. Car's dead. I have an actual mechanic, a man whose whose job is to be a mechanic. Like like he's a he's a well paid like some sort of licensed diesel mechanic. He's like, there's nothing I can do. He's worked on it for half an hour, and I'm like, all right, Jeremy, get your shit out of the car. I make him get all the shit out of his car, and we blew his fucking car up that day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car did he have? Which video is this? This is a uh, Secret Service weaponry. Uh, there was a there was like a a school shooting or something. Was this like, when you were Hitman? No, that was oh. Hitman. Uh, th this was going to be. Um, it was one of those movies. I think it was White House Down. Remember that movie? It was to promote no. that. It's the one where Gerard Butler is the Secret Service agent, and uh, the president is like taken like they take the White House. The Russians do, or the Koreans, or something. And then like Gerard Butler, like single handedly, Mission Impossible. Impossible style wipes the whole like squad out in the White House. Anyway, it's to promote that. But like there was a school shooting or something like right before we we're going to upload. So they were like, we can't be attached with this now, but we'll still. Oh, pay. So oh I just renamed the video Secret Service Weaponry because that's basically what it was anyway. It was like weapons of the Secret Service. So you got to double dip a little bit. Double dipped it. Double dipped it. It was great. I, I was like, I obviously I feel terrible about the tragedy that occurred, but. Was We're it Sandy Hook? Do you remember which school shooting it was? I I have no idea. This is America. You get them all mixed up. I, who fucking knows? It could have been. Um, I don't know. But Listen, uh, uh, Mr. Myers, we just heard about this thing, Columbine, and dude, <laughs> does not reflect well. Imagine that. If they like just grabbed one from 99, and they're like, we had no idea. But that, this happened is inappropriate. A, that happened several times where there would be a, a big project, and we and like we'd put in months of work, the groundwork was laid, money had exchanged hands, weapons had been purchased, and then there's a shooting somewhere. And it's like, oh, we can't do this now. In the current climate, we can't do this. And, and uh, But that was an instance where I still got paid. So I, didn't, you know, I felt bad with the tragedy, but I didn't mind not sticking there in the video. You know, I, you know, I got my shit and I got a cool video out of it. But Jeremy lost a fucking car because he was a dumb Yeah, I mean, you got to blow up your friend's car. That's like the greatest reward of all. Fair. I technically owned the car, but <laughs> he, he'd been driving it for six months, and for all intents and purposes, like I was like, "Yeah, it's your car, you know, whatever." You know, he, he's paying the insurance on it. It was just an extra car that I happened to own. It was a Nissan Pathfinder that was like seven years old or something like that. It was a fine vehicle. That's there was not a wrong bad car with. at all. No, it wasn't a bad car at all. No, you just had to blow. You know, Asterios, when you win Maddox's bike in that <laughs> lawsuit. 
you should take a little trip down to Kyle's neck of the woods, and you can do a a fun little explosive thing. That'd be oh cool. my! I think you're the person I know with the most access to guns and explosives. Not anymore. So yeah. Not anymore, but I could probably point you in the right direction. We look, could we definitely make something happen. Let's start. I'll look. Let's we'll get the ball rolling, man. Oh. He also has a throne <laughs> that I would love. He has a he throne. Has like a, Actual physical throne. We could use that for target pro we could have a lot of fun with this guy's stuff. I mean, I, I don't I'm not an attorney. I know one Cliff Hutchinson. And he knows that a throne and a bike doesn't even begin to be recompensed for the sort of stress that you've been put under from this. And so I say you can add as many items to that list as you want and you'd be he would agree that you're perfectly justified in doing so. I'll talk to your lawyer. Hopefully we get a bankruptcy judge that can uh, that can value that dumb plastic crown of his at seven dollars. He specializes like- in video game law, but he can he can <laughs> <It's> video <laughs> game law. Yeah. Street dates. Just yeah, street dates. That's a, that's a specialty. But uh, you guys, uh, if, if we're going to something else, you guys know how they like like everybody's always trying to change words now. Like mm-hmm. you just say different things. Like ten years ago, people like I think mm-hmm. transsexual was the normal one, mm-hmm. and then transgender became it for a while, and now I just see it trans is the way they just say trans. Like They're always switching words on you. You know, a good example of one, and I'm curious if you guys have examples, where the ones they try to push that no matter how hard, it never works. One, a few years ago, was person of size. <laughs> oh, they, they, that's they right! Tried, they tried to make it so that instead of calling you a big fat fuck, they would call you a person of size. And yes. even the most SJW, you know, left-leaning people who are all down for that, even they seemed like it wouldn't latch on to the person of size thing. Like, that, that's a good one. I was glad society's not so far gone that we can still, still uh, at least tacitly make fun of fats. I believe um, transgender is, one, is when someone identifies or expresses as a gender other than the one they were born as, whereas transsexual is... When there's surgical uh, uh, procedure requ- necessary or required oh, to, to, I'm sure to there's a there. difference or something. I just mean like ten years ago, like if you saw someone today who would just be re- just trans, just trans, like you would say transsexual or uh, trans. Tranny, tranny used to be okay to say. I, I, it seemed. Yeah, I, I guess you can't say that anymore. I don't no. even know many people who say that. No, not How anymore. often does it come up? Every day, every day. <laughs> it comes up more as like, oh, check out this tranny on my old cool car than it does um, like anything else, you know? You'd think. Uh, oh, the Wings of Redemption news. I forgot. Wait, what? Oh, are you yeah, familiar with Wings of Redemption? No, but it sounds like a cool video game. What's Wings of Redemption? Oh, it does sound like a cool video game, doesn't it? See, that's oh, what it, he should have done gonna, forever ago. He should have a mobile be, app. It? It's, not, it's, it's, gonna, a, oh, it's a no, man. Oh, no, what is what terrible thing? New story you guys have lined up now. So this will this will be hard to like get a make. You may not see you won't see why this is funny because you don't know the guy and know his incredibly long history. And I just can't. I just don't have the time to go into it. And I'm sure the audience would hate it if I did. He's he's a guy. He's a guy that we know. Uh, you could read about him there. He's overweight. He rages <laughs> at video, he rages at video games. Um, he he's kind of a silly person. He says outrageous things, but he's. Not because he's trying to be funny, but because he's just, he's just a little, little he's weird. An outrageous worldview. Yeah, he's, okay. odd, he's a real odd duck. Well, anyway, he gets trolled. Wow, he a looks lot. like a. He looks like a. His head is Mr. Potato Head's body. 
The yellow M&M. <laughs> yeah, he does. If you spray painted his head yellow, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. All right. So for 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 those who really know the guy, he gets trolled a lot on uh on on his Twitch streams, and there are YouTube channels that have sprouted up that upload the clips of him raging at video games and saying outrageous <laughs> things and getting picked on and stuff. And it's kind of shitty what they do to him because they people will join his video game with him and kill him even if they're on his <laughs> team. And, and even worse than that, and this really is shitty. I'm, I'm not being like tongue-in-cheek, like ho-ho-ho. Like, like it really is shitty that people do this. Yeah. They will watch his stream and they will message the people he's playing with and they will offer them $20 to kill him in the game. What? Or, people are or, putting out real-life bounties on this They don't guy? get the money, though. They don't he's... get the money. Fake bounties. And okay. and what they'll also do is they'll they'll tell the people to say things that are oh, like triggers for oh him, right? Like in, they'll tell the people that he's a pedophile, which is absolutely untrue. And again, not tongue in cheek, not a pedophile. That's that's just silliness. He, I mean, he plays video games with underage girls, but but what grown man doesn't, right? Yeah, exactly. And, look, it's 2018. Yeah, he's all inclusive. That's that, it. Would that's, be bigoted not to. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> hashtag me too. And so, hashtag times up. And so what, what happened recently, that one of the channels is, is Sean Ranklin. That's the name of this guy's channel who uploads videos. He's the best at it currently. And uh, so shout out to Sean Ranklin. Became kind of a meme because everybody's messaging his, his teammates in the game to say, shout out to Sean Ranklin. Because that's wrong. And they seem clueless. Like, they don't follow wings. They're, they're just they playing the game. And they'll be like, why are people telling me to say shout out Sean Ranklin? And he's like, don't say that. You know, and it's a thing. Well. Oh my God! Well, this, this week, poor guy. <laughs> well, this week in Denver, Colorado, oh, at no. the Pepsi Center, uh-huh. Pepsi Center, in the front row, holding up a sign that says "Shout out to Sean Ranklin," and it's on lot. It's on fucking national television, and so it it's just what is it WrestleMania or something? Like I don't know my wrestling, something but like, something like that. I don't know either. I don't. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> Some wrestling thing. Yeah. Fucking holding a shout out to Sean Ranklin sign, and he's just like wearing like sunglasses, and he's just like yeah, like rocking the sign. And there's like clip after clip of it. It's it's so ridiculous now. It has been memed into reality. This 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 whole thing. <laughs> it's, it, it's absurd now. I haven't seen his reaction to that, or if he or if he's going to give one or not. But if you go to Sean Ranklin's channel and watch like the two minute video, not us, but you know listeners, yeah. Um, You'll get a real chuckle out of it because it's like a montage of people saying Sean out, shout out to Sean Ranklin. Uh, and, and then it's Sean Ranklin is getting between like, like 50 and 150,000 views a video, which is amazing because Wings gets between like five and 10,000 views a video. So th- this guy is, you know, 10 times as big as Wings, it would seem. <laughs> and he all Wings he does content. is upload Wings content. Yeah. Wings content pulls. Like, Mr. Medicare, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, Mysterious. Uh, unf- yeah, I. Yep, I know who that is. Did he do a uh, thing on we, you? Well, he, I was on a show with him once, and he pulled up like a bunch of pictures of trans people, and he was like, "Look at these people. They look hilarious. Their their mere <laughs> existence is is a joke that should be uh, mocked." <laughs> I'm like, "What the hell show am I on?" 
Was that this one? You know that show. I was that feeling well. What show am I on? I'm like, I'm like, ah, I put aside my Thursday for this. Well, well, Medicare, he's he's been on our show. He's a very funny guy and he made a video called wings of redemption oh, like one of his like uh his you know documentary style videos and yep. it it has se- over seven hundred thousand views yeah uh, just yep. just on it's like a wings documentary i think it's probably his biggest video in recent memory but it like wings is a pull he's an interesting dude and Kyle like, phrases it interestingly. He's like, Wings is way bigger than his sub count or his video views would imply. Yes, you know, yes. like he's part of the YouTube ecosystem. It's just, unfortunately, he doesn't really benefit from it. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, there's a community of channels up there highlight, hi, uploading Wings highlights. There, There's like... Medic are getting 700,000 views and there's wings like, Oh, thank you for the dollar 50 donation (laughs) during my live stream. Yeah. It's his fourth biggest video ever. It's, it's, it's like there's being famous. And then unfortunately there's being infamous and it sounds like wings might be infamous. Yeah. Correct or incorrect. Yeah. He definitely Mm. is definitely infamous. Oh my goodness! He's an OG on this scene. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah, is he going (laughs) to be an overnight success again at some point? Is he just like could Black Ops drop suddenly? He likes a battle. He's not going to play it. (laughs) What? He's not even going to play it. Was he like a professional Black Ops player? No, he was a no. He's a pub stomper. Are you familiar with that term? Okay, a pub G guy. No, no. So, Kyle, do you want to go? You look like you. Yeah, all right. So, What's the, a pub? I don't know what a pub stuff is, but I want to learn. The deal is, like, seven years ago, the hottest thing on YouTube, it seemed, or especially in the gaming community, was Call of Duty commentary. You uploaded video of you playing the game, you talked over it, explained either how you were doing so well, or maybe you added some comedy and talked about something completely different. Wings was one of the very first to do that in the world, and it was a very small group of people, uh, but a very big viewing audience. So he he, he excelled at it. He did fairly well at it. And then a time came where thousands of people suddenly had all the equipment required to do it as the price of it dropped and the popularity of that scene grew. And he slowly, you know, died, died off. And he also mm-hmm. had a few like public outbursts where, you know, he called Woody a faggot and and, and you know, he, he, he lost a one v one to a he lost a one v one to a really famous guy. And, uh, you know, then he tried to bribe that guy uh, and what? that guy. To, to lose to him in the rematch and then that guy was like ha 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 i'm just gonna upload screenshots of you trying to bribe me to twitter and you know they, wow they, you know stuff like that happened yeah, um, he's an interesting interesting character you should watch the Medicare video he, he really is a fascinating human being i've been saying for years that he should have his own reality show and i, I mean it he, he's better than most of the reality that exists because he would as, dominate tlc as interesting he as he there. is his family is equally interesting. His grandma, his brother, his sister, his mother, they're all fascinating characters who are all odd ducks in their own right. Each of them I could tell you a whole story on, whether it's <laughs> cocaine abuse or, or drug dealing grandmas with wallets full of cash or like fighting cocks being raised in the backyard or, you know. Th- th- These th- are all true things. Yeah, I, this guy sounds. He's amazing. This guy sounds fucking crazy. Did you see his- I mean. Yeah. Did you see his live stream, guys, where it was during Hurricane Florence and he showed his grandmother? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So she was like sleeping and she was scared and she was going in and out of it. 
His affection for his grandmother is so wholesome and real that it's heartwarming to me. Their relationship is perfect. Like it, it, he he really cares about her, and I like that about him. Am I the only one who sees it this way? I, I guess so. I, I just when I see Wings I, I interact with her, with her. I, I see a grandson who thinks his grandmother hung the moon, and and I Aww. think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I saw him wake her up, and video. she looked like a. I saw she was like asleep in a chair, and he just like walks in the room and puts a fucking camera in her face, and she's like, ah, she looked like a fucking mummy coming I, out of it. I don't think I had a relationship like a playful relationship with my grandparents like that. Eh, I, it's more common. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't tickle your grandparents like and, and have playful, fun relationships with them. Oh, come what? On. Is, I did. This my guy's pa- tickling his grandma. You guys to... don't. You guys don't pin your grandparents down and tickle them. <laughs> oh, I, I'm the weird. I'm, I'm the weird one, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it's a Christmas tradition. Hulk and Durka beating up though. on some grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> like, why you don't do that, girl? Taylor, I am so tired of you doing that. You stop it. You say, ah, oh, Merry Christmas. You know, and I don't do like friendly tickling. I do the kind where you keep your fingers rigid. So it's a little painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get your, your knees on either bi- bicep so she can't move. Oh yeah, my the whole God. family gets in on it. You, you, you tickle them and you go, ha ha, you better be right. Grandpa, you're next. You know, and, and, That's what they and run. You, guys, you guys are going to tell me that you don't tickle each other's grandparents. Mine are all dead. I yeah. tickle your your dead grandparents. <laughs> she was I'd rather they die before I tickled them. So there. <laughs> oh, not as well, much I'm, fun. I'm, I'm the strange one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to picture what it would look like if you genuinely went up and started tickling like your grandma or something. <laughs> like like what? Like what would they? What could they possibly do in response? Like like it would be so uncomfortable. I don't know. I'll think about that tonight when I'm trying to go to bed. Yeah, just the rest of the people in the room, like, so socially berating you, like, Taylor, that's really inappropriate. What are you no, doing? You no, know, they'd like have to, they'd have to like laugh along for a second to try and relieve the uncomfortability <laughs> at the end of it. But then you like wrestle them to the ground and they complain about, oh, oh my arthritis, osteoporosis. Uh. <laughs> I lost another disc. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you were five one when you stood up. Yeah, <laughs> now you're four eleven. Anyway. You guys do any fun games with your grandparents? My uh, my grandpa, when I was like five, he would do this thing where he'd like, he could take it like his toes, like his big toe and his second to big toe, and like pinch them together. And so he'd act like like he had lost control of his foot, like like you know that thing they do in the movies. Where they're like, oh, I can't control my hand. And he'd like he he'd like pinch me with it when we were on the couch, like 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 grab me with it, and I'd be like, nanny. Papa's doing something. He's coming for me. And he's like, he's like, the toes are coming for you. That, that's about as close to that as I ever got. Yeah, that's the only game we played. It was like a silly little game. Oh. My grandpa used to play pranks. On, like, uh, Stereos doesn't know. I'm, I'm from St. Louis. My grandparents, though, are from southern Missouri. Wait, uh, okay, is that what is Southern Missouri like the land of the of the of the pranksterish grandma and grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of a lot of uh, no good nicks down there. A lot of pranks. <laughs> okay. but, it's basically like a way to separate like an urban area and then just a couple hours down is like real fucking south in Missouri. You know, our fucking governors and politicians here do that like we're retarded where they'll be like, the fine people of Missouri in Kansas City and St. Louis. And they'll be like, now nah, I've been a Missouri boy my entire life when they're in fucking Cape Girardeau or whatever. But my grandpa used to do little, uh, little pranks with us. And 
and he took my younger brother out once hunting. You know, they're going squirrel hunting. He was teaching my, my younger brother how to use a gun. And I think my brother's probably five or so, like really young. And they're walking around in the woods with the 22 looking. Uh, my grandpa had it, not my brother. And they're walking around and he goes, hey, you see that right there? You see that squirrel up there? Look at that failure. What's he doing? What's he doing up there? What do you think he's doing? And my brother was like, I think he's. He's looking for nuts and seeds, and, and he will hide them into, you know, whatever kids do. And while he was looking at him, my grandpa had stood up slightly behind him and aimed and blew this chipmunk or squirrel's head clean off. Like, just, it exploded. And my grandpa did his, like, as my brother's, like, oh, that's crazy. He was weeping about it. What else did he do? He did that again. To, <laughs> he did that again uh, with a snake, but that didn't scare him as much because he wanted the snake dead. Uh, he made me stand out there when I was like six, where he's like, I'm going to show you how we skin a coon. And I was like, that sounds pretty dope. I'm seven. <laughs> and, uh, and so he tied a, the coon up with its tail around a, branch, a low-hanging branch and then took like his knife and cut around the tail, around the asshole region. Yeah. And I was like... Even as a kid, I'm like, I wonder how, how do you get the skin off? Do you have to like slowly peel in strips or something? And as I was thinking that, he puts his hands like up into like the, the asshole area and just does a <laughs> and in one fell swoop, you just hear like a sickening yeah. tear as all the skin separates. And yeah. then it's just a totally skinned raccoon with all of its inside out skin hanging over its little raccoon hands. And like <laughs> as a little kid, I was like, wow. Like, I think that's when I realized I, I too, could die. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm like, I I look probably similar to that thing. All I am, I'm just someone who hasn't been tied up by my grandfather and tore an asshole inside out yet. But the night's still young. Yeah, it was so much fun going to their farm and fucking around because there were, like, no rules. It was like, all right, I know, Taylor... You go out there and you play on your four-wheeler, but you better be right wearing a helmet, and, and you, don't, you don't aim that gun at anything, that BB gun at things, while you're riding around. And it was like, like I, even as like a, an eight-year-old, I'm like, this is an incredible amount of leeway. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the whole rule set. Wear a helmet and don't shoot while moving. <laughs> I can deal yeah, with this. Don't shoot while moving. And it, at the same time, it's like, this form, farm is enormous. I'll just drive over that hill, and I can do whatever I want. Uh, we did this game where we used to... Uh, I'm sure Kyle's done this too. Most people in rural areas have where you have like land sledding where you have a four wheeler or ATV and you have a long rope and then you have a big piece of plastic like farm equipment style plastic, not like a sled, like just a big black sheet. And my grandpa punctured, drilled some holes into it, tied, uh, tied the rope. And so you're about 20 feet back from the four wheeler and you would treat it the same way you would skiing on a jet ski, except you had to be sitting down. And we would do this in the, in the fall mostly, but we just wanted to do it in the summer too. And we had some friends down and we didn't consider the amount of bugs there are just hanging out in the grass <laughs> in Missouri in July. And so I, I was driving the, the ATV and we put a friend back there and he was like already and excited. And the front of it, it's not a sled that has a nice, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful ramp that, is, that deflects everything. It's just, it's just a curved U sheet, nothing between you and the grass in front of you. And so basically I got going like, you know, 30, 40, in this big field, which is fucking fast, fucking fast, and on a sled, back, like on, that's a car. That's, that's a, what a car does. This is in, this was insanely dangerous. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm shocked no one got hurt more than they did. 
and we and I would drive and like usually you'd hear like ha ha like oh like fun things like that and all I heard from from Jake my buddy in the back because I wasn't turned around to look that often all I heard was and I looked back and he was like on his lap was so much grass and on that grass and all around him on his face every bugs nothing but bugs that basically scooping out of the ground and flying up into his face. So he'd been eating bugs for like five minutes and I didn't stop <laughs> the ride for like another 10 minutes. Cause he's like, stop, stop. Like, what? You know, so you just keep going. Oh, uh, everybody has hijinks as a kid. Oh my God. I think you guys might have more hijinks than most kids. Just no, going to put that out there. That's totally normal to pull your friend in a plastic sled in the summer and get bugs all over. <laughs> oh, God. We used to shoot the cows with paintball guns. They didn't mind. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I shot them with a potato gun. Have you ever too. been a cow, though? Like, how can you be sure? They're so because tough. They, it, it wasn't even like a shoot and they go, hmm? It was like a, they had no idea you, ex- like, if you hit them near the ass, like, a, a little tail would just, the same way a fly. Like, like, we, for we so underestimate how those animals are cats are have evolved not to show pain like when they fall off a two-story building and walk away they're in a lot of pain they just don't squeal and scream and stuff because it's an evolutionary response how do you know that cows are not feeling a lot of pain okay. see the thing about that woody because i've heard them real bad before and i know what they do <laughs> <laughs> trust me when you hurt one real bad he screams and cats do that that still on. falls in line i believe that they have pain receptors because if they didn't they wouldn't know well, they're they being injured I, we're just suggesting that a paintball isn't enough to trigger that response eh, it just I, you got to shoot them in the ass with a shotgun to, to get them motivated and i you know i've i've shot many a cow in the ass with a shotgun to get them motivated and they respond to that just bird shot nothing serious. yeah yeah just bird shot <laughs> yeah uh, no just really. a yeah. shot you would use to kill a bird yeah bird shot it's a 1500 yes. pound holstein she's gonna can ruin a the leather shot dog treats anyway yeah this is no uh, longer gonna look fantastic in the front seat of a you know mid-size elantra you know, or some, <laughs> some shit <laughs> exactly yeah i've shot him uh with a potato gun before that's pretty funny Get a, a potato my, gun. That seems yeah. like it definitely be big enough to get a cow's attention. It is. It absolutely is. My my cousin would drive the four wheeler, and I'd be I'd be on the back shotgun with my potato potato gun, and we'd sort of drive by, shoot him, shoot him in the ass with that, and the, the potato would hit hard enough to to explode when it hit the cow. They're not soft, you know. They're they're really hard. They're bone and muscle. My father know. once beat up a man over a potato gun. He was uh, he was, was, I think he was about a teenager. Call him sixteen, seventeen years old. And there was a neighborhood bully who would, uh, you know, just exert his dominance in the minor ways. Not enough to really make you, like, draw that red line. And then he shot my father's dog, Sport, with oh, a potato oh gun. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the dog yelped and stuff. And that was, that was enough. That was where he drew the red line. And uh, apparently he beat yeah, the no fuck shit. out of this guy. And, it, you know, it like a ground and pound situation. And ended the bullying. Go dead. Yeah, I wouldn't shoot a dog with a potato gun. <clears throat> no, there's a little cool. dog too, like like um, I don't know, 14, 18 pounds. Like yeah, you need like a thirty out six or something to really take that thing down. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> to really need a thirty out six. If down. you don't know guns, 
That's more than enough. Well, you, look well, but, what, you want to be safe. You, <laughs> you want to make sure that you bring it down. You want a red mist situation. There you go. You want to vaporize that puppy. Mm. That's like uh, what would happen when I used to like shoot, like go out and shoot prairie dogs when I lived in Idaho, where like if you used a twenty, a twenty-two, like it would make like a wet, like slap when you hit it, and it would like explode a little bit, a teeny bit, like mostly you just see like blood splatter, and then the little other whistle pigs would run out and eat it because they're carnivorous little fucks and a total pest. But if you use just like a two-two-three, it would vaporize. Yeah, like it would just become a. Just like a misty cloud of former being. Yeah, it's a great, great way to kill an afternoon. Yeah, yeah there's, there's really or good YouTube videos. Or a prairie dog. Yeah, or many prairie dogs. Yeah, there's really good YouTube videos of people prairie dog hunting. And it's, it's, it's nothing but what Taylor just described. It's people shooting them at long range with medium to high-powered rifles. And when they hit them, they just fucking explode. And it's, it's pretty fucking cool. Because prairie dogs dig their burrows and cattle and horses step in them and break their legs. So it's a real problem for ranchers. So, yeah. you know, you don't, you, whenever you've got an excuse to kill an animal, that's when you, you know you've, you've gotten in good because nobody had, can really give you no, any ahead, shit. Sir. They had that backfire on them in the Northwest like 20 years ago when they were like, you can't shoot wolves, you can't shoot wolves, we've got to save wolves. They reintroduced wolves and were like, you can't shoot these things. And it turns out wolves are fucking smart and clever. <laughs> and now they're like, open season on wolves. Huge mistake 20 years ago. It turns out they did, they did not need help repopulating. They've got it figured out. So if you see one, shoot it. And still Maybe. people will like go on huge helicopter trips. And these wolves are so smart. like They'll hear that noise and like send signals to each other. And they'll all hide. Like They're incredibly smart animals. Yeah. yeah Maybe there's a reason we hunted them to extinction before. It wasn't you know, just... these, these dogs are a bunch of no-goodniks. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we took these dogs, turned them into the kind of dogs we like. So why do we need these dogs? Yeah, and now I guess I watched this whole thing called Koi Wolves, where like the, the wolves are breeding with coyotes and dogs and creating this weird hybrid that, that can like live in like urban areas and in the wilderness, and it's sort of medium-sized. Wolves are enormous. People don't realize just how fucking huge a wolf is. Like, like you put your whole hand in a wolf's mouth. They're, they're huge, but these Koi Wolves are sort of medium-sized, so they're able to survive on less food, but they're also wily and really intelligent, so they're, you know, they're stealing garbage. Eat, mostly eating pets. They do a lot of that. They eat cats and dogs a lot. And they, they become a real problem, I think, in the Southwest. Yeah, fuck wolves. Yeah, Kill them all. Who cares? They are enormous. There's always some bleeding heart motherfucker that finds, like, the worst animal in existence. And they, and they want to, like, start a foundation and, like, love these things. for oh, they're, they're really not that bad. Meanwhile, they're, like, you know, they're, they're scooping up people's pets and... I mean, you need. I guess they need them in like those wilderness areas to like cull out the weak buffalo and stuff. But see, that's why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. He drove the snakes from Ireland. That's true. Is that what he did? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long process, but he got them all out. I just assumed yeah. he invented green beer or something like that. I didn't no, know. I hate those green beers. I've like, never had a like green beer. They act like they taste the same. They don't. They taste weird. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's wearing green. We don't need this much food. I don't want to have a weird shit tomorrow morning and have three minutes of panic before I realize, no, you drank three liters of green beer yesterday. The That's eating what beets effect. Yes, I'm familiar with it. Oh, the yeah. worst that I've ever experienced that. They For a limited time, Heinz made colored oh. ketchup. Oh, that's right. The, like, there you was remember? purple ketchup. They had purple yes. and green. And we had the green ketchup. 
and I love ketchup. I can't tell you. Look, I love ketchup. Okay. <laughs> Kyle has There's problems. always yeah, yeah, ketchup. Presenting a ketchup bottle. Yeah. There's always ketchup nearby. I love fucking ketchup. I love French fries. Might be my fav- favorite food. Love them. I ate a lot of this green ketchup. Maybe half a bottle. When I shat the next day, it came out <laughs> Kelly Green. It came out like 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 the the river in Boston and on St. Patty's Day. It was, <laughs> I was terrified. I couldn't. I, I was like, "What has happened to me? Do I have to tell my mom that my shit is coming out green?" It was, it, it was a it was a real fucking nightmare. And then I was like, oh, "Fucking ketchup! I can never eat that ketchup again." Ah, uh, I have a topic. <clears throat> All right, who is the most attractive person you've ever had to turn down, and why? Like for sex. Yeah, sex relationship turned down. That's never happened before. Yeah, I can't think of a time that's happened. Really, you guys <laughs> both don't have a situation where you ever turned down an attractive person? I, I have never turned down a person. You always find <laughs> yeah. a way around. Forget the attractive I, part. <laughs> I couldn't even name the ugliest person I've turned down, let alone the most yeah. attractive. Oh, what a <laughs> flop of a topic. I had two. I had a, Whoa! Wait, I want to hear these stories. I I don't know that they're great. I, when I was, um, I, I think it was the first year I was dating Jackie. And this is like peak Woody. I'm a lifeguard. I work out four or six mm, hours a day or clearly. something. And, uh, and there was this chick. She was hot. She was wicked hot. She was a cheerleader for some Division One football team, LaSalle or Villanova or something like that. And uh, she clearly liked me. Now, I worked as a lifeguard on the beach. And she was, uh, she her house was behind it. So... Like, I just always saw her because I was her local lifeguard. And she'd hang out and she'd talk to us all the time. And then Jackie would wander by and sort of assert her dominance as a way to, like, break this up. But Jackie's not there all the time. She has a job. Like, pee like a cat. (laughs) Something like that. Just, you know, like, make herself known. And uh, there was one time in particular she mentioned that she could do gymnastics and stuff. And uh, she was like in the hard sand. It's not a bad environment to show off these skills. It's like hard enough to do it yet soft enough where if you take a knee or something, you know, it's not asphalt. Yeah, I've had uh, that before. (laughs) So, so sure enough, she's like flipping and doing front handsprings. And like, I I can't even name all the shit she could do. But like I said, she was a division one cheerleader and they're just like next to gymnasts in in their sort of thing. And, uh, might have been that I took some pictures of her doing this that showed up on the camera afterwards. And this is still brought up every now and then as that girl who I didn't uh, push away hard enough. Uh, See, I I was having this discussion with my girlfriend where it was like, like I realized a new thing about like how women argue those kinds of things. Like it differs from men is like, Woody, I guarantee like if you have a grievance with Jackie and you have an argument with her, like, you treat that like a bullet. You're like, this one's going in. <laughs> Boom. It, it has been fired. That casing is expended. Gone. That's the end of that. Women reload their cartridges. <laughs> and so they help. Like, you'll be like, I have this legitimate grievance. Bang. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, well, I got a whole magazine of 16 things that you pissed me off before with that I reloaded that I brought up before. <laughs> and 16 plus one bitch bang, 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 bang. and then you're like ah, i've been overwhelmed that's why i keep a google doc of all grievances uh in the relationship just so i can be like let the record show that on october 1st xyz happened 
And people say that makes me a sociopath. I say, I don't ah! understand. <laughs> <laughs> I started a new arguing technique where whenever she shifts the topic to something else she's mad about, I bring up that she's done a pivot and accept her, like, the fact that she's lost the other topic, you know? So, yeah, so whenever she does that, because like, that's how she argues. That's how my wife will just be like, this, this, I'm mad about this. And I'll present my case, and she's like, well, this over here. I'm like, aha. So we've come to agree that on point A, you're wrong. Now we're talking about this. She's not a fan of this, but I enjoy that's it. I, wouldn't think so. <laughs> I, Woody, I, couldn't, I couldn't encourage that more. I think it's fantastic, and I think more men need to adopt it. <laughs> Bill Burr <laughs> has this thing where he's like, I figured out how she argues, and we're turning this franchise around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I do now. Yeah, I just, it's not, I'm undefeated. Not undefeated. I, I'll win seven or eight in a time as she pivots from one to the next. Like, all right. Now you're like the Bills. <laughs> you know, turning it around. Or the Browns, whoever the fuck's doing fine this year. I don't watch football. Browns All right, I have one more ad. And while I'm doing that, think about this, gentlemen. Mm. Objects around the house that in a pinch, perhaps when you were a younger man, or maybe last week, you never know, this girl, um, that you fucked. Objects around the house that you fucked. Maybe you, maybe you stuck your dick in the couch cushions. Maybe you fucked uh, between the mattress and the box spring with a little, uh, you know, maybe take a sponge, get a little plastic bag, a little lubricant in there, put it... Fold it in half, stick it between the box spring and the mattress, and you fucked it Wait, just off the top I'm of my sorry. head, guessing. Welcome Maybe to the show, Asterius. This is an Hang ad on. you're doing? I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. So you're that, doing it, okay? No, yes. I, yes. I just want to make sure I'm listening. Okay. We're advertising what Ziploc got? bags and, and hand lotion. <laughs> Are you lonely? Do you have Ziploc? Do you have a microwave and a sponge? <laughs> Use coupon code PKA to fuck lonely in your home. Use the couch. Use box strings and a mattress. <laughs> yeah. So be thinking about that while I tell tell everyone here about the uh, Netgear Nighthawk router. This episode is sponsored by Nighthawk Pro Gaming from Netgear, rated 2018's top performing gaming router by PC Gamer and IGN. There's no question that online gaming demands a stable and low latency connection. Running multiple connected devices will cause network congestion that uh, most gateways simply can't handle. Switching your existing gateway or router to an XR500 gaming router is the easiest way to improve your online connectivity and online gaming experience with the biggest impact. The XR500 router creates an express lane just for your gaming uh, to give you incredible speed and no lag. It's purpose-built to lower your ping, stabilize your connection, and help you uh, game at incredible speeds. With the high-performance gaming router, you are complete, you're in complete control of your gaming experience. You can uh, keep your game alive with features like geo-filtering, traffic prioritization, and uh, device management. The, the Nighthawk Pro Gaming Router transforms your gaming experience and gives you the power to win. So uh, don't compete with other online devices for bandwidth. Save the competition for the game. Visit netgear.com slash uh, NPG and uh, learn how you can join the no lag crew today. Yeah, you need your gaming packets prioritized over your jackass family's Netflix packets. You don't Absolutely, be, you don't be losing gunfights because your little sister's downloading. I was going to say porn. That sounds bad, but yeah. Mm. Anyway, but if you don't say she is, then that's sexist. So you can't win either way. Strong mm. point. Your little sister and her porn habit is really hurting your KD. <laughs> Get yourself nickyear.com slash NPG. Absolutely. All right. So what, what, what object did you fuck, Taylor? Uh, 
Well, I was a little peeved that you blew mine right away. Couch cushions. Yes, that's mine too. Oh, man. Yeah, where you uh, you fuck between couch cushions. And even as... You know how many times I did it? Once. Me too. You know why? Because you do it once and you're like, this is awful. <laughs> like this, this is this is way worse than just jacking off, and so then you don't do it anymore. Like it, I think that's a realization you come to when you try and fuck house. I mean, I've never done the sponge microwave uh, uh, baggy thing you're talking about, but Neither have I. that's why I, I think, keep all the rubber gloves in the house. Rubber gloves—that's probably another good way to do it. <laughs> but like, I, I think that everybody who tries these kinds of things realizes like. This is way worse than just jacking off, and so that's why it's not widespread. Maybe yeah. you, uh, you, maybe you think differently. Kyle. So the, what well, did you fuck? Well, if you've got a bit of wet platinum, not a sponsor tonight, but a personal favorite of mine, then, <laughs> then you really don't need any sort of a device. Wet platinum—it's the finest silicone-based premium lubricant on the market. Again, you're not out there wet platinum. At all. I swear to fuck, you better sponsor us. Like, it's we've a tried fucking so hard crime so that long. you people don't pay us to pimp your shit. For years, I've been selling your lube to the masses. I lubed my hardwood floor and danced on it. This is the lube of kings right here. Wet platinum. Now with a red top. Check it out. We yeah. and, wait, and but this by the is way, not an ad. No, it's not. Don't buy that flavored wet platinum shit. That's, no, it's a do not get the flavor. Okay. It should be a crime no. to make it. Wet platinum, you're fucking up. I just want to... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just want to make sure. So... You talked about what you jerk off to for an ad for routers, but your ad for jerk off juice is not an ad for anything. Correct. I just want to make okay. Not getting paid a dime, and it's a fucking crime. Well, that's how I gotta get some of this stuff. Cheers! Please wow. reach out to Wet Platinum. It really is the best. It's quite expensive, and I can say that because they're not a sponsor. It's very expensive. Too expensive. It goes a long way. I, and by the I way, it doesn't come off. Five, but our this bottle is like eleven or twelve dollars. This little bottle. I've got a, a seventy dollar bottle in the other room with a pump on top. A little dabble, do you? A little dabble. <laughs> um, Dude, if you put that, if you have that shit all over your dick, like if you fuck at night, you go to bed without washing off. You got wet platinum all over your your cock. You get in uh-huh. the in the, uh, in the shower the next day. You might fucking slip and kill yourself because the second <laughs> because the second that water hits your dick, it's had twelve hours or whatever to 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 you know, soak in or dissipate or whatever. No, it immediately becomes an oil slick, and you will honestly step back and like do I like a have... grab the side thing. Like you you might hurt yourself, so always dab the dick after to I, get most of that off. I have a... practically the opposite experience, right? Like you did, you did fuck and then immediately shower. That would that would be more normal for me, and. Uh, and it's like, holy shit, this thing's good for like 16 hours or 3,000 miles. It doesn't just wash right off. I, I, I've cleaned my whole body. I've soaped my junk three times. And I believe I could fuck her right now and still be lubed up. You better you know what the, the trick is? You know what you actually do? Could be. Maybe you I need use, Dawn uh, or something. You, I use okay. Irish. You use, you use Dawn. They use Dawn to get oil Dawn. off of like cuts uh, through the off, grease. Off of, uh, a little, off of baby you know about sink? Like, like dish soaps? Yes. Dawn? Like in the... If oh, you're yeah, washing with you, that, your, your, your skin's got to be so dry and flaky. I'm Good just Lord. saying, I just well, know I how well, like when I have greasy hands from working on cars or something, Dawn cuts it. It's, it's like a superpower because it cuts grease. That's what Dawn is about. So I just imagine that it works on wet platinum. That's why I brought it up. This is well, not maybe. brought to you by Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about the amazing lube-destroying power of Dawn soap. <laughs> Yeah. And this lube, just talk about the router. If you do an yes. extra router. Oh, the 
router's done. We they were past the router. Yeah, oh yeah. My God. And we went Stop from router. Back to the router. <laughs> the router company. I'm saying. Maybe. Why aren't they talking about me like they're talking about this lube? But indirectly, we are. Do actually you use talking routers about the router. to access internet to jack off with lube? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then this exactly. is a for you. <laughs> uh, man. So, uh, oh, we didn't go to the round table. Here's yeah, my. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not, yeah go. Here's my couch fucking experience. So I, I've often joked about what a late bloomer I was. And that's uh-huh. true. It really is true. And, and there's other evidence like how long it took for leg hair, underarm hair, like muscles to come in. So I really was a late bloomer. But I have sometimes wondered if I had the ability to come a good nine or 12 months before I knew it. Right? Because um, I didn't know how to jerk off. I did like the, the Pornhub wasn't a thing back in like the nineties. So, or maybe even late eighties. So I, I don't know what I'm doing. I have penthouse letters and, and I, I read a penthouse letter story of like, I, it was somehow like a wrist brushed against a penis and the, the, the signals were electric. So I was like, aha, I guess that's how you jerk off. So I'm like trying, you know, like experimenting on my own, not knowing how to jerk off because, like I said, the media just was not as prevalent back then as it is now. Well, I don't know. Uh, we had this cable <laughs> box that decoded like everything. We could get what they called the Spice Channel, I think, and yes! Skinamax and things like that. So I'm home alone watching this stuff. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) sure enough, like, um, there's no one else around. They've all gone to bed. I think I slept in the, on the, in the living room, like by myself for most of my teenage years. And, uh, and I, I don't know, one thing leads to another and I do a little couch humping (laughs) as you do. And that was my first ejaculation. And, and like I said, like, it could be that I missed like six prime months of ejaculation and didn't know or nine or 12. Wait, 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 real real quick. But the way you set it up, I want to know, was there like a, a thing to catch the semen or was it just you just blew a wad right into the There was some the cleanup afterwards, Taylor. You're being a little judgy in this whole scenario. <laughs> well, no, but I'm asking because that was your first blow. And so you must have had that like, oh, yeah, this is an unforeseen hurdle. <laughs> it wasn't completely uh, unforeseen. I mean, like I had magazines. I, I knew that coming was a thing. But I didn't know coming was my thing, right? I thought I just was not lucky like that. So, um, and by the way, like I, I'm, you know, you know the how myth you know. Of the be- male orgasm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how you know it's coming. So I could have stopped, but this to me was like a once in a lifetime opportunity. I don't know that this is going to happen again. This is the first time it's ever happened. Why would I think that this was a repeatable feat? I, I, I don't know how to make this go. So what's working? We stick with it. We go. We finish. We don't give up. We're completion people. So that's how it went. I, I like to imagine more. I like to imagine the reason you were sleeping in the living room was that like like um, when I moved out of my parents' house, they turned my bedroom into uh, into like an art room. <laughs> right? So my mom could paint. I like to imagine that your mom just did that to your room when you were like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Woody, we're turning your room into a study. I'm I'm eleven. <laughs> 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 what are you going to study? Couch. What are you going to study? Beating techniques? Little Krav Maga with your goddamn <laughs> high-heeled stilettos? Uh, it's an inside joke, Asterios. Woody was abused as a child. Now that's why it's so funny. Okay, I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was beaten with shoes. Yeah, that's why we make that joke. Not just but, shoes. Don't underestimate it. <laughs> that's, that's totally it, fair. And, the, right and to just to be clear, <laughs> the abuse wasn't solely physical. It, there was some extreme mental terror inflicted upon him as a child. He, 
he would lose control of his bowels occasionally. You know, see, I'm glad that you made that statement because I usually assume that physical abuse comes with no mental abuse <laughs> whatsoever. I wouldn't imagine they'd be linked, so thank you. Yeah. Well, back to the God, you make that- me so proud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I understand your frustration in not doing as well in school, and I support you every step of the way. <laughs> Uh, That's the way I want to beat my children. Taylor, I mean, just you look like you're born to beat children. I think you do it well. (laughs) I think those kids could be hospitalized if you put your heart into it. You know, I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) You you guys both (laughs) fucked the couch. It's quite boring. Yes, how droll. (laughs) Tell me more about your peanut butter, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) So we had one of those paraffin hand waxer things. You ever seen one of those? Oh, but it's, you, you your, heat it up, right? Yeah, and then you soak yeah, your you hand it up, in the warm wax. And all wax. this paraffin wax becomes liquid. And then you put your hands in it. And when you pull them out, you've got like this. It hardens on your hands. And you've got like this glove on your hands. And I had this idea. Stick my dick in there. And I'll have like a, a masturbatory toy that's custom made for my dick. Right? Can you, uh, how old are you at the time? Just to fucking to thirteen. Stay. My 13, wax okay. thing was really hot. Really hot. <laughs> Way okay, so, too hot. So, so I crank this. Like I'm burning. home alone. I'm home alone. I crank this bad boy up and get the wax nice and liquid. And I'm like, oh, well, what position do I need? You know, it's on the counter in the kitchen. Like, 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 like I'm not gonna American Pie this bad boy. I'm not getting up on the counter. So I, I sit the thing on the floor. And I, I sort of get in a push-up position mm-hmm. with a hard on, yes, and do. I lower myself into it. And you know how, like, when you grab something hot, it takes a moment before you feel it. Yes. You know, like, like <laughs> I was about three quarters of the way in before I realized I'd made a serious error. <laughs> oh my god! Were your balls at so all in I, there? I, uh, the balls did not go. I, I, I think I was in one of those. You know, the, the balls are, are an interesting organ. You know, sometimes they're 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 hanging low, and sometimes they mm. they, they, they mm-hmm. suck right up. The balls. Thanks, need, I didn't know that. The, Truly, I, nature's well, mystery. Oh. The ball. <laughs> <laughs> what secrets do the balls hold? <laughs> All right. Now I'll tell you this: my balls were smarter than my brain at this mm. point because they knew they mm-hmm. needed. They need to hide from this hot molten wax that, that <laughs> I would, would lower into, like something from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm. All right, remember when they're lowering them in the into the lava? That's what's happening to my cock right now. I shriek, of course, as soon as I start feeling that there's like 140 degree wax all over my cock, and I like roll off the thing on my back, and I start trying to like, you know, pull the wax off my burnt cock. But but it was it it was it was painful for like a week afterwards, and I, I learned my lesson. I definitely learned my lesson from that. But I also uh, one time I was um, having a video chat with a young lady, and she was doing some things for me, and uh, and 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 she was I was like, well, what would you like to see me do? And she's like, I want to see you fuck something. And I was like, <gasps> I was How old like, are you oh. this time? 37, 39. <laughs> uh, this was earlier today, actually. Like 25. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm like, well, 
all right, what, you, what the fuck? What, what am I going to fuck? She's like, what do you got? I had a pumpkin. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, uh, I have a pumpkin here. She's like, yeah. Did you put pumpkin. like an, an emoji afterward, like coyly? <laughs> like, I've got a pumpkin here, winky face. I swear what? to God, I put a sad face on that pumpkin <gasps> because I thought it was funny. And, uh, and so, like, I point this frowny face at the camera and I, and I cut a hole in the back. And so I'm fucking the pumpkin, and he's looking. It's a it's a man pumpkin. This was gay pumpkin sex, and he's looking super upset about it. Um, yes. Wasn't that bad? I'm gonna no. say. Wasn't that the it up? crust of a pumpkin? The shell? I don't know what to call it. Not good for fucking. Fine. Okay. I would say. Um, well, the outer part. Make the hole big enough. Right, so that's not part of the deal. Certainly did. Well, well, you know, I'm I'm rubbing around the edges, right? You know, mm. I, I'm making sure that you know that maybe the top of the penis is definitely getting some getting getting some friction. But there's a lot of pulp on the inside of the pumpkin. You know, you you've dug out a pumpkin maybe sure. before to make a jack o' lantern. Yucky. So I made sure to hit the pumpkin nice and low and sort of an upward position. So I hit the pumpkin's G spot. I, I was hoping he would enjoy some of this, and but they kept frowning. Kept frowning. And and I, so I'm I'm fucking the pulp now, and the pulp felt pretty good. I didn't finish inside the pumpkin because you know I. I, I <clears throat> I've got some standards when it comes to pumpkin fucking. I'll fuck the pumpkin's mouth, but I'm a classy boy who will finish on the outside of the pumpkin. That's right. That's right. I'm not going to give this pumpkin a cream pie. I mean, we're making pie out of this thing tomorrow. Two, three years into our marriage, my my wife and I bought these VHS tapes on, like, how to be better lovers. And there was a tape for him and a tape for her, and we watched our respective tapes. And one of hers was like, your man might like this. Buy a tomato, cut out the middle, microwave it, and you can jerk him off with it. And she shows it to me, and she's like, huh? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> so we haven't done that. But uh, There is nothing messier than getting beaten off with a tomato. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what? How could that possibly be pleasurable? You're just thinking about all the laundry you're going to have to do and the fucking steam cleaner you're going to have to buy. Like no, you shouldn't do that. But Kyle, yeah. I want to know when you when you when you saw the pumpkin after you'd closed the chat after the night was over after you had finished wherever you did and you saw that pumpkin that you fucked, what went through your head? I hope it doesn't go bad before tomorrow night. Did you actually eat that pumpkin? <laughs> no, I threw the fucking pumpkin <laughs> away. What am I, a madman? Do you I even eat pumpkins? Can we, oh yeah, I guess pumpkin, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin what am I pie. Thinking? Yeah. You Are know there... what? Pumpkin pumpkin must suck serious cock as far as food is concerned because it's enormous. And what do people eat? Just pumpkin pie. What else do they, pumpkin seeds? I guess. The, the but that's seeds, a giant. I want to say Starbucks has a pumpkin spice latte. I don't know if any pumpkins are killed in the making of it, but it's a thing. That's just a lot of sugar and artificial sweetener. I, I doubt there's much actual pumpkin. The pumpkin is the dumbest crop. <laughs> if I were a dictator, I'd ban it. Frankly, Except I love in cases of fucking. Pie. Every time I have pumpkin pie, I just get a raging heart on. I, I, I have to finish right there. Can you, uh, Grandma? Do you mind if? Could you draw a man's frowny face on my pumpkin pie? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can enjoy. I it. need him. I don't want him to enjoy it. No. Oh, I, I wanted to ask ask you about uh the the wax removal too because you went past that. So yeah. like, I've done that with my foot before, where you like. But I also did uh I. 
uh, my mom had one of those like foot wax things that and like hand wax things that we would do. And I remember I uh, I took <laughs> I took a bunch of my younger brother's toys and dipped them all in the wax. <laughs> and, and nothing ruins an action figure like being dipped in wax because you just you can't peel it all off. It's always or there. A penis. In a way. Or a penis. I'd like to you know, point I, out, or a penis. Both. Of it. Don't do either. <laughs> don't dip anything other than your hands and feet in wax. Solid point, Mysterious. Yes. What? Uh, oh what? How did you peel the wax off? Did it come off in like a sleeve, the way it does on the glove, uh, or were you like tearing strips off your cock? Now, see, for it to harden to that point, I would. It takes a while. Like you dip in there, and then you like let whatever you've dipped in sit for like a good couple minutes because it's got to mm. cool down and solidify. So when I started tearing the wax off it, it was still like a, a weird like vi- liquid it was still in like a it was still like a molten condition when i was just trying to get it off so you know i didn't have any uh, it, it wasn't that difficult or anything like that but my cock was so soft and supple and hydrate i bet it was yeah did you kind of enjoy that part of it where you're like man this is the softest cock <laughs> no, my cock was like red, and I couldn't touch it for like three days. It was, it was awful. It burnt the shit on my cock. It was terrible. It was an awful experience. Woody told the story of the first time he ever came. I think I remember the first time something ever came out. And I don't remember how old I was, maybe like 11. And I remember going, like having it happen, being like, oop, guess I peed a little at the end there. And got up, went to the bathroom saw clearly not pee and i remember <laughs> I, I remember thinking like should i go bring my like parents attention to this or something like should should i like let somebody know that this happened like is this bad and i i don't know what it was because i was always like a, a ang- anxious little kid like always wanting to like be sure of things and i was like no you know what let's sit on this one for a while <laughs> you know <gasps> I, I don't i don't want to walk in there and go mom dad i was tugging on my on my cock, <laughs> and this came out. They're like, "You're 11." <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, when I I'm when so I glad first, I didn't confront when it. I first figured out masturbation, I really enjoyed it, and I did it a lot. And we I remember one it. day, I believe the number was six, maybe wow. seven times. On the last time, little blood came out. Oh! Instead of cum, blood came out. No. And I, I was yeah. Yeah, and I was like, seven is too many. How many times will you jack off today? One, <laughs> two, <laughs> a, a, a three. Ah, seriously, four. Ah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, maybe se- five. Oh, blood will come out soon, child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seven. That. That's, yeah. that's a really... That's not big to me. I've had sex ten times in a day. Yeah, ten times in a day. It wasn't a day. It was twenty-four hours, which is you know, so that's still a lot. To to completion. Yeah. Ten times. That's insane. It only only took thirty minutes, though. So yeah, the Uh. (laughs) early on, less than that. (laughs) You know, (laughs) one of the reasons you go for two is the first one was only three minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) Ten times got at least thirty, forty pumps in there. (laughs) (laughs) I came to you. Came ten times. She came once. It works out. It works out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how many times she came, but probably less than ten. I bet women's orgasms are just noticing how they are when they come. 
it seems like it's so much better than ours. So you get a little bit <laughs> like, God, your orgasm seems so intense and good, and like it lasts for a while, and then you have your little shitty male orgasm, and like this is this isn't fair. Like, I think you might be right. Also, I like that their orgasm doesn't make a ton of mess, right? Like it can, it can, but like you know, there are girls who can just wiggle in their seats in biology class and, and bring themselves to orgasm. And there are no guys. If they've who had do their that. clitoral hood removed as God <laughs> intended. <laughs> When, when Sarah made her pact with the Lord, and Abraham yes. was there, okay, she agreed to remove the clitoral hood from all her daughters there forward as a, a, a as part of her. It's right her, here, Leviticus eighteen twenty one. Thank Thou you. shalt remove the clit hood, for it is gross. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that being out of the pod, God damn it! Let, let's get some work done, and uh, and uh, and so. And then the biology spoke. class will be that much better. Yeah, for Chemistry. sure. Yeah, we'll be hard pressed been... to find another pro female circumcision <laughs> podcast to promote your Patreon. No, this <laughs> is a you guys. This is the hottest take I've heard so far on it. <laughs> well, see, the difference is like like what you hear about female genital mutilation is when they remove the clitoris, mm, they scrape it right that. off. And we are not for that no. because that's all about asserting dominance over the woman so that she honestly it's so that she's less likely to stray from her husband because now she it's much more difficult for her to achieve an orgasm unless it's a, a, a penetration orgasm. She can no longer achieve a clitoral orgasm because she doesn't have one. And of course, that is the easier orgasm for a woman to achieve. He, he's, he's checking out on this one. He'll mm. be back. He just probably got disconnected or something. But uh, 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 the, the, the removal of the clitoral hood is the complete opposite of a female genital mutilation. It's to improve the lady's uh, ability to achieve an orgasm. Yeah. See, but, like, they want that hood there so that their clit isn't always being stimulated by, like, you know, sitting down. Oh, yeah, because is your cock always being stimulated, like, like just from your pants? No. No, you, you, you become an adult, and your, your cock is just fine in there. You're not constantly getting... Like hard ons anymore, I'm sure, or coming in your pants, probably, and and, and so it's fine. Well, and the same would be judgment. true. Well, all of us know. blow a wad in our pants from time to time. You know, there are those creepy guys that I guess are go you to the a strip club. Oh, go ahead, sorry. They go to the strip club in like sweatpants with no underwear, so that the chick is like getting actual friction like on their cock, and they blow in their pants, and that's their whole fucking goal when they go in there. I've yeah. always thought. That's pretty fucking creepy, right? Like, like, like. It's I don't know if creepy is the right way. Right, right. No, way. you're right. You're right. It's creepy. Like, I remember Jim Norton speaking about this on O and A, like old O and A episodes, and he, I don't remember who it was, but he's talking about this dude he used to go to strip clubs with, and he's like, and this guy would wear sweatpants that were 20 years old because they were super threadbare. thin, worn down. You know, yeah, threadbare, and under that he would wear like silk underwear. And he would coat his penis and balls in lubricant prior <laughs> prior to going. And so, with that combined with uh, the the silk underwear and the thin sweatpants, he would get lap dances. And he would come in his pants just from uh, just from the rubbing. That's all it would be. And so, I think that falls pretty squarely in the creepy category. Yeah, it's pretty rough. His phone died. He'll be back in a moment. Yeah, that that's that's pretty. That's again, I don't know if creepy is necessarily the word. It's it's kind of it's 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 desperate for sure, but it's also like 
I don't think those chicks are down for that. Like, like I guess some of them are. You know, if you pay I mean, them like, enough. Like, I don't know. I, I want. Uh, can you hear us, Asterios? Yeah. Sorry, my uh, my phone just died. I switched to my computer. Uh, let me. It, you can you guys a... see me? Oh, there no, we go. I... Oh, see. there we are. Oh, fell a little too low on that. Oh, yeah. Almost saw your pumpkin. <laughs> That's no. There's no. There's a very unhappy face on my pumpkin. Oh, <laughs> making you horny. We were we're having a debate on creepiness. Is it creepy well, well, if you go? To the right guy, what do you got? Yes, <laughs> yes. If you go to a strip club in threadbare, very thin uh, pajama pants, sweatpants kind of thing, and you wear silk boxers under that, and you coat your cock and balls in in lube prior, and then you have the woman lap dance on you, and then you blow in your pants. Is that creepy, or is it industrious? <laughs> Here's what I think. I've heard strippers talk about, like, when they see a guy coming in in, like, thin gym shorts, they're just like, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Like, they know, they like, they get, but at the they same time, it. it's kind of like, well, you're at a strip club, so are you really that worried about how you're coming off to the world? Mm-hmm. Like, if, like, you know, you're kind of in, you're in, like, the headquarters for degeneracy, so you might as well go all the way. Fair enough. I like that perspective. I think it's creepy, but I also give them quite a bit of industrious points. Like, you know, they're they're getting a lot of bang for their buck. Yeah, I want to know what the girls think. Like, if a guy comes in in thin pants, it doesn't seem like they should be judging, right? He's still wearing much more than they are. Why are they on their yeah, high but they're horse? Not, he's not paid to dance around. Like, well, they can... oh, I totally agree that a, a stripper taking a high horsed moral stance is silly. <laughs> but I don't think it's necessarily a moral stance. To be like, hey, you know what? I don't care for it when guys wear thin pants and come near my, well, near my ass. Well, are, are guys blowing loads from dancers? Yes, well, that's that, what we're talking about. Yeah, that about. was that was the thing. Well, it's that like, was your thing. Would... I get it, but I mean, in reality, is this a thing that guys commonly do? I never blew a load because of a dancer. Like, well, that's because no, 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 you she, didn't when, go in there because <laughs> I wasn't industrious. It, it's a well, no, it, it's a lap dance is what I'm saying. So she's like grinding mm-hmm. her ass on his genital region mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and usually if he's wearing jeans or something like you wouldn't get stimulation on your dick from that but he Chafed. intentionally wears threadbare sweatpants I follow the scenario and, yeah. I had advanced okay. it to are guys doing anything like this do guys who show up in doctors actually blow loads not that I know of right well I don't know you wouldn't want you wouldn't want an oyster where... running down your leg if you're wearing dockers that'll show up yeah, yeah, they don't do it in dockers. They, like, like specifically, they wear sweatpants with no underwear. And, and yeah, the idea is that they're going to get off from the mm. lap dance. Lots of guys do this. I didn't know that. I always thought the strip club was just about the tease. Uh, no, I, I, almost every strip club I've ever gone to that I was propositioned to, uh, to, uh, by, by, to pay for sex or just to fuck one or the other. Mm. Scotty always had better luck than I did with the with the... With the strippers, uh, he like when we went to uh, we were in Louisville that time, and uh, I had been paying this bitch all night long, and I was like, hey, you you, you want to come back with uh, me and Scotty to the hotel? Not that we were gonna share her, cause Scotty had already locked down his stripper. Mm. He'd already fucked his stripper the night before, and I was like, I'm gonna get one too. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just fucking making it rain over there, you know. I'm like three hundred dollars in, and I'm and and. 
She didn't show up. She didn't fucking show up to the hotel. Scotty's over there in the adjoining room banging the shit out of like an 8 out of 10. Like mm. a super hot stripper. Just the best looking stripper in the place. Was your stripper as hot? Oh, I guess not. No. Yeah, no. no, she wasn't. No, I would have thought I, that was... would increase your odds. I was just thinking about this before your story went on. Like, you know what? Hottest stripper in the place. Maybe not the one you target. Right? Yeah, maybe I, she's a little honestly, harder to score. I strategically picked one that I thought would be down. Mm. That I that I thought that I could I I could get. Was back there a to lot it. of strategy in deciphering which stripper you think is down to? It's hard to figure out is. which one's slutty at the strip club. Look, you got to think about it this way. Like, like this is the kind of woman that would never dance with no clothes for money. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've ever. <laughs> She's classy. Yeah. I don't know if you ever played the slot machines in Vegas or anything no. like that. But but like. The more you play one, the more likely it is to pay off. It's not random every time, like rolling dice. They have an algorithm, so they're going to pay off at a certain point. They, they, they're they going to. So what some people will do is they'll watch somebody play the machine and load it up, and they'll predatorily jump on it when that person leaves. So they let the, the other person be the sucker. I had to pick a stripper for, at the beginning of the night to start Pulling the slot on all night, right? I couldn't be spreading my quarters all over the place. That's that's madness. You got to pick one, and I I made my I I, cho- I chose poorly, like fucking Indiana Jones again. <laughs> this time, uh, in the what was the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, no, it was the uh, it was the wherever Raiders the fucking Writers of the Lost Ark. I chose poorly, and <laughs> and fucking my cock withered away to like a skeleton, like that Nazi's head did. It was it was a real fucking error. I I, I definitely was like three hundred dollars in. She didn't get all my money. I had like I had a lot of money on me at the time, but it, it was three hundred dollars of wasted fucking money on this chick. But she had an awesome like like her like all strippers have like a signature move. I've found the good ones anyway. Hers, Hers was, was the Hepsi twist. Yes, <laughs> yes, that was it. No, she would go way up the pole. She'd climb up the pole and then she'd drop. She would just fucking free fall down, and her ass, she had a huge ass, white, white chick, would slam onto the fucking, like, plexiglass. So hard, it looked like she should be hurt, but it would, it would just, it would pop! It would, like, make a plop noise every time she'd do it, and then she'd start, like, twerking her ass, like, on the thing, and it's just like, plop, 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 and I'm just, like, doling out the ones over there, just fucking going to town, I... I paid the $40 for the double private dance, got four songs. They play the really short songs in there, you by the way. The you never paid $30 for the ATM fee at the you, damn you, Never Club. once have I gone, yeah. back, gone back to get a lap dance, and she's like, yeah, yeah, $20 for two songs. And then you get back to here, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Right. No, no, <laughs> you're not playing ballads. It's, it's some, like, two-minute song. Like, yeah, they've never been like, all right. Gotta have it. It's like it's like this. This sounds like two minutes long. It's never been like in a gotta devita. It's like oh, all right, I got twenty five minutes to do this. No, never. They know their game. They know what's up. So like uh, weird Al. Yeah. Like ninety yeah. second songs. Uh, I've only we, been to one strip club in my entire life, ever. Only once. And it, meh. I haven't like, I, been to many. Jackie doesn't like it. I stop. I haven't been to one in probably twenty years. I've been to uh, I haven't been to a ton. I I honestly don't like them, but some t- I've been in a lot of like I don't know situations like meeting people in foreign cities and stuff, and they'll take you out in the town. And so um, I guess maybe it was Tampa or Cocoa Beach or something. I went to like three in one night, 
And the guy I was with knew, like, he frequented these places and frequently dropped, like, thousands of dollars. So they were, like, giving us the VIP treatment, and we were, I was getting, like, they were getting naked, you know, I was getting to touch pussy, and then they were, they were showing me pussy, and they're not supposed to do any of that. Like, mm-hmm. like just talk, but, but you know, go in the back room, you do whatever you want. And, uh, and definitely in L.A., um, but, like, last time I was, not last time, but maybe it was COD XP. Like, I was, I was at the strip club with a porn star, and um, she and I were, like, getting private dances from these, these girls. And the one girl's like, you know, I can come back to your hotel with you two. And I was like, I looked at the, the porn star, and I was like, what do you think? And she's like, I think she's probably got herpes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking, like, jo- jokes the on you. The porn star's big time in the stripper? That's not <laughs> nice. And I'm thinking to myself, like, jokes on you, bitch. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have herpes, and uh, and and so like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I think the stripper's hotter than the porn star. Maybe I can work something out where I fuck the porn star, and then the stripper shows up after I get rid of the porn star, and I just fuck them both tonight. Mm. And so I'm like, I, and so like. In earnest, I start negotiating with the stripper. I'm like, well, how much would something like that cost? You know, and she's like, ah, like four hundred dollars for half an hour. And I'm like, half an hour would probably do it. Um, is there an ATM Twice? over here? <laughs> Not with her. Well, I mean, I'm already gonna have to <laughs> three times jokes. in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, judging uh, but, you harshly, but not for that. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it just didn't work out. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't pay her for any uh, any sex or anything like that. I just went back with the young lady that I that I had already acquired. And uh, thank God you didn't, with. because I I didn't know this until I looked it up just now. That's illegal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they call it prostitution. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to be paying her for the sex. The sex was was on the house. I would only be paying her for a bit of nude modeling that I was interested in. I was going to take some nude photographs of her. Can you do this? Like, uh, can you look a little uh, despondent over into the corner there? All right, now try that with my cock in your mouth. I would try a little. Oh, you already are. This is called Salty Face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's funny because women are objects. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Oh. Uh, they shouldn't be able to vote. No. Mm-mm. No. Well, well, I'm glad we all agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> Three fifths of a vote, maybe. I'll meet him halfway, <laughs> roughly. <laughs> yeah, halfway. Well, I call it <laughs> Yeah, those, uh, those strip clubs, like, I'd like. There's one here that my girlfriend now is like, oh, it'd be fun. Like, let's go to this strip club. And, like, it's not just a strip club. It's like a nightclub kind of thing. Yeah. It's called Pops. And it's in East St. Louis, which is the most dangerous place in the country by far. It's like oh. a couple a couple miles from here. And they're, they got grandfathered in. So they are a 24-hour, seven days a week strip and nightclub. You can go there at 5 a.m. on a Sunday, and there will be people drinking and looking at strippers there. You can go there any time at all. People got shot outside there, I think, two weekends ago. And so that's why I'm not too, too set on going to Did they pops, close, though? Or did they stay oh, open? Oh, no. There, there, are, there are shootings there all the time. Like, they're, they're <laughs> in that area, at least. Like, uh, oh, shit. Fucking and St. Clown Posse is going to be there. And fl- Waka Flocka Flame on October 12th. Dude. 
That's Dude, if you hey, come to, PKA come to STL, come to STL, we'll hop over to Pops. It'll be a, it'll be a, an interesting time, at the very least. I, I think if you did a PKA meetup at a strip club when Insane Clown Posse's playing would be pretty legendary. I, I don't like uh, those, what are they called? Juggalos? Juggalos. I can't tell <laughs> what if a they're bold doing stance. it I, uh, <laughs> ironically. I, see, I, I, don't know any, I don't know anything they do. I just I can't These tell if they're doing it ironically or not. gangster clowns aren't my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Asterios? What I do here is I make hard, risky stances like that. I don't, I don't care for these face-painted degenerates who I don't even know what they do. I just, I can't tell if they're doing it ironically or unironically. I think they see themselves as tough, like as, as like people who you would not want to fight with. Oh well, then that's silly because they look ridiculous and they drink Fago, don't they? They do enjoy Detroit's own Fago soda. Yes. What is the official soda of the Juggalo? That's a genuine. It's just a soda. Fago? It's yeah, just, it's just Fago, a regionally popular soda that they've, that they've adopted. Yeah, it tastes fine. But they've adopted it as like, this is the Juggalo soda. Yeah. And they're probably like making lean out of it or something like that anyway. Um, oh, yeah. I, I remember there was a, talking about them being tough guys. They were on the fucking Stern show one day. And uh, some guy called in and starts arguing with like, I don't know. One of them's called like Violent J. Yep. His, 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 his name's literally Violent J. Yep. He starts arguing with Violent J. He's, he's like, he's like, fuck you, dude. I'll come whip your ass right now. Violent J's like, bring it on, man. I'll fucking fight you. Let's go. And and he's like, he calls back a few minutes later. He's like, I'm in the lobby. Come down. Nice. Come down. And and Violent J, and, and 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 Howard's like, hey, uh, Violent J. Uh, he's calling you out, man. He's down in the lobby. What do you think? He's like, man, I'm an entertainer. I don't. I don't need all that, man. He's just totally, look, can't blame him for not wanting to go downstairs <laughs> and fight a random person off the street, I suppose. I mean, but don't not, call not yourself random. fucking. Not random. Here's why. He's self-selected, right? Oh. A, a random person off the street could include a little old lady or, or, or a kid or whatever. This is a self-selected badass. Probably this likes to fight guy. Yeah, likes to fight guy. Carry on. Exactly. But yeah. at the same time, his name isn't Passive J. <laughs> he's not let's talk this out jay he's, he's violent jay and so yeah if there's one dude that you should feel comfortable challenging to a fight it's a guy who pretends to be a gangster paints his face and calls himself violent jay so i'm actually on the side of the self-selected person here if you're gonna talk a big game like i would like anyone who self-selected themselves to fight me zero percent chance i'm gonna fight them because i'm not violent taylor i'm regular taylor <laughs> and and I don't want to fight a self-selected person because no one's ever been like, well, I'm a little doughy, but I think I could take him. Like, no, it's like there's a guy who's like, I've been training for this. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to beat the shit out of this internet retard that says, I don't even know, I had 15 things that you can take umbrage with. I've said this episode. <laughs> this episode alone. You got a problem with cut yeah. cocks? Yeah. I'm a defender <laughs> of couches everywhere. I stand for women's clits, and I'm going to beat the shit out of Violent Taylor <laughs> when he comes down <laughs> tomorrow morning. There was, a, uh, there was a moment, like, a guy challenged me to an internet boxing match. I w- oh, my was God. Was he a Reddit moderator? Yeah. There, there's yeah. a video of this. Should we watch a video as you're explaining it? Because we don't need the audio for it. No, you should just, you should just watch the video. Um... Yeah, but the thing is, like, like there was a Reddit, uh, like there was a Reddit mod who challenged me to a fight of the Donald, was, right? Yeah, it was yeah, the Donald. Yeah, from the Donald. 
And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I can take him because he moderates a Reddit. Like, like he decided to do this for free. Yeah, he was like the world's biggest Donald Trump fan, and he wanted to box me because I'm a big internet liberal. And um, you guys can see the fight, but after that, everybody started challenging me to fights. And I was like, absolutely not. If you guys are challenging me to fights because you think you could beat me, guess what? You win. This one guy kept coming after me, and he was like, I want to fight, I want to fight. I was like, no. I go, I'm sure you could beat me. And then I looked up his name. He was like some sort. He was like some Hawaiian nine-year craft McGraw Mag- champion. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? why? It wouldn't even be entertaining to beat me up. You're a professional combat sports guy. And he's like, yeah, I just want to slap you around a little bit. I'm like, I don't <laughs> want that. I don't, no. I, I don't want to be slapped around at all. Dude, and Krav Maga is like the underhanded form of martial arts. Like, okay. like all the all the main Krav Maga moves you can't do in UFC because it's all groin strikes and eye gouging and throat <laughs> attacks. Like, like that's what you were in for with Krav Maga. Is he would have you know posted up and then he would have jabbed you in the goddamn throat and kicked you in the nuts. Like uh, that's what Krav Maga is. But I mean, no. like, it's it's a. Uh, I think the Israeli Defense Force. Yeah, because it was the IDF invented it, and it's just like they invented it in the 1950s. So they have all the modernist technology to beat you up. It's like at least karate is like old. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like this crap, my God, the new hip thing to kill me with. I'm not interested. Yeah, karate was like you never strike the groin. It is a dishonorable. <laughs> like, that kind of shit. But, like, Krav Maga is all about winning and neutralizing the threat. So it's like, yeah, kick them in the nuts, tear their eyes out, stab, like, do anything you need to do to shut them down. But I want to do a, to talk a little bit more about the fight. Oh, when God. was it in the fight that you knew? Because the funniest thing you did in the whole thing, people look this up, look up Asterios first, the, the Donald mod, is neither of you knew proper boxing etiquette, and you got winded quickly, but you were much heavier and bigger than the guy. And so there's one time where... You, like, miss with a punch, and he steps back, and instead of doing a traditional punch, you take your arm like this and swing with a backhand, and you catch him in the jaw, and you knock him down fucking hard. Yep. And because nobody is, like, calling the fight for real, everybody's like, oh, what a strike! <laughs> and, it's, and, and, and you, like, clearly are like, yeah, I'll roll with this. <laughs> like, if, if you're it was kind of a spinning that. back fist. I saw it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I, so I was hard. I was hoping that you would win that. <laughs> I did not want to see that Donald dude win. Uh, according to the rules of boxing, if a ref doesn't call it illegal, it's illegal. I, I mean, it's legal. So, mm-hmm. like, if you spinning back fist and the guy doesn't call it, no harm, no foul. You can punch a guy at the base of the spine. They're called rabbit punches because they're like as virtuous and. Uh, and, and like and clear of moral purpose as a rabbit is, you know, rabbit the, yeah. the most moral of all animals. <laughs> so um yeah, it's just whatever the ref wants. And that ref wanted me to backfist that guy. I've challenged him to a rematch a million times, and he is just not interested in a rematch. Like this was like a like we ended with a draw, and the idea was that we would get like the Hammerstein ballroom and a real ref and real medics and, like, really do a fight, uh, he's not super interested. No, he learned he was his a... lesson. But it was a draw? Now, be honest, like because I only saw a piece of it, you looked like you won by a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, it was I not knocked... a draw. Asterios won, if you watch it. Yeah. yeah I he's, knocked he's, him to the ground. You get so many knockdowns. 
Yeah, I got four knockdowns, and apparently three is a TKO. Mm-hmm. But at yeah. the same time, like, I don't know. I don't know what boxing – like, the like I'm just – the guy just challenged me to a fight on Twitter, and I was like, I think this is the only fight in the world that I don't need to be scared of. <laughs> like, I could just t- – like, the, again, a Reddit moderator – like you got I would to feel imagine. comfortable fighting any Reddit moderator unless they are the mod of like God Street Fighting or right. MMA or something like that. Like other than that, and like that was the fight where that guy's girlfriend is like a weeaboo oh. and she was dressed as a cat meowing at you the whole time, right? Yes, yes. The, he was dating a cat girl and he brought her in on a leash and a collar. Oh, and hot. during the, <laughs> and during the fight, like she. She's in the corner, dressed up like a kitty cat, yelling at the guys that worked at the MMA gym that we fought at. Um, because uh, what happened was, uh, after the first round, she said, "Like it's really great that you're beating him, even though he needs prescription glasses and he's not wearing them." <laughs> and the and the MMA guys are like, "Well, no excuses, you, you know." And then she's like, I don't remember asking for your opinion. And they were like, well, we don't remember you paying $20 to come in here. And now Catgirl is like arguing with her boyfriend and me over who's going to give her $20. But we're both wearing boxing gloves. And I'm like, I can't get to my wallet right now. Also, I didn't have $20. But like, uh, (laughs) yeah, Catgirl is just, she was a, she was a real nightmare. So what Catgirl tells me way before the fight, way <laughs> before the fight, the guy challenged me to a fight I accept. I'm like, okay, I think I can win this. Uh, she messages me and she's like, I'm his fiance. He has cancer. You're not allowed. Please don't fight him. I'm like, oh, shit. And I was heading down to Texas to direct a, uh, uh, to help make a TV commercial. And so uh, I go down there. I meet up with Catgirl and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit! Well, if this guy has cancer, we gotta <laughs> find a way to get him out of this. So me and my girlfriend meet with Catgirl at a bar in uh, in um, Austin, and Catgirl starts going on and on about how her uh, uncle created the CIA, which is why she's allowed to threaten the CIA because they're afraid of her uncle's influence. Now the the police chief of Austin doesn't take her 911 calls anymore, but she has a roommate who uh, is a reincarnated Nazi and stabbed her in the chest with a triangular-bladed SS tip. So we've got to help her tonight. And I'm like, this guy doesn't have cancer at all. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. uh, Her her uncle founded the CIA in 1947. uh, What a maniac. I know. You should have beaten the shit out of her, too. Oh, that's not nice. It's not nice. Such, such Why a lady, not? But, uh, what did what did he do that was worse than what she did? See, you're sexist. CIA. You're no. sexist. Well, yeah, you can beat the shit out of him. His uncle didn't create the CIA. So you're fine. <laughs> oh my god. Was this one round? I'm watching this fight, and it looks exhausting. It's two rounds. Uh, it's two rounds. Your fight style does not conserve energy. You were. <laughs> oh, no, I got really excited, and I really went. At some point, I just started windmilling. It was. Uh, yeah, I you didn't did start windmilling. I I should have fought better, but I'm down for a rematch whenever that guy is. I'm not judging. You went in there and like, jeez, is round two about to start? Maybe. Yep. 
Dude. What was uh did you did you talk to this guy afterward at all? Like was there any or was it just like get up and leave and that was it or did you guys like grab a beer or talk or any resolution? Well, I had work the next day and it was <laughs> back when I you mean, had a job. Back when I back for Maddox took my goddamn job oh. away from me. <laughs> By writing so to HR that I was a misogynist. But anyway, uh, so, it like, I'm trying to, this guy and I, I'm trying to set up, like, a real fight, like, where we really get a venue and we really get this. And I was going to, I wanted to sell a book at the thing. And he would sell a book at the thing. And, but the guy, every time, he would always be like, I want to fight you tonight. I want to fight you tonight. And I remember telling him on the phone, like, so many times, and this would be like on the Dick Show or over Twitter, and I'd be like, "I'm not gonna fight you tonight, like that. We don't gain anything. That that'll be it for this thing." But then finally, so many people texted me. They were like, "You have to call his bluff. You have to fight him tonight. You look like a pussy." I go, "You don't understand. He's an actual crazy person. If I tell him I want to fight him tonight, he will show up tonight, and that's it for the fight." And they go, "Ah, you got to do it." So I finally go okay i'll fight you tonight and he drives six hours <laughs> we meet one in the morning at a punk bar in brooklyn that's playing porno on the tv he walks into the bar wearing a silk robe and like old-timey <laughs> red boxing gloves and he's carrying this girl on a leash and i'm like god damn it i wanted to sell books and tickets and t-shirts and now we're just gonna so we go to a we just went to an MMA gym middle of Long Island that was over 24 hours. I asked the guys that worked there, like, can we have a dumb internet fight in the back? And they're like, yeah. And, like, that's the fight you're seeing. It was, wow. it was so unplanned, unprompted, unexpected, uh, but ideally unforgettable. This fight it's, is outstanding. It was hilarious. I'm showing it to our audience as you talk about it. Uh, you're currently finished fighting. It looks like maybe laying on your back trying to get yep. oxygen in your body again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I and, loved how uh, you on at least the dick show or whatever show it was you were on at the time, you were like, yeah, like you were talking such a big game. Like, I'm going to get fit. I'm on a fitness regimen right now. I've been eating better. I'm working out. And then you showed up for the fight. And it was so clear that you had done none of those things. And you just showed up. Had you done any of those things? Had you? you... The opposite. It's actually, unfortunately, it's the opposite. So I'm telling people that my training regimen is to eat 100 McNuggets a day. And I'm telling (laughs) people I'm going to become the blob. Because much like in the X-Men video game, nothing can hurt the blob. So I'm so I'm telling people I'm gonna blob up, but secretly I've trained like I have like I've hired the best boxing coach in New York, and he's training me four days a week. Now my plan was this I wanted to have the match around Christmas. Right now we're talking it's around June. I was going to show up in the dick show wearing fat suits, but just get ripped. And then Christmas Day, which is Boxing Day overseas, beat the shit out of him. But he pulls this thing where he's like, I want to fight you tonight. And my goddamn ex-girlfriend texts me and she's like, you look like a real pussy right now. I'm like, well, then I guess I have to fight him. Because <laughs> a girl told me I look like a pussy. And so... I challenge him back, and we do the thing, and that's why this all... And so when I took off my shirt, like, yeah, I was a little Joey, but that was after, like, a month of training. And you'll notice when the fight starts, 
I am in a proper fight stance, and I land exactly one proper punch. But then I saw this look on his face when I hit him. Like he had never been hit before, and he was real scared. And that's when I just started, like, my training just went out the window. I was just like, ah, I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, and so that's how, why. Uh, how big of a guy was he? Or how tall are you? I'm five foot uh, nine, five foot ten. He was like six foot one. He was tall and skinny. But he was a string uh, bean kind of build. That's the yes, that's the thing. He was like really rail thin. You think? Which is what? Hmm? Really real thin. I'm looking at him. He's thin-ish, but I don't. I don't know if really real thin. Mysterio's well, has a different definition of real. Yeah, real I mean, <laughs> come on, that's the thing. It's like I was. He was only like two twenty or something. <laughs> but he kept his feet. He couldn't stay up. Like that's the thing. He was like tall and thin, so he was like easy to. Know. I mean, he. I knocked the guy down four times. It's like he could not stay up. Yeah, he didn't yeah, have yeah. any balance. I think you elbowed him in the back of the head once. Well, the, the, the ref doesn't call it. No harm, no foul. The ref didn't call it. Well, that's I not what no harm, no foul means. But I'm pretty sure by ref, you mean like one of the guys standing outside the cage going, yeah, look at him. <laughs> well, I did at one point after I punched him a bunch at first, and he looked really scared. I yelled, bring it, you bitch. And, <laughs> and the ref said, language. <laughs> 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 Captain America. And I went, bring it, B word, and that was okay. Well, at least you should call him a cop. He would have. That would have really oh. struck home. That would have been the perfect thing to call a Donald because uh-huh. this was a couple years yeah, ago when, before Cuck had like totally become not a thing anymore. Like that would that was the time to get some cuckery in on that guy. Yeah, see, now the thing is to call people pedos. Like we've moved on from Cuck. Cuck mm. had its moment. Yes, now it's just if you disagree with someone on Twitter, you just call them a pedophile. You know, I had that before it was cool. <laughs> and I Elon Musk really <laughs> led the charge on that one, so uh, kudos to him. Elon yeah, Musk is a- riding my coattails. I, I, <laughs> I was called a pedo in my heyday uh, 100, 200, you know 300 what, times a day. I'm sensing another $20 million lawsuit. <laughs> 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 Your Honor, I've been called a pedophile long before <laughs> long before any of this. These people are biting my style. <sighs> I'm trying to call I, uh, it a pedophile market. This is mildly related. Uh, Woody, guesstimate uh, mm. how many buys, how many pay-per-view buys do you think the last UFC event, the one that was uh, Tyron Woodley versus Darren Till, how I'm many buys? Bet it was medium for recently, which is down compared to before, and I'm going to say... Three hundred and seventy-five thousand to four twenty-five. One hundred and thirty. Whoa, that's low. Yeah, that's but I do think pathetic. that Woodley's a better pull than he was before that fight. Like, because because he had just fought Woodley and um, who's the white guy, Wonder Boy? We'll, we'll just call him Wonder Boy twice. Yeah. And those were the most boring fights in UFC. Like among the most boring fights in UFC history. So Woodley wasn't a draw. He beat the Dickens out of Till. He did. Uh, people like him more now than he did before that fight. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's 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 pathetic. I, I, I can't wait to see how much, uh, how many buys this Connor fight gets. I'm, I'm. I, I think it's going to be low. I, I, I think it's going to be. he doesn't break low. a million. You want to, you want to put a bet on that? Another five dollars. 
I, as much as you want that it breaks a million. Really? Who's Connor, who's Connor fighting again? I forget. Habib Nurmagomedov. Oh, I don't know who that is. See? What is there like a fun storyline? You're yes. kidding, right? No, I mean the last I heard he fought a boxer and that was interesting because it was like who will win, this giant boxer or this little MMA guy? Like, well, what's the storyline now? Is there anything? Um, well, the storyline is that um, so Connor has taken has been away from MMA for uh, two years now. Uh, he was the champion at 145, and they took that belt from him. They stripped him. He, and he was also the champion at 155 pounds. Well, they stripped that belt from him, and they essentially gave it to a guy named Habib Nurmagomedov. He's 26 and 0. Uh, is his record. He is from Dagestan, Russia. There, he he has this crazy like storyline behind himself. Like like he is a wrestler. He takes people to the ground and he mauls them. He pummels them on the ground. There are videos of him wrestling a bear when he's nine years old. Like it's a small bear, but he's wrestling a bear at nine years old. He has yeah. destroyed everyone they've ever put in front of him, and he is the current champion at 155. He got into an altercation with Conor McGregor's best friend, who's also Russian, slapped him in the face in public. They put it all over social media. Conor didn't like that. He hopped on his private jet, flew to New York with a bunch of his goons, and they caught Habib leaving the UFC press uh, conference in a, in a bus full of other fighters. Conor's trying to get him to come out of the bus and fight him, going crazy, gets a dolly, smashes the bus window out, Glass flies in, cuts two fighters' faces all up. Uh, a couple of them couldn't even fight for the next event. Connor is getting Connor uh, had felony charges against him, which have since been dropped to misdemeanors. But he's got incoming civil suits from a couple of the fighters who were either injured or un, or injured and unable to fight at that next event. One of them likely that missed was, a title fight, which would have changed his life. That was about nine, ten months terrible. ago. So yeah. now, now October sixth, he's fighting that guy. He's oh, that's the, the storyline. Now, okay. For the belt. Yes. See, that I saw when Conor McGregor tried to pull his Monday Night Raw, like, garage beatdown. And <laughs> it's like, you know, there was a way to do it that didn't involve getting glass in everyone's eyes. Like, I've seen what Kane has done to The Undertaker. And <laughs> The Undertaker's eyes still work. Like, but wow. Okay. That's fantastic that those guys yeah. are fighting. Who does who does the internet think is going to win? What are the odds? Yeah, the uh, the Vegas odds are are in the Russian guy's favor, the wrestler Slightly. who's the current champ, and uh, um, uh, Chiz has bet uh, a, a good bit of money on uh, on Connor to win in various different ways. But yeah, I'll bet you anything you want that this breaks one million buys. And now I'm, I'm losing my confidence. You've overplayed your hand, Kyle. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have you, you should have. Yeah, how about, how about poker where they loser do Loser has to wear draw? blackface for Halloween episode. <laughs> I love it. I love it, and we're not changing that bet. <laughs> What's um? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll oh, wear oh, I wanted to say this about so the it's odds. Not uncomfortable. So right now, Khabib, Kyle's calling him hubby. I don't know who's right. Um, hubby. is a slight favorite. But what's going to happen is the Irish will invade Las Vegas when they uh, when they get down there. They will bet in person, and the odds will flip, and Connor will be a slight favorite. I guarantee it. Yeah, by by like. Fight night. I, that, that's probably quite likely. Not necessarily because the odds makers believe that he is the favorite, but just to balance out the uh, the, dispo- the disproportionate amount of yeah. uh, Connor fans that there are, because Habib doesn't have a huge fan base. Connor has a massive fan base, especially amongst the Irish. I don't want him. I don't want him bringing this fan base here. I don't want. I don't want all those mix coming over here. You know, they're not bringing their best. 
No, no they're not. They're, they're not sending no. their best. They're, they're no, rapists. They're, they're not they're sending their, their they're best. They're sending their rapists, their murderers, and their dolly throwers. Yeah, yeah. and people who, who ruin buses that other people paid for. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, very but, rude people. But yeah, I would absolutely take that bet. I would honestly probably bet that it breaks $1.5 million. Um, it's, it's, I think it's going to be the biggest pay-per-view in history uh, for the UFC. That's interesting. Uh, See, it, it could, it could I, break two million. I don't get exposed to very much regular media. I watch YouTube and I have um, YouTube Red, so I don't pay. I don't see any ads. Uh, I watch Netflix, <clears throat> and I, I run. I just don't see ads. So, to me, it feels like the UFC is not promoting this very much. I know Connor's not doing any press tours. They did one event with no fans there, so it seems like it's an underpromoted event, which is why I was guessing it wouldn't sell well. They run a ton of uh, YouTube pre-roll that you wouldn't see if you run AdBlock. I, yeah, I, I, YouTube Red is it's just, it's better than AdBlock, I guess. But yeah, but oh, I, I mean, the thing is, Connor and the and that boxer guy had like seventeen press conferences. So it is mm-hmm. weird that they only had one media day. Like, is it that these two people hate each other so much they don't want to be in the same building? Uh, Connor didn't want to do a lot of press. He wanted to train for the fight. You know, he, he oh. focused so, on that. See, when, when he does press, he has to fly from fucking Ireland over here. Habib lives here. All right, right. right. Connor has to fly over here every time he's going to do one of these events. And when they did that world tour, I mean, shit, it was what? L- L.A., New York, maybe Toronto or somewhere Res- in Canada. Oh, you're talking about the boxing one. Yeah, the boxing mm-hmm. thing with with Mayweather. They, and, right. and, with and, Aldo, there was some Brazil involved. You know, like yeah. he, he's... He really has to fly it. The UFC makes it easy on him by sending a private jet, but you can only get so easy from Ireland to Brazil. I mean, they can't transport him. Yeah, it interrupts his whole training thing. You know, he's not able to to get his sleep the way he wants to. I'm sure. Like, like, uh, uh, I, so that uh, he's I, not Ronda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be massive though. It'll definitely break a million. I would bet just about it. I would, def- I would, I would, I would take the blackface bet. When's the um, UFC oh broken a million for the last time though? Like I can't remember the last million, probably the last Connor fight. <laughs> but last Connor fight probably, or maybe uh, DC and uh, John Jones last time they fought. Uh, but but yeah, this will definitely break a million. It's gonna be it's gonna be massive. It's 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 certainly not um, being promoted the way the Mayweather fight was, where it was like a cultural event. But but mm-hmm. that was you know bringing and that's the second biggest boxing pay per view of all time, by the way. Behind it, what? Um, maybe Mayweather Pacquiao. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, remember watching Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, it was boring as shit. Yeah, yeah it, was it sure was. The Holy Connor fight was more entertaining God. than the Pacquiao fight for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, with the Connor, with the Connor Mayweather fight, you it was entertainment the whole time. It was kind of like the the like the actual fight itself was almost irrelevant. Like the build was so much of the story. It's always like that in fighting. Like you got to build the narrative, like that. That's why people are so into it. Makes sense. I'm not yeah. a big fight fan. Kyle and Woody know much, much more. You'll watch this one though, right? You're gonna go to a bar. Oh or yeah, something? yeah. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. And I, my buddy is super into it, and and so I'll watch it over at his place. And then uh, six days till hockey season, and then that's Ooh. all. All I watch. Wow. Ooh. I might pay for this Connor fight. I am. Um, oh, I'm definitely paying. Yeah. I like it. If you try to watch some random stream, then there's a good chance that when the main events roll around. It'll be terrible quality, lots of jumping. Yep. You'll miss a minute at a time. If it's a big fight, you're pretty much guaranteed not to see the fight you really want. Maybe some of the prelims and stuff will work, but by the time Connor fights, everyone will jump on. But if you pay for it, then you'll see it properly. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, at some point, it's like as we become like adults, like at some point, it's just like, ah, eh, the WWE network is easier. Like, yeah, I could, <laughs> I could go find the stream every time or whatever, but it's like, it's $10. Like, okay, like I'd rather pay the $10 so I could watch the Royal Rumble on my phone on the subway than like to have to find part one of Daily Motion, this, of all that crap. I got there too with um, individual songs, right? Like, it, Early me was on LimeWire, or what was the first file sharing thing? Kazaa, uh, uh, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Napster oh, yeah, is Nap- what I was Napster. going for. Um, but then it was just like, you know what? For 99 cents or $1.29, I'll go to iTunes, and I'll just get the song in good quality. It, like, it, nail it. I listen to the same songs again and again and again for a decade, so the money's worth it. It's worth 99 cents. I don't even cents. know if that existed, though. And like, Because like 2002, 2003 is when I was on like LimeWare Lime and Kazaa, downloading anything and fucking everything, fucking porn, everything. There, there, was, there were no porn were, sites then. There was a... Um, a debate over whether or not like it was even stealing back in the early days. Like information oh, yeah. wants to be free. And then uh, later on, it was just like, I think what I'm paying for is the easy experience of finding music, music songs that are suggested for me. Uh, that's a thing. Yeah. When, yeah go on. And they started randomly like prosecuting like LimeWire downloaders. Mm-hmm. And it was like, shit, the, <laughs> stop sharing it. Stop sharing. Like, 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 <laughs> you fucking delete all this shit. I don't know. Fucking pay some million dollar fine for every second of fucking yeah. the Kiss album that I downloaded or whatever the fuck. They really went after people there for a while. And it was like kids, teenagers and shit. Yeah. Yeah, they would just make like random examples out of random people. I remember yeah. that. Where it was like catching an STD. It was like, look, the odds are low, but if it happens, you're real fucked. Yeah. yeah that's why you don't fuck those strippers in, in LA. Even if it is only $300. Kyle, do we have any outros? We certainly do. I uh, just want to tell everybody to uh, let's see here what I have. <laughs> yeah, well, while you're here. looking for that, uh, Asterios, where can everybody find all your shit? Well, guys, if you want to listen to my podcast, uh, it's you look you go to AstereosPodcasts.com. It's a S T E R I O S. I do this thing uh, where it's called the Asterios Cogados Podcast Factory, where every Thursday you get a new podcast on your phone. You don't know what the name of the podcast is going to be. You don't know what it's about. You don't know who's going to be on it. It's kind of like a, like a birch box or a loot crate, but for <laughs> podcasts, where it's like, hey, there's a surprise. Hey, look, we could be doing a podcast all about the birds from Star Wars. It could be a wrestling podcast. Uh, it could be a podcast about my ongoing lawsuit. Like You never know what you're going to get. You go to AstereosPodcast.com to listen. Awesome. Very well, you're cool. a real wild Check man. We definitely enjoyed having you on the show. You're this was fun. thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're hilarious, and I absolutely want to have you back soon. I want yeah. to be back. Yeah. Love that. I'm unemployed. I have nothing to do. Pr- probably <laughs> yeah. the show is exactly what you expected. No, it's much <laughs> much. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my god! Didn't Dick there tell is you? Offensive, and then there's this. I was not <laughs> expecting this. Uh, I had a great well, time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And also a special thanks to our sponsor, Nighthawk Pro Gaming by Netgear. Give your gaming PC the bandwidth it deserves. The XR500 is rated the top performing gaming router uh, by PC Gamer. Uh, you can trust that this router won't let anything on your network prevent you from having the ultimate gaming experience. Visit netgear.com slash NPG, link down below, and learn how you can join the No Lag crew today. And remember, when you support our sponsors, 
you help make this podcast possible. Also, uh, ever wish you didn't need to buy batteries, coils, a tank, and a bottle just to get started vaping? Abay, the new vape system from the creators of Zamplebox, changes all of that. Abay's hardware blends simplicity with top shelf quality. Abay features a super compact battery, high capacity qu- pods uh, that are more than twice the capacity of those jewel pods and uh, that feature ceramic coils so you won't ever get a burnt hit. Abay features a perfectly curated lineup of five delicious flavors, so you're sure to find one that's perfect for you. For a limited time, get a free Abay kit and uh, $10 off each pack of pods on your first order when you sign up for monthly auto-ship delivery with three or more packs of pods. Plus, all Abay auto-ship orders get free shipping. Just use the code PKA at checkout when you visit abay.com. That's A-B-A-Y dot com. Very good. PKA four six.